Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Love this guy right here. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, August 26, 6.02 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to have fun tonight. It's be a good time. The Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships are over. 12 rounds of Fury are done. Adam C. Cirillo, Eli Tomac, the two champions. Neither one on the show tonight, though. Uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Jeremy Martin will be on the show, though. J-Mart, two-time 250 motocross champion, will be on the show tonight to talk about his comeback from injury, how that's going. He's back riding and everything else. Uh, so we're looking forward to having J-Mart on for the first time in a while. Geico Honda's Jet Lawrence will be on. Yeah, I interviewed Jet for the first time this weekend after uh, Indiana, and uh, he's quite the kid, man. He's 16, and he's pretty funny. So Jet Lawrence will join us as well. Christina Denny from the Cycle Trader uh, Rock River Yamaha team will join us, and Roost MX as well. So we'll have her on uh, tonight to talk about how she's stepping away from the sport. And Davey Coombs will be on DC. Uh, love this guy. Great bench racer. Uh, obviously, the Racer X online and magazine editor-in-chief. He will be on to talk about the series. Talk about MXDN and more. So we've got a lot to get to. 702-586-7857. If you got a question or a comment or a concern, please uh, give us a call. Let us know. 702-586-PULP is the one to uh, to call. So great show. Uh, like I said, we got a great guest lined up. Patreon as well. If you are on, uh, uh, want to contribute to the show a little bit more, get a special gift perhaps, get a t-shirt, get early access to podcast. You go to patreon.com, find Pulp MX on there, and uh, sign up for that. We appreciate it. There's, an, there's a Pulp MX app available as well. Updates are coming. Just go to the Pulp MX show, uh, Pulp MX on the app store, and grab the app if you can. Really appreciate that. Amazon, there's a link on uh, pulpmex.com. Click on Amazon. Go to Go click on the Amazon widget. Go to Amazon. Make your purchase on there. We get a small slice of that. We really appreciate it. There's no discounts or anything, but we just get a small kickback from the folks at Amazon for you people to do that and absolutely love it. I see it every month. Thank you very much. It helps It helps very much. So like tonight, during the first commercial break, we're buying Chipotle for everybody here, and that's part of the reason why. Pay uh, Amazon widget money. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. We also... Um, have a code at Karcher, Karcher Pressure Washers. Uh, get that off the sh- off the top of the show. Pulp MX is the code at Karcher website. So if you want a gas-powered washer, a- electric washer, very, very handy for the dirt bikes. Obviously, Karcher's been around a long time, the great name in pressure washer. And we have a code to save you money, just Pulp MX. Punch that in. Save money for the folks at Karcher. Uh, all right, uh, let's get to our in-studio guest here tonight uh, from Main Event Moto, from Eagle Grit. He's the voice of the pit reporter for the Fox Sports uh uh, NBC Sports, sorry, Supercross Show. Uh, he's back in studio. Daniel Blair, what's up, man? I made it. Thank you. 12 rounds of outdoor. Yeah. Watched every one. Yeah. Even watched a couple twice. Dove deeper into motocross than you've ever done ever, before. In at least a half a decade. I've always paid attention uh-huh. to the sport yep. in a macro level during yep. the summer. Yep. Micro details, bro. I watched them all. Even my little guy watched with me a couple, so we had to go back and uh-huh. watch a couple because he has a couple guys he likes. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Yeah, watch the whole thing uh-huh. all the way to the end, and we're done. How's everything at Eagle Grit going on? It's awesome, EagleGrit.com, great hand um, cleaner. 
It's scary, actually. Really? Uh, as a company, you're always looking to grow. You know, at the beginning of the year, you kind of project what can yeah. we do, where can we grow, where are we weak and strong, and honestly, it's um, it's like a train out of control. I'm just kind of holding on right now, so it's going great. <laughs> Very happy about it, and yep. um, big stuff in the works with it too. So nice, good to hear. Yeah. Uh, EagleGrid.com Supercross Race Team. Yeah, uh, yeah, working on it. We're about ten years out. Okay, so just right. putting together the preliminary ideas. For sure. And um, yeah, we're 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 a ways out on uh, that. A giant eagle as your mascot. Uh, well, I had the rider. I, actually, that's the problem right now. I'm negotiating with Feld to allow an actual eagle to race the bike oh, itself. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, they're not feeling it. Right. Um, I'd like to see the guy with the glove and the eagle on the glove. Yeah, the, where know? the bird flies in yeah. off the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, do that? I, I gotta get a hold of that guy somehow. Yeah. Well, I think just, there's more than one guy. It's not just one guy. Well, the main one, just yeah. mainly so I can get a hold of the eagle. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> say that's a valuable one. Easy on Raise the prices. <laughs> God, that eagle would be worth it. Oh, I know he would be. Uh, thank you for watching on Facebook uh, Live on the Racer X page. What's up, everybody? Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. That Facebook Live on on Racer X Online has completely killed the Pulpamex chat room. Pulpamexshow.com. We have a chat room. It used to be very, very full and very uh, uh, full of. They moved. Comps. They moved over. They, they're on Facebook now. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. Either way, it's just it's killed our chat room. So, yeah. um, you know, that, that happened. There's like a couple stragglers left. They're yeah. like, where's everybody yeah, yeah. going? Where's everybody going? They're on Facebook, bro, <laughs> like, right. like the rest of the world. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Thanks to the folks at Race Tech for all that they do for us, man. Uh, absolutely kill it. Race Tech ran tonight. If you've been following me on Twitter, you know what? It's already it's already locked and loaded. It's I don't already know what in it is. there. Yeah, what that's fine. It? But just just do I need to be excited? Does Marks know? You could probably um, just zone out for fifteen minutes. You may you can go upstairs even. Okay. Like, yeah, it, it it'll be a long one. Right. And you know, Marks, by the way, which you haven't introduced yet, nope. was here early again, very yeah. early. There's a trend with that, huh? Not not very early. Just go early because he's used to come in. At, 20 after and 5.30 and stuff, so oh. easy on that. So I, was, not, just, I felt that I had something to do with that because whenever I'm here, he's always early, and then you complain yeah. every other week. Right, so. yep, yep. Um, Vertex Pistons, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains. The folks at EVS Sports are on board with us too. Pulp19 is a code to save at evsports.com. Uh, Marks has the EVS chest protector. Uh, he's going to be testing soon uh, at the Western Raceway. FMF. Man, FMF, they've been around a long time. I really like FMF, how they get behind the MXDN team, too. They do a lot of cool stuff for that team. Uh, always special clothing, special laser-etched exhaust, everything. FMF, Atlas Neck Brace. We got the winner tonight of our contest from last week. We had the Noof in studio from Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com. Visual Brace of Chase Sexton, Marty Davalos, and many more. Works Connection, Works Connection will call. Happened tonight. OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA. John Anderson from WUSA coming in studio uh in a couple weeks, I believe. So looking forward to that. Seemingly making the wheels for half the teams in the pits. WUSA. LA Honda World. Uh, Eagle Grit. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Intense Bicycles. Works Chassis Labs. Ride Engineering. All on board with us tonight. As are you people. Producing the show. Holding things down. Taking your calls. The Travis Marks. Hello, four and a half time. Fuck your Pulp Mix Fantasy game. Fuck that game. Why? What happened? Did you, like, blow it or something? Oh, my God. For the second year in a row. Yeah, let's hear it. Out of our experts that we have, Truman, Parabinos, JT, Marks, and me, for the second series in a row, I had the lead going into the last round, and for the second series in a row at Indiana, I blew it, and I got passed for the lead. Who, and, and who was the uh, the rider? Uh, two of them. 
Okay. Uh, Dylan Wright mm. and Aaron Plessinger. They got you, huh? Oh, my God. Hey, on, and, the, and real, so, yeah. on the real, of your guys' little group you just mentioned, yeah. if you were to put them in order of who takes it the most serious to the least. <laughs> I, Marks, Jay, Marks would be the least. I knew that one. I would be second least. And I think Dan, Paul, and JT are tied. I feel like Paul, because I've listened, and he seems kind of in and out. And he even got mad at me one time. He was like, dude, I heard you say that I'm like not into it as much. Well, that's not true. He kind of like got on me for it. But, dude, maybe it's just his delivery. He just doesn't feel – I don't feel the passion from him that I do from JT and Truman. Well, they seem psychotic. I think they're all three. I think they're all tied. I think Mark's- the one that gets the most angry is JT. Yeah. When things don't go well, I yeah. just told him. I just told him, well, you, God, you whine a lot about fans. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. He like is, verbatim, that was the text. He is so like he's competitive, dude. I get it. So am I. But what are you going to do? These jerk off riders want to pull off and quit and crash. What are you going to do? You going to let these guys ruin your life? But fuck your game. Yeah, I, I mean, you just got to pick better riders. Oh, and you know what? Dylan Wright was a fifty-seven percent pick trend. So a lot of you. Took the bait. Took the bait, so yeah. I, welcome to my life. I probably would have picked him if I had service. I didn't have service after, like, Thursday, so my Wednesday team was what I went with. Okay. Didn't go great. Yeah, well, he qualified 13th. So, um, anyways, so speaking of that, tonight on the show, we do a random draw out of everybody in the Championship League. So if you pay for upfront for all year for Supercross and Motocross, can I help you? Oh, <laughs> she's looking at me like yeah, she's like frozen, like right? nice, nice shirt, Pookie. Like bad. Pookie, eyes. Pookie oh, is wearing her Adam Cien Cerrito championship shirt. She's pretty. She happy hasn't about taken it. it off for two days. Yep. She's pretty happy. AC ninety two. She is pumped. Very excited for her guy. Anyways, uh, so we do a the the winner of the Supercross League gets a KX two fifty. The winner of the Motocross League gets a KX two fifty. And then because we want people to to have a chance at a at a motorcycle who aren't maybe necessary fantasy experts. We do a random draw out of all the championship loser, users, losers, and losers. <laughs> same thing. Same, same thing. Same. Uh, for a KX450. So if you paid up Wait, front so the for the Wait, so the winners win the 250s. The 450 is just random. Someone so, right now someone is just chilling. Yep. And they're going to get could, the 450? They could, be in, they could be in 4,000th place, and they could win a KX450. So we're wow. going to do the draw tonight on the show, right, Marks? Yep. We're good? Yep. Uh, Almost, so uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that. But yep. so, you got to have some kind of crazy algorithm he's to got that a, out, right? He's got a, a randomizer program that we I use. So either to do that, you have a really big hat yeah, to no, draw out of. We, uh, we <laughs> give away bag. the KX4, the YZ450 the same way. Okay, uh, with the automated sy- yeah, uh, system so, thing, yep. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Um, so, yeah, if you paid up front, you have a chance at winning KX450, and we're going to do the draw tonight. We'll, we'll locate the guy. We'll give him a call and all of that. So the guy that won the number one plate in Pulp Mex Fantasy last year, number one overall, he didn't win motocross and he didn't win supercross. So the whole season, 18. But he won, but he won the whole season in 2018 and gets the number one plate. He won again overall. Cook. It's a game of skill. It's proof right there. It's a game of skill. So this guy, and so, but to top it off with this guy though, it's a guy and a girl, I think. Yeah, I think it's a couple. And a couple. They, and they, oh, they work. Uh, they work together. They work together. But they're so, both super smart. Maybe you so, take the two fifties. I take the four fifties, and we can do this. <laughs> so, so they they didn't win a bike last year. They just got the overall prize and the overall number one. This year, though, they won the motocross league, so they get a KX two fifty. So they won motocross and the overall? And the overall. And they won the Industry Idiots League, which is the $100 buy-in. And the prize for that is four grand. They had a good good year. This cook character. Character. I'm just going to throw this out. This cook character cleaned us out. I'm going to throw this out there. I could be way wrong. I think it's the relative of Mark's. There's got to be some right. shit going yeah, on yeah, behind yeah, yeah. No, with Mar- the programming, whatever. Oh, the guy did it. Wow, he did it again. Because he did it last year, got nothing. 
Well, no, I got the overall grand prize. Did he? What did he win last year? What's the overall what did he grand win? prize? Win, win. Like, what did he take for both? Yeah, nothing. It's just, it's literally just for the plate. Okay. So he got nothing. So Mark's fixed it this year, so he could do it again, but gave him the bike and the four grand. It's it's amazing. I mean, if I was going to cheat, it's going to make it worth my time. Yeah. So so we're going to do the draw tonight on Paul Schmavish Marks. Looking forward to doing that. Um, and uh, hey, Marks. Um, yeah. No, Dylan. Let's tell Dylan. Is he calling in right, right now? All right, Dylan, we're going to take a break from, Two from, weeks. from you. Two weeks. Is this the passionate guy? Two weeks. He's usually called in by now, so I don't think okay. he's going to call tonight. Listen, if Dylan calls in, yeah, we'll call t- back three, show 399 <laughs> okay. with Kiefer. All right. And he can call in, and we'll give him his time. All right. Deal. The hate comms for Dylan are pretty high. Not all of them, yeah, but there's a lot of hate comms. Yeah, yeah. We'll, so we'll we're just, we like Dylan's passion. We enjoy debating Dylan. He lost me with the stew and Tomac. Yeah, you were out yeah, on that. I but, listened to that too, and he, he is so far wrong. I can't even. <laughs> right. Somehow Dylan didn't want to count 250 MX titles. Or well, anything, he, or... he's one of those that comes to a conclusion and then and builds, works, works, backwards. works backwards and builds his case <laughs> yeah. instead of like, let's yeah. look at the facts and then build our conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, yeah. Eli's the best of all time. Let me take the facts that I'd like to give you to prove that to you. <laughs> and, then, and then when I would say something, he would be like, uh, yeah, 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 good point. Good point. Yeah. But, yeah. but didn't change his but mind. But didn't change his no, mind. So no. j- just if Dylan calls in. Consider it done. <laughs> show 399. Welcome back in, Dylan. Got it. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. DC, Jerry Mart, Jet Lawrence, Christina Daniel on the show tonight. Will, Works Connection will call at some point. JT also back from Sweden. Uh, he saw Jeffrey Hurlings, but it didn't go so well for Jeffrey's return, I guess. Mm. Um, not quite ready, but um, obviously still very, very fast. We're going to give away a set of Fly Evo gear tonight. We're going to give away some firepower stuff, some Maxima and Pro Filter stuff. Uh, like I said, we're going to announce the winner of the Atlas Brace as well. So, all right, Daniel Blair, he did it. He did Adam it. Adam did it. His first national title. I would have never thought he would win a national championship before he won a Supercross championship. He's out of 250 class. This was his last shot. He blew it at Vegas. We all know that. Came through. I'm really happy for him. And I think, Daniel... I think everybody in the pits is. I really do. He's a good dude. He's pretty honest. He's a hard worker. I, I don't know any racer out there. Even Ferrandis was cool about it. Ferrandis is like, he deserved it. He rode better than I did. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if anybody is mad about it. No. Right? He, like, he's, he might be the one guy. There might be a couple, but he's like the one that everyone would go, you know what? Hell yeah, man. Cool. Hell right? yeah. yeah. And just because of the story what he's went through and just the hurdles he's had to face and even Vegas alone just a few months ago just what happened there I think we were all gutted for him maybe Star Yamaha maybe Will Hahn we'll talk he probably wasn't no Will's Will's Uh, good but you know what I mean like in Vegas what happened I think we all were like like uh, slightly heartbroken even the non-Adam fans were like oh man and for him to come out and fire strong early in the season and get that lead establish himself and then for me the most impressive part Hold it on to the end and yeah. just lock in. He, he was, was great, so man. solid, front to back. Bad start, good start. Endurance was great. Um, I cannot believe he came into the season with one overall and one moto win in his career. Which is, that's and weird he, by itself. And he ripped off six overall wins, I believe, and, and a bunch of motos. We were supposed to look up the total points and see where that ranks in the last 10 years. of Because, I mean, it wasn't just those wins. What do you have? Fifth was his. Well, worst I saw this in Racerhead. Uh, I saw this in Racerhead last week. He had only raced up until this year. He'd only raced fifty-four percent of the nationals that he was eligible to race in. 
Jeez. So he's he's just over half. And I think Supercross was 60% or something, or maybe I got it backwards, 16. But but basically, just over half the races that he was supposed to wow. because of injury, his shoulders and uh, knee, you know, mm-hmm. he finally he finally made it. So um, good job for, for Really AC. good job. And again, just the whole season, it wasn't one of those things where, you know, the other guys fell apart. Dylan no. came in a little soft, I think. Dil- Dylan's probably regretting right now, like, man, I kind of wish I came in a little bit more on fire, but yeah. you know, you know it, he, you, he admitted to me halfway. Or, I, I remember yeah, hearing that. Yeah, and he, he was said he, like, he was focused on Supercross. Was he, his was, dream. he was yeah. too happy to yeah. even like care early. <laughs> yeah. So he might be regretting that because he put up a good fight too. Yeah. I, I admire him a lot, yeah. man. He's, oh yeah. He's a good racer. He's he a good could fighter. easily be a two champion, a two time champion next year. Like win both, both. Supercross I think he, and he's a favorite too. Right. Uh, no question. And he, they put up a good fight. Those two had a fun season to watch for sure, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm happy for Adam, and I'm I'm happy for the next chapter too because you always wonder what they're going to do next when they get in the 450. Yep. And I wrote Adam and said, "Hey man, trust your gut. You know you've you've had issues in the past when you've kind of questioned yourself and lightened up. Like, hope you you prove to yourself that when you stay on it, it does work out okay. You know, a lot of his mistakes have been silly ones, not really. I mean, he goes off the track quite a bit, but you know what I mean? He hasn't had these spectacular get-offs from right over his head. They've been more like silly washout problems, and I think that's when he's trying to be conservative. Whatever. I said, go into next year and be the same guy. He's all, oh, I, 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 know how to, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. We're good. So I hope he carries yeah. that in because that 450 class, it's healthy right now, and to add him into that fray, yeah. it's just, it's, yeah. he's, I, he, I think he's he, ready to go. Was there one race that stood out for you, for him? I kind of think Hangtown was mainly because of the patience. I felt like in the first moto, the and, normal Adam and, and and coming off Vegas, like the first. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and that, my whole worry going in was how do you recover from that emotionally? And for him doing the first race of the year, and I, I remember it vividly because he's sitting there in second, and I'm like, he's got to be freaking out because he freaks out. Yeah. When he's on the lead. He's admitted he's got like a major <laughs> yeah. problem with yeah, that, yeah. and he kind of just took it. Yeah, and then. Won the second moto, won the over. It's like right. that was my first sign where I'm like, okay, the formula is changing right now. Yeah. And then he did the same thing. Like a few weeks in a row, it was the same formula. Yep. So that one stood out because it was like the first one. It was recovering from Vegas, and I yep. saw a different kind of yeah. DNA in his yeah. in his thought process. So I think Nick Way helped a lot. Uh, I, I know Nick well enough to know. Yeah. Like he's very, I forget. It might have been JT. I talked this about. I think he was too smart. No, it was you. Nick Way was too smart for his own career. Right. I think he really messed up his own career by being so smart. But for him to be able to use what he knows with a guy like Adam, really good yeah. combo, man. Yeah. I think they're I think they're really good together. Um, yeah, congratulations to him, man. Two shoulder surgeries, rebuilt shoulders, an ACL. Yep. Was there a wrist in there too? No, I think just shoulder. I think there was one shoulder twice, the other one once, and an ACL. Yeah, and the ACL and, and, one yeah. last year. Remember, he pulled out of the outdoors early. Everyone was bummed. It. Yeah, I think he knew like. I got to clean this all up because yeah. I got one more shot. At this yeah. thing, I got to get right. And you, when yeah. when you've got an injury like that, that's bugging you. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to say, "All right, you know what? I have to do this. I got to take yeah. it off. I got to get right, so right. I can really give myself a fair shot." Yep. And he did. And he yeah. Should have had two of them this year, but uh, I think yeah. one one could have be been a right. double champion for yeah. sure. He'll be uh, right if you were him, you and you don't you can't run the one number one plate. I mean, is that okay? You're, you're fine with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, you're going to 450s and all that, but I, I think it's a perfect close to the chapter. And yeah. you know what? Move on from that chapter, end it on a high, and get out of it. And who cares? Right. right. Um, and get ready for the next chapter. He's still young, yeah. and he's for the most part physically healthy. It's yep. it's go time, and the, the the next challenge will be bigger. I think he's up for. I, I'm really high on him next year coming in and being. I'm not saying he's going to win it, but yeah. I see more of a dungy type rookie year where he's 
with the leaders Don't all the time. It. I know what I'm saying is more like that than like what we've seen recently from like Webb and Plessinger and we've seen some rough rookie years in the last uh, few years. I'm seeing him being one of them uh, right away. Like no uh, hiccup. I'm a fan, but I don't see that. What do you? What I do don't you see, see that. Average? I see Savachi qualify no. fastest. Qualify fastest. Look back at Savachi's results, bro. I know they're, Qu- I they're know. better than you think. Qualify fastest. Win some heat races. Uh, get on a couple podiums and be there. Rookie year. I'm better than that. Okay, that's fine. Let's yeah. talk to uh, Jake. Uh, Jake, you got a question about AC and 450s? Yeah, man. Um, I'm just kind of wondering, like, what's going to be the hardest thing to. Uh, I mean, the biggest change for him. Like, what's going to be the most the, difficult thing? But the number one thing think? that I get from talking to these rookies, guys, the number one thing that I get is the week in and week out. There's no breaks, man. It's 17 weeks. Do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. there's no five and rest for four and come back, or the East Coast guys don't sit around early, you know. So, to me, that's the biggest thing is, is these guys, it is week in and week out. Um, like week right, 12, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh. You're like, Jesus. i got to fly to <laughs> I Indianapolis, fly to Detroit now, right? Like, right, like so. That's yeah. the biggest thing uh, to me, Jake. For these guys, is just yeah, they've got longer main events too. You got five more minutes. You got longer heat races. You know, like, and it's just more of a grind. So right, makes yeah. sense. I yeah. appreciate it, man. All right, no problem, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Again, I, I don't see him winning it, yeah. I, but I see where, where Dungey looked immediately like one of the guys from yeah. day one. I feel like he's going to look at Anaheim 1, you're going to go, yeah. he's one of them already. That, that's, uh, that's what we'll, I'm talking about. We'll have about to more. do something a little bad or something. Right. Uh, Nick, what's that. going on? You want to talk about MXDM? Yes, yeah, Steve. Let's, uh, let's get right into it here now that the season's over. I think I found something. I don't know if anyone else has brought it up, but if you look back at the results for 2018, Covington went 3-3 at Aston. Kind of gives Team USA a sliver of hope there, eh? No. I mean, okay, yes. They, they have hope anyways. Those results don't tell me anything, though. Well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like, like there was talk about sending Covington before everyone saw Covington ride this year. But, um, look, France, France just lost Febra. He just broke his femur. So he's replaced with Tixier. Um, there is no doubt the USA, in my mind, now is second or better in, in, in this which race. is good for you, right? I, for me, podium is a win. Like, yeah. let's just turn this thing the other direction. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. No, podium's it. fine. But with, with Faber getting hurt, look, I know Francis sent an Enduro guy, and I know Francis sent Tixier, who didn't even have a team last year, and they still won. But you got to look at Francis being a little weaker. Uh, the other countries are a little weaker. Um, so I think I think USA can do some damage. They're going early. And I'm going to talk to JT about this a little bit, too, because he just got back from Sweden. So... Um, but yeah, Nick, um, Covington's results don't mean anything to me, but I do think they are going to get a podium there or better. All right, perfect. And uh, hey, Marner's not worth more than ten point five. Oh hell no, he's not. Hell no. Crazy. It, it's ridiculous to think that, yeah, that 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 camp thinks he can get that. There's no way. Uh, where do you stand on oh. the Mitch Marner negotiations, Daniel? <laughs> I think he should squeeze him for everything he's got, uh, but he's got to have the leverage. And if he doesn't have it, then do you he's like him as a player? Or? Um, from what I know. Yeah. Um, who, who the hell are you talking? I have no idea who you're talking about. We're uh, talking about funny. Dak Prescott here. Or are we yeah, talking about, no, no, Mitch no. Marner. Mitch Marner. Oh, Mi- oh, uh, Mitch. No, okay, he, he yeah. is. Uh, he is not better than Austin Matthews. He doesn't play as vital as a position as Austin Matthews. He is worth nine all Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks, man. 
Yep, thanks. Appreciate it. Davey Coombs here coming up shortly on the show. Jason Thomas will be on here in a little bit. Works Connection will call as well. We're going to talk 450s for sure because I want to talk about that first moto that was phenomenal. It was absolutely amazing yeah. moto. And I want to get your take on the Osborne Marr thing because people what are being take? idiots. Exactly. What take? Thank There's you. no Thank take. You. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I it. saw someone ask, like, who's, whose fault is it? Who? That was 100% the fault of dirt bike racing. Yes. That's, that, uh, it's the fault of dirt bike racing. Right. Yeah, so blame uh, dirt bike racing right. on that one. That's it. Cooler. What's going on, guys? No hate comms. No hate comms. What's up, bro? Hey, I've just wanted to call and uh, see why everybody's riding the Adam Sensor really truck because he's coming up. And, you know, he, he's going to be good. I think he's going to do good. Yeah. But I still, But I still think you guys are overlooking Malcolm. I mean, Malcolm kind of came out with getting ready to show you guys what's going on. Yeah. Had a lot to prove, you know, so right. I just wanted to kind of throw him no, in there. No, I'm bit. looking forward to it. I was, you know? I was very excited about Malcolm last year after what I saw overseas and everything. Um, he was fast, so I was, I was ready. Hey, so, can I throw something out I, about Malcolm? Yeah. Question, actually, to you. I heard this from someone that's Cooler would semi-reliable semi okay. source. The whole Brayton to Honda thing, Supercross. Yeah. I heard that Honda originally was like, what's up with Malcolm? And then Tony said, uh, no. I, I don't. Not I don't letting so. him go. I don't think so. I don't know any any of those because I'm not around the team right now. So I'm up here up north working right. Central Valley, well, home with the family. So I, I just, don't know I, the logistics of all that stuff. All I right, thought Honda well, was sniffing I, around with Malcolm first, and yeah. they, but, they were told uh, a hard no. On all that. right, cooler. That's we got to run, but thank you, man. Appreciate it. I'm, all right, guys. I'm on board the thank Mookie you. train. Thank you. All right. Uh, before we get Davey Coombs on the show, uh, Adam Cincerillo's on the phone. AC, what's up? Oh, not a whole lot, man. All right. What you guys up to? Hey, no, Steve, Steve says you're not going to do very good next year in a 450. I, I did not say that. That's exactly I say what he that. just okay, said. Okay, so listen. Um, nine versus 92. Did you see the winner of your poll? You see how your poll's doing? Well, it's... It's still early. It's not. Still it's early. it's half over, and it's overwhelmingly voting number ninety two. Now you can do what you I want, know, man. I'm I'm I've never been so conflicted with anything <laughs> in my life, really. Because me growing up in in the era that I was watching racing, it seemed like single digit was everything. You right. Know, to, yep. To earn a single digit. Uh huh. And and honestly, it was so hard to win this title. And now that I did it, I. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to make yeah. the best of it here. I no, like, listen, you do what you want. Adam, on the table if I, if I don't take it. But Adam, Adam, who in this world has shared the 92 with you and can help guide you through this decision? Come on now. Uh, like, why did I have the number? Now, come on. Who shared 92? Who else had 92 when he was a young lad out of Lodi, California? You had 92? That was my number, my whole amateur career, all the way up. Oh, uh, okay. I even uh, was 921 as a pro for a while. I was about, yeah. to, go, I was about to go Barry Carson on you. <laughs> well, he probably had it at some point. Um, uh, Adam, 92, dude. Don't don't flinch, dude. That's you. 92 won you that title. Well, Nine didn't. Listen, why did yeah, you... Yeah, see, I, I... Why did you pick I 92? I, I might have heard this story, but why, why were you 92? Yeah, I mean, my dad raced, uh, like, open-wheel race cars. Okay. And he was 92, and obviously at three years old, I don't really have a say <laughs> yes. in what graphic kits are ordered. Right. So that's just uh, okay. that's just what got stuck on the bike. And I love 92. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah, I'm yeah. totally not sold sold completely on nine or anything. Yep. But um, I don't know, man. It's just a single digit is I, so iconic to me, and I'm I just with you. have a soft spot, you know. What? But um, at the same time, I understand from a brand perspective, 92 is me, and people recognize me as that, and 
honestly, business-wise, it's probably not smart to switch my number at this point, but um, yeah, I don't know. I got I got to go with the heart too, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I like the fact you put it out to the poll, to the to the people. I like that, but uh, yeah, for me, I mean, you're, I think the ability to run your childhood number your whole life, just like Kenny with ninety-four, you know, I, I think that. I mean, you already have it. it. Didn't national title or not? It didn't matter. But um, yeah, I don't know. I like ninety-two, Adam. I was thinking just, maybe there's... if I did nine, I could put like some type of two small like yep. little hologram in the in the bottom of the nine or something. Yeah. I will I say know. nine does look cool on a motorcycle. Like hot sauce looked but good. Sweet man, it did. It did. Yeah, it looks good on a bike. Looks like, good before you. It'll look good after you, bro. But nothing will be ninety-two but you, dude. Don't change it. That's listen. If you well, here, here's something to think about too, Adam. Uh, and David Coombs is coming right up. Everybody on the show. If you take nine, okay. Uh, hold on a second. I'm just pulling this up. If you take nine, yeah. Who who's taking ninety-two next year? No, no. If you take nine. Then it looks like Sipes or Blake Wharton will get a, num- a number ninety nine or ninety two. No, no, they got ninety nine. Yeah, but Every- who would get ninety two? Who oh. would take the ninety two? According to our things, it would be uh, Cartwright. Josh, do, you like, do you like Cartwright? Josh Cartwright would be ninety two. Adam, do you like Josh? Uh, yeah, he's a good kid. Super good kid. Do you want him running that? And he graduated college, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. What about what about giving Purple Rain ninety nine though? That's what your move would do. You'd give Purple Rain perhaps, and then you'd give him ninety nine. Uh, would that? Would you think that would give him the power to still wear his sunglasses inside? <laughs> yes, Probably. yes. No, knowing Blake Wharton, nothing is stopping that. Right, I feel like that's a given. But. <laughs> yes, I like or Carson Brown. Perhaps he's also tied with Blake, Blake Wharton. So I don't know. I think yeah, Blake would get it. I don't know. It's it's such a it's gonna be even though I put it out for the fans and I like to see what people think. Obviously, it's gonna be a personal decision. Yes, yes. But um, yeah, okay. I, I have a lot. Of, I'd say a lot more people in my circle are telling me to to go ninety two route. But for me, it's yeah. also like a maturing process. And yeah, I feel like I've I don't know. Yeah, I've, it, I've done the ninety two thing, and I just I don't know. Nine it's would be yeah. Nine you, is you at least got to think about man. Yeah, because, to be honest. Like I didn't, I I wasn't quite sure if I was ever going to win a national title. Like I was really bad at outdoors for a while. <laughs> so now that I did, now that I did, I feel like I just have to give it a good thought. Right? Yeah. Um. I agree. Uh. You do got to give a shot. I vote ninety two. Oh, yeah. But hey, uh, let's actually let's before we let you go, we're going to let you go right away. Davey Coombs. Yes. Should Adam go nine or ninety two? As <laughs> good question. Uh. Man, go with your first instinct, and uh, that 92 looks awful familiar, and you look comfortable with it. Well, well, there we go, Adam. There's another vote for 92. Yeah, the Ad- always wise Davey Coombs. Adam, no pressure or anything, but I do talk about the riders on television, and I may or may not tilt the way I feel about you and speak about you based on what your number is, and I'm saying right now 92. So choose nine and just you were warned. <laughs> Jesus, wow. Um, uh, what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, Adam, we're going to let you go. Uh, thanks for picking up uh, the emergency phone call that we wanted to talk, talk to you about your number. Congratulations uh, from everybody here at Pulp Mex, of course, uh, and uh, we're stoked for you, man. Good job. Thank you, guys. Have a good show. All right, see ya. All right, Davey, what's up? How are you? Welcome to the Pulp Mex Show. 
The guy wins one title, and I got to follow him. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, really apologize. No, the, 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 the number thing is interesting to me. Like he, he, him and I were texting yesterday, and I'm just like, why would you? Ninety two. It's your ninety two. But but he's really thinking about nine, and I get it. Hey, he's always went ninety two, and he is at Loretta Lynn's, and I, I really believe, like Kenny with his ninety four, mm-hmm. uh, that it's it's in his in it's his, it's in his DNA, and I think that. You know the way the way electronic scoring works, and the way you know play a company like Fox, if that's his gear company next year, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the things they can do. I I like it when guys take a, a number, especially a two digit number, and and really make it theirs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jason Anderson's still twenty one. Yeah. Uh, yep. Zacho's still sixteen. Yep. And uh, I, I I plan on referring to those guys that as that unless they're number one mm-hmm. uh, for a long time to come. So uh, I, I he can't go wrong either way. Number nine's got a lot of uh, great fast redheads behind it. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Carmichael one year. Oh, on the Cowie. <laughs> yep. He was yep. Cowie nine. Yep. Cowie nine. Yeah. Bar- Barnett nine on a Cowie. Yeah, no, Barnett was nine on a on a uh, Suzuki once too, but yeah, um, yeah it, it uh, he can't go wrong. I'm I'm just I'm really stoked for him, and you know I, I don't you know I I have a hard time you know ever saying I pull for someone or yeah. I, I want to see someone win, but I think all those guys in the 250 class, you know Adam, Dylan, Chase. Justin, I, I, RJ, uh, there's so many good guys in that class. It's hard to mm-hmm. to really, you know, root against anyone. But but Adam had been through so much, and seeing him have that title slip through his fingers in, in Las Vegas, I kind of felt like you know karma owed him one. Yeah, and um, he didn't get any breaks. I mean, he earned it. Oh yeah, and um, he was you know his finishes were consistent. He was smart, and even under pressure, you know, he didn't buckle and. Uh, so I think he's going to be a great champion, and it's cool that he did in his last 250 race. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Davey Coombs. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a deal on bars and sprockets. The V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Sprockets, the same ones that Plessinger and Barsha use on Monster Yamaha. So email Jake at VortexRacing.com to get a hell of a deal from, from those guys. So, uh, Davey. So thankful we had a dry Indiana because I love that track. We just haven't seen it for many years, but it was a beautiful day and it was a dry track. And uh, thank God for the promoter, they got a dry track. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for the Shapers who own the farm out there, and also for my my brother-in-law Jeff who uh, really made the the do-over of the track sort of a, a real big project during the off season. And uh, you know we left the place in such a wreck after last year's <laughs> Iron Man that yeah. it was like, well, it, it's it's like it's like the Western Front after World War One. Why don't we go ahead and put in a golf course? Yeah, yeah, yeah really, right. Let's let's do something different. And um, and he he had some ideas, and he worked with Randy Poulter on it. And uh, uh, I thought it was a great track. I thought it was better for spectators. Mm-hmm. It was rougher than I think anyone was anticipating, but. I think all of these national tracks are now, and uh, it was it was good racing. That that first 450 moto was one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. It was unbelievable! It was great. If you had told me if you had told me with three laps to go that Moosecam was going to win, I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah, he just ripped through Roxon and Tomac like see you later. He, like wow, he did. Yeah, he he, he rode. Uh, that was maybe one of the best motos I've seen him do. And mm-hmm. and then uh, that 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 running with Zach and the start of the second moto. That was obviously a racing incident, but I, th- I imagine Marvin's kicking himself in the butt for not 
just checking up just a checking, little. Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, because there's some and, controversy and, on that. I'm just like, give me, give, give your head a shake. That's just I don't racing. Think there's, there's no controversy on that. No. I, I even talked to Roger afterwards at the at the banquet uh, or the the season celebration. Yep. He's like, oh, I know Marvin wishes he could do that over. Yep. Um, yep. He it was just wrong place, wrong time. He ran out of real estate and. I, I, I'm sure he was bummed, and, and uh, he would, had put on an excellent ride. And, you know, that's the second time that he kind of lost one in Indiana that he had because when Hurlings was there, yeah, everyone forgets that he, he, he had it in the bag, and then he crashed with two laps to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, I agree. So, E.T., three-time champion. Uh, I thought this year, I told him this after the race, like, I thought he was balls out faster in other years, and he had a mechanical last year that really uh, helped the competition. I thought the year before maybe he was balls out faster at times. He got worse starts and had to rip through the pack. This year, I just, from start to finish, there was there were a few examples of him going balls out quick that Eli can do. There was a few examples, but there was less of them. He was more consistent. He was more in control. He just really, right from the start, owned this title and worked it, you know, I thought pretty magically, obviously clinching it with one round, round, round early. But he joins, like, what, Carmichael, Tony D, and Gary Jones, right, as the only three-time champs in a row? Uh, well, that, 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 hold on. Let's back up. Okay. Rewind, rewind. He didn't have it from the start. I thought Ken Roxon won the opener. Yeah, but I, did you feel like with Roxon? I know, but did you feel like Roxon could do it with the virus issue and all that? Like I, was, I, well, I didn't realize how how yeah. serious that virus was till Florida. Okay, yeah, um, no, but I mean, I'm, I, Eli, you know, top to bottom, you know, what he's shown us over the years as a motocrosser, yes, he 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 would be the favorite, and and you know the way he rode at Paola, you know, after Hangtown was fantastic, but then you know the next round. You know, when when a different uh-huh. way. You know, there, there's a bunch of good guys in that class now, and um, I think the the better indication of how Eli is is the way he won the last two rounds, like really close to not the last two, but Unadilla yeah. and the way he rode over the weekend. He he was very um, pragmatic and patient, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't have that 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 late season sort of falter that we've seen. Uh, he had a couple off motos in the yep. middle, like that first yeah. moto in Florida. Florida, yeah, yeah. But but uh, he managed the title really well, and that's what you got to do. And then, what did you want to talk about for the three three in a row? Gary Jones, Carmichael. Oh, oh, oh. well, um, Tony. It's D. funny because because uh, the the NBC guy Chris Stepak came up to me after the race, and and I was I was literally standing there talking to Roger DeCoster, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, "Hey, has anyone ever four-peated in motocross?" And I was like, well, yeah, Ricky Carmichael 10 peated. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and he, he was like, what? <laughs> yeah, when I, I explained it, he, he, he four peated, he five peated, he, you know. Yeah, yeah. Seven in, seven in the 250 class, uh, three in the 125. But And then I remembered that, you know, and we don't give the man enough credit for this. Roger DeCoster won four Trans AMA titles. 74, 75, 76, 77, when that was the gnarliest series in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you were racing Bob Hanna, Marty Smith, Adolf Wheel, Garrett Wolfink. Yeah. And uh, I, I, a little smile came over Roger's face. Like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was the man. I was the yeah. man. Yeah, Harry Hanna's stories about those are just incredible. Just incredible yeah. stories from Bob about trying to go against this robot named Roger DeCoster uh, back in the day. Yeah. Um, Hey, what do you think of the series as a whole? 
obviously, you know, you work for Racer X and MX Sports and all that. I get it. Uh, but I do want to get your take on it. Uh, new track in, in WW Ranch. We lost Muddy Creek. Uh, Daniel Blair wants to talk to you about the tracks themselves in a second. But as a whole, what'd you think? I, I mean, uh, the, the, to me, I thought it was great. I thought it was great racing. I'd love to see Adam win. Maybe that infect, in, infected my theory, my thinking a little bit because I was stoked to have that every weekend. But also, the, you want to talk about Southwick, Redbud, and WW Ranch and the torture that these guys were going through. Incredible. Yeah, well, first of all, I, I think it was one of the best motocross series we've ever had. Uh, the crowds were up everywhere except Spring Creek, which got blindsided by that rainstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know all the promoters are happy. Uh, I thought that all of the tracks were, were exceptional this year. Uh, we, we're, you know, we're always going to be challenged by the amount of time we have to do prep. Yeah. Uh, we're really going to work hard on doing some fixes for people knocking over yellow stakes and running <laughs> out of the lines. Uh, the theme and, of 19. There are little fixes. You know, some tracks it's not a problem. Other right. tracks it is a problem, and there's ways to fix it. The track in the country – with the most traffic, but the least amount of people running over stakes or cutting or anything, is Loretta Lynn's. How is that possible? Hmm. It, it, yeah. and, and it's it's because we, we put mounds of dirt on the outside, and the kids know they're there. Yeah, yeah. So if you go outside the stake, you're going to have to get back in he, real quick. He, do you, do you want to know? I proposed this on one of my shows a while back. Here's my fix for it. So everywhere there's banners, okay, you, you, you only have, I don't know, 10, 15 feet, whatever amount of feet you want to decide on. Uh, that's it. They can't go longer than that. You put a two-bike-length width gap in the banner, and if you go off the track, if you have to get in at the first break in the banner. whether We don't care how much brakes you got to grab, how much gas you got to do. You need to get in at the first break we, of the banner. If you noticed after um, we had this, the situation – um, I can't remember what race it was. Red Bud? Uh, Colorado. Or Colorado, either one, yeah. No, no, it was after Colorado. They started putting the brakes in yeah. uh, to get people back on. In, in the case of um, what happened to Red Bud with Adam, you know, he, he made a mistake and went plainly off the side of the track, but then he pinned it and got back in, and we told him, you've got to slow down when you go off the track. Come back on where you can, but don't, you know, yeah. you got to chop the throttle. So that's why when he went off the track at Spring Creek, he noticeably held his hand up <laughs> and slowed down. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, but for every guy that's come up to me and said, hey, uh, you know, this is an issue. I saw him do this. That guy's terrible with it. I can show you a video of what they were doing. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. Two, two riders who got in the points on Saturday, I had to go over and stand on the inside of the sand whoops because they were coming out of the corner right before the finish line uh-huh. on that straightaway in and, and, and the hole was so deep in the corner the the rut because you know they were digging down in on the inside that they were missing the first jump and it was just two guys and i saw him do it and i went over and stood there and just just waiting for him to do it again because the the stake was up yeah but anyway if you have that gap then they have to slow down because they have this isn't this isn't this isn't they didn't go. No, 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 not not, not, not in that instance. I just mean it in general. Speaking in yeah. general, if well, you, well, here's you know. what we need to do. We need to build our jumps wider than the width of the track. That's number one. Mm-hmm. So that you know, instead of yeah. having these perfectly sculpted jumps, we would put a stake on you know a, a yellow a Cherry's marker on the end and straight down. Uh, 
sooner or later, someone's going to go a little off the side. And yeah. then, you know, how do you mark that? Is that is that a cut or is that yep. unintentional? Or right, you know. But but when you get into guys starting to miss jumps and 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 or just knocking shit down, which is what we had at Unadilla, <laughs> yeah. And then no one picking the no one picking the stuff back up. Yep. It was like, well, if we had piles of dirt on the inside, and by that I mean just you know yeah. knee high. Yep. Uh, did, did, did basically abuts the yellow chirbies, uh, the barriers, I think that would solve the problem. It, it just takes a little more work by some of the promoters. Right. All right, Daniel, you got a question about the yeah. tracks for Daniel? Yeah. Um, first off, in my opinion, the prep this year was good. I, I I like when you have the deep ruts, but then there's also a little bit of dust coming off the tires because you can tell they're getting to the base. I, I like the challenge that these guys face when they have to go from hard to soft, hard to soft. So I, overall, I thought the prep was awesome the one thing i is this a more of a question than anything though is when you talk to the promoters about the track and and what they're thinking and designing is there any influence from you guys on pushing them to move the obstacles around i know you can't do much on a hillside you're not going to take bud's creek and completely like change the hills but just the tabletops the rollers moving things around because i, I me personally just coming from the couch as a fan which is what i was this summer i really want to see new obstacles just because I want to see guys have to take corners a different way because they're led into it differently or and my question is is there influence from that is there pushback from that or I, I would just well, like to there, see there, I would like we, to see we, the obstacles moved around a little bit well we 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 discuss it uh with you know we have a promoters meeting in the fall we we get together at one of the supercrosses in the spring um you know at the end of the day Daniel the the Ritchie family owns Redbud and they do an amazing job. And and the Huffman's own Washougal, and they do an amazing job. And you could go all the way around, and, and they know their track. They're proud of their track. They know that this is the one time of the year that, that it's going to be on TV or that the pro riders are going to be there. So I don't know that you have to reinvent, you know, the thing that the wheels go around on all the time. But uh, in, in the case of this year, we had a, a new track in Florida, which mm-hmm. was everyone – uh, got to see for the first time. We made big changes to Mount Morris and Loved obviously Loved Iron Man. Uh, they made changes at Washougal. Powa was brand new. Um, so I, I know that some of the older tracks you might be used to seeing an obstacle, you know, like the big gulp. Uh, you know, I can remember being scared to death of that whenever <laughs> I was riding and doing that in the helmet cam laps. So it now was big. On it first was... lap of practice. Yeah. Um, but but you know we, so we're, we're we're trying to evolve, uh, you know, the, the the track builder at Bud's Creek, Mark Barnett, the track builder in Florida, Shane Schaefer, the track builder at Ironman, Randy Palter, and we got some good guys all across the country. Uh, you know, Powa I thought was it was really well done. Um, so. I, I I know you'd like to change a lot of stuff, but I don't think they change a lot of F1 tracks. Right. It's very, very expensive. Uh, and and I know it's easy to think you can just move dirt around, but there's more thinking that goes into some of the layouts, uh, maybe than some of the other tracks. Uh, but everyone is in a friendly competition to make their he's, tracks better. And DC, and, uh, he's, DC, he's super cost guy. Like just, just, just that's tell not me fair. Quiet. That's tell not the, what I'm saying. Tell him the pipe down. No, it's just, Don't I don't worry okay. about it, Daniel. Okay? I go to, I go to Hangtown, which is Prairie city the rest of the year, two days a week, pretty much. And so I've been that place so many times. And every once in a while I'll go to the national and they throw in 
you know, the, the half pipe. Yeah. They throw in yeah. the, the fly big jump one year. was ro- And whenever I see that, I and maybe this is just me because I've been a goofy track drawing kid my whole life. But when I see that, I'm just like, oh, mainly because I want to see these guys do something different right, that I haven't right, seen. Right. And so I understand, like, you've got to keep it consistent. And I, I know these see, guys want to okay. show off what they got. See, but for me, I see, I see DeCosta and Hannah going down Screw You and Gravity Cavity. And then I see our guys now, or RJ, and I, and I, I think that's awesome. And, and I think it's uh, well, awesome that Eli Tomac goes down the same thing that DeCoster and Hannah did in 77. And, I like I, that. I don't want to change I, those I, things. I, okay. I agree with both of you. I think that, that, that there can be some innovation and some experimentation, but I also don't think you ever want to – I mean, they've changed the Rocco's Leap every year since they built it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tweak it, they shorten the corner, they add sand, they do whatever. But Lawaka's Leap is always going to be there. That's one of the true pillars yeah. of global motocross now. Um, but, but again, you know, there, there's, 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 it's not as easy sometimes as just, you know, and I'm that kid too, Daniel. I was in the sand pile until I was in college building tracks. <laughs> I still am, man. I'm and, with my nine-year-old now. We're building in the backyard. Yeah, and, 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 and if it were that easy... Uh, man, we'd we'd have a different track every moto, uh, but but it's not that easy. But um, so we're 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 constantly working to try and improve. And you know, back to to Steve, you asked about the series, um, and Daniel, I, you might have some input on this. Uh, you know, you were an arena crosser, super crosser. Um, all of our entries in both classes were up at every round this year. Some of them to the point where we had to cut it off. Yeah. Uh, I think we had 118 people try to sign up for uh, South or uh, Unadilla. And, you know, you have the, you know, they all, there's always a bit of a struggle in California because a lot of guys are just getting out of Supercross or hurt or, you know, it's a long drive for the guys on the East Coast. But both the California rounds were up, uh, Colorado, all 12 of them. So, you know, we, we, I, we don't really know what to pin it on, but fifty um, percent of the entries that we had this year, or, or the individual entries, yeah. never got out of the morning qualifying. Yeah, uh, we were. Talking- so there were there were a lot of guys that were taking taking a whack at the pinata and giving it a try, and I love seeing that because you know the the MIC recently told us that bike sales are up fifteen percent for off road. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that the spectators are up. The TV numbers were fantastic. NBC Gold's good. Uh, it, it's it's been a good year for for motocross. Yeah, and and I remember a few years ago looking at entries at some races and being like, "Whoa, not that many yeah. guys here." You know, not that many. I mean, it was never a fact that we always had to run morning qualifiers. Don't get me wrong, but there was fifty two. 54 and it never used to be like that right. and, I, and i'm like wow and then yeah it's it's strong back this year and i i don't know the correlation outside of maybe the economy is getting a little better i people are going i racing. think that's part of it just to bounce back there's always going to be right. peaks and goalies and supercross was better too supercross was, was better too and, and i'll tell you right yeah. now i, I yeah. go to the races on the weekends with my kids saturday night races friday night the racing at the local level is getting better there's full gates of 85 oh, novices 50 beginner class is the biggest class I think we're just starting to see the bounce back, and I think we're just scratching into it. So I, I think we're on ready for a good run here, everywhere. Um, we got a, we got a call for I, you here, David. Oh, sorry. What? I was just going to say, I hope so. And and to your point, Daniel, the most important numbers are those local race numbers, and that's really good to hear. Yeah. Uh, call from uh, this is Zach. Uh, Zach, you got a question for Davey Coombs? Go ahead. 
Yeah. Hey, Davey. Uh, this is Zach. I, I, I've been a fan for a long time. Um, I called into the Pulp Show a while back and left a voicemail about about drug testing. And um, I guess my question is, so, you know, I, my, my message was about WADA and about how NASCAR um, has their own drug testing. And I used the example of A.J. Allmendinger uh, mainly because he was on the Supercross broadcast and he was suspended from NASCAR about the same time as uh, James Stewart for using Adderall just like James was. Um, so I guess my question is, does does MX Sports have any kind of uh, ideas of maybe starting their own drug testing, and um, or is it kind of a partnership with Feld where um, the AMA kind of sets that, and you guys work with Feld and MX Sports and all that? Um, no, that, that well, that, that's it's a it's a great question and a great observation, but MX Sports does not work with WADA. We work with USADA. We came up with uh, the idea to do it, and we were admittedly following the lead of the FIM. But we knew that, that, that the United States Anti-Doping Association would be able to work with the athletes in educating them and in, and in, and in overseeing these things much quicker. And that has been our experience at motocross. It's been great. Unfortunately, Supercross has been working with WADA, which is a Swiss-based company, and that creates real big challenges for the athletes. Because first of all, you have to try these things in Switzerland. You, you, you know, it's under Swiss law. It's a very complicated, convoluted thing. The only real hiccup to all this is that USADA is a vested, um, uh, have signed on with WADA that they would obey. Uh, their code and follow the same code. But USADA is willing to work with a sport to build out uh, a much more, um, not what I what we all call Olympic sort of penalties, where they want to put you out for two or four years, but something a little more common sense, like what the NFL has, what um, uh, IndyCar has. And the case I like to make is in the time since Brock Tickle was told that he'd failed a test, in the time that he got his day in court, um, Julian Edelman and the New England Patriots failed a test, appealed, the appeal was thrown out, served his suspension, came back, played you know the last 12 games of the season or 14 games of the season, and then became the Super Bowl MVP. He got on with his life. He paid his penalty. It cost him probably a couple million dollars. But because the NFL has a common sense system, uh, it, it didn't ruin you know two years of anyone's career. In order mm-hmm. for us to get there, and I would like to get there, I am the number one proponent of getting something like that going, we would have to team up with Feld and Supercross and, and come up with a package that works for both of us that we would both obey. So that, you know, if we said it's going to be this many months or whatever, this is the way we'd like to see it done, uh, that only works as long as it works for them, and then we have to respect their penalties. And then you, I, I think you maybe bring, uh, I, I don't know if you would bring Ustream in because they're all FIM, and the FIM has a top-to-bottom deal 
with WADA. Uh, but the FIM is based in Europe. In fact, they're based in Switzerland as well. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense it's, for them. So I'm 100% for uh, a guy that, that, that you know, has a, a, an Adderall but not the TUE or the TUE isn't accepted or whatever. I don't want to see that person lose as much of their career as James did, as Cade did, or as Brock did. I, I, I think that that is, you know, treating motocross racers like track and field athletes. Uh, thanks, Zach. Thanks for the call. I couldn't agree thanks, with you thank more. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Nick's on uh, four. Nick, what's up? You want, want to talk to Davey Coombs? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's what's happening? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to talk about just the issues of with uh, like uh, growing motocross and things like that. I took my daughter to the uh, Indiana round on Saturday for her first motocross, and uh, yeah, she had a great time. And yeah, it's, the track changes were really good. We went there the first year, which was the muddy mess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so it was it was good to see those those changes. Awesome, super spectator yeah. friendly, and uh, yeah. Just wanted to call in, and I saw Davey in that corner, too, checking. I was, like, wondering why. He... In the sand corner? You saw him standing there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the whoop monster? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the whoop monster. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. All places. I, why is he right here? Yeah. There, now you know, Nick. Yeah. Now you know why. I, I yeah. think I really appreciate that. I mean, I hope your daughter had fun, and I hope the loudspeakers weren't too loud. Because at some point, uh, I was down on the track. They were pretty loud on the one, yeah. the, the starting line <laughs> side. She had ear. I got the earmuffs from the. Yeah. Um, she got a t-shirt, hat, all that stuff. So oh, awesome! I was Good rocking deal. my very first national shirt from '82. Oh boy! That my dad bought when I was two years old, which I still wear to this day. So <laughs> nice. yeah, I've been going to motocross nice. for a long time. Cool. I think I've missed uh, five red buds my whole life. So. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. And uh, making Indiana uh, part of it now too. So actually, actually a little further from where I'm from, but. Great. Uh, red buds always been a staple. Well, thanks, Nick. Yeah, thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm glad you guys had fun, and 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 I hope that you made a, a little fan out of your daughter. And uh, heck, I still love taking Vance and Sloan to the races, although now they roll their sleeves up and jump in yeah. and work. Yeah, well, so well that's the same as you did, right? I mean, <laughs> Davey, that's what you did at that age, anyway. So you're just passing that generation on, right? Um, yeah, but unlike unlike. Unlike me, she is getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, Nick, do you ride? Uh, I, I uh, have actually, I haven't rode for a long time. I've been more into cycling these days. Uh, I still have a bike, though. I have an old 99 well, YZ125. Let's, uh, let's get you some fly racing cycle gear. How's that? You want to stay on hold and get you some? So into that. Okay. Yeah. Stay on hold. Yeah. Uh, Travel's like a good transformation. Oh, and, and, and Nick, hey, uh, if, yeah. you're, if you're not too far away Check out the Ironman GNCC in October if you get a chance. It is insane. It's bigger than the Ironman Pro Motocross race. And uh, yeah. there's all kinds of things to do there. They have e-mountain bike races. They have those Stasic bikes that you probably saw. I don't know if she's up for those yet or not. But uh, with those GNCCs, it's, it's, it's a really fun weekend as well. Right. Yeah, I'll definitely try to do that. Fall's a great time in, in this area. So Cool. Thanks, thanks Nick. Stay on hold. We'll get your info, okay? All right. Thanks. All right, thanks for calling in. Uh, Nick wins himself a fly racing cycle kit, so just get it sizes marks. It'd be great. Davey, we got to run, but last question for you. Uh, MXDM. Uh, Team Kawasaki, I thought, smartly issued that PR, saying Adam and Tomac are basically not allowed to go. They know they're not supporting it this year. They'll look at it in the future years. So we're sending Zacho Anderson and Justin Cooper, of course. Um, two questions. 
what do you make of Kawasaki's PR and, and basically not going? And two, what do you think of the prospects of the race? Let me, let me answer these in reverse order. Okay. Uh, I love that team. I, I, I think that, that Jason Anderson has something to prove. I mean, the last time he raced the Des Nations, he beat Hurlings in Italy, and then, and then someone landed on him. Uh, Zach, he is a consummate professional. He can ride anything, including the sand, and uh, he'll go over there and, and put his heart into it, just like he did at Matterly Basin. And then with Justin, man, the kid gets good starts. He won the Florida National. Um, I know that it's hard to compare WW Ranch to you know the bottomless pit of Athens, Holland, but I think top to bottom, those three guys are as good as any other three guys are going to be out there, especially given the very unlucky recent batch of injuries that, that we've seen over there. I mean, Romain Fabure just broke his femur. Yeah. Um, the the uh, uh, England lost two guys in Watson and, and Max Anstey. Uh, Australia doesn't have Hunter Lawrence, and, and now they probably don't have Ben Evans either. And uh, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy. And, and now Marvin wouldn't be available even if the French wanted him. And Dylan, you know, said on the podium that, that he's got to get his paperwork in order, or he's going to end up like Dean Wilson on the outside looking in. <laughs> yeah. So the three guys that want to go. I, I, I'm stoked for them. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they want to go. The guys who didn't want to go or their teams didn't want to go, I 100% do not blame them. Right. I know that, that there's a red, white, and blue uh, that runs through all of our veins. But, again, I don't think people realize the, A, the risk, B, the work, C, the, the, the time, uh, and, and what that time means. I mean, when you're 23, 24 years old and you have to work for another month for a race that isn't in your contract, uh, you got to do all that training. You got to keep your trainer on. You got to keep eating right. You can't go get married. You can't go on vacation. And then as soon as you're back, win or lose, people are going to complain. But as soon as you come back, you got to get ready for the monster, monster cup. cup. And yeah. then, yeah. boom, all of a sudden you're in the supercross business. You know, Eli Tomac has four national championships and a 250, you know, regional title. Uh, he doesn't have what he came here for yet, which is the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship. And Adam, you know, it took him five years to get this title, and now he's moving up. He does not want to do, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw this name out there, Aaron Plessinger. Last year, Aaron was a kick-ass 250 champion. He won Supercross. He went outdoors. And then he moved up. But wait, he's got to do the designations. Oh, it's, it's his home track. You know, right. it's, it's Redbud. Uh, a bunch of things were happening in his life. He just had a baby. He's moving over to Yamaha. Mm-hmm. And, but he's got to stay on it. And, and last year, it was for six weeks. Because we ended in late August, and the designations was October 7th and 8th. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's still paying a price. Yeah. He wasn't ready for Supercross. He, he, he got behind the eight ball, and he got hurt. But even before he got hurt, those are not Plessinger-type results. So that's the cautionary tale that Bruce Schoenstrom or Dan Fahey or anyone at Kawasaki can look at and say, hey, we're putting a lot of money into Adam Cincerella. He's This is the first full season he's ever completed and now he's got to do a full supercross and a full 50 yeah. full 450 outdoor thing 
Well, of course you don't want them to go. And if you thought that it was that important, Monster would have stepped up and said something. Because Monster Energy is the sponsor of the Designations. They're the sponsor of Supercross. They're the sponsor of the Monster Cup. And they're the sponsor of Kawasaki. So at some point, somebody had a conversation and said, what matters most to this company? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer was the 2020 Supercross. AMA Supercross yeah. Championship yeah. for both those guys. Yeah. And, and I, 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 it's no disrespect to the designations. I'm going. I try to go every year. I get how important the race is. But we now live in two different worlds, the United States, the AMA circuit, and the FIM circuit. The schedules are completely different. And, and if you don't think, and, and this ain't an American thing. This is an AMA thing. If you don't think that it's not about the timing and the scheduling in the month of September, what happened to Roxon last year? What, what happened to anybody that was on the AMA circuit at yeah. Redbud? We were all out of sorts because they were all looking ahead to whatever was next. Wow. Even Dylan Ferrandis didn't have a very good day. He just had to be on the French team, so yeah. no one noticed. I, I, um, and I look at, as a guy who spent 11 years in the sport in the trenches, putting 60 hours a, a week in for these guys, these guys on the on the teams, like they're still grinding, and they're trying to build supercross bikes, and they're trying to do supercross testing. They're trying to do outdoor testing designations. For the, like, when do these guys get a break? Like, seriously, 29 races in 36 weekends or whatever it was? Um, well, you know, like I, I like, can I, I, yeah. I can tell you this: if, if you want to know how how long they grind, a factory team is in Indiana today, exactly testing for next year, right? Because they know how tight the schedule is. They want a national level track. They stayed over for mm-hmm. two days to grind on that track because they didn't have a very good year. Yep, and 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 the work. Already started. <laughs> it does. This is yeah. Monday night. Hey, this is Monday night. They've been working for two days. I tell the story. Uh, Steel City on a Sunday, Wednesday morning. We're at the Supercross test track with the new bikes. Wednesday morning after Steel City, back when I was wrenching. That's, that's almost as good as the time that Ricky Carmichael was there on Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, really, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm with you, man. I'm glad you see it that way too. I, 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 I'm. You I, know, I see these yeah, guys. I, I see Wardy's opinion. I see Denny Stevenson. And I get it. Stanton was on our show a couple weeks ago, very emphatic about, you know, skipping 92 was a huge mistake for him and very emphatic on the guys but, going but now. Heinstein's, but Heinstein's 2020 yeah. on that. And, 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 and you could say Hannah, you could say Mike Bell, Brock Glover, Bomber. There, there are guys all through our history, Dungey, Villapoto, Wyndham, yeah. Stewart, McGrath. I, I, the only two guys I can think of that went, no, actually, I think Wardy, was he was he invited in ninety two? Uh, no, no, I don't believe he was. No. Okay, so yep. so Wardy and Jeff Emick. Yeah, and and I'm thinking of guys that were asked like five, six, seven yep. times. Yeah, and they went every uh, time. And David right. Bailey and David Bailey. Right. But um, you know, it, it's it's I I think it's a neat honor, but the Olympics are every four years. The World mm-hmm. Cup is every four years. You know, the idea of doing this every year and then expecting everyone to you know rely on patriotism to to pay the bills to get everyone over there. Yep. And the days of having a bake sale or a T-shirt sale to yeah. Team USA, <laughs> yeah. it's done. That's, that's yeah. over. That's no, over. We I can't agree. do that because and, and, we, we could never raise the amount of money that Kawasaki would need to get all those people and those bikes and all the insurance policies and everything they need and then go over, win or lose, mm-hmm. someone's going to be critical of Eli. Yep, absolutely. Um, well, hey, 
Thanks, Davey. Thanks for the time tonight. I Thanks. appreciate it. All right. uh, talk thank to you down the Daniel, road. Thank you. Yeah, good and, to talk uh, to you, yeah, Davey. And, and, and I, hey, I do wish Canada was in it this year, Steve, because oh, yeah. I think that they, they, they – I see a podium – Oh, easy on that. Easy on that. But thanks, hey, thanks for cleaning up my language in the racer head column. Thanks for that. Right. <laughs> Always protecting me. Thank you. See you, David. Bye. Uh, that's Davey Coombs, everybody, on the uh, Pulp of Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Next up, we're going to move right into our next guest, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation codes at RoostMX.net saves you money. You can get custom graphics, custom pit shirts, whatever it is. You can get Pulp MX stuff, or if you hate Pulp MX, which – you know, most of you do out there. Uh, you can get out your own graphics, your own sponsors, your own uh, uh, design on the on those graphics. So, thanks to the folks at RoostMX.net, the official graphics of the Cycle Trader Rock River team. We're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. She was in studio here for a one-on-one podcast maybe a couple months ago, and uh, now on the phone, Christina Denny. What's going on, Christina? How are you? Hey guys, good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for calling in tonight. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. No worries. So, uh, Cycle Trader, Rock River Team, obviously, uh, Brandon Hartraft, one of the top riders over there, started off a little shaky. I don't know if shaky maybe isn't the right word, but really, Brandon came on uh, really strong in the second half of the year. And, Christina, you, Chris, Scott, the whole crew there, you guys did what you did with Amart and other riders. You have gotten Brandon to the next level. He's on an OEM factory-level team next year for Troy Lee KTM. And, and you got to be proud of him and happy with the job you've done. Super proud. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, seeing him from where he started, even back with you know when he was with us with an amateur. It's been amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get a guy like Brandon that, just like all these guys, what they want, but they, he really – he listens really well, and he he got what he deserves, really. Yeah. Just that Jacob Hayes guy, big problems, huh? Big problems <laughs> with Jacob Hayes. And his agents, yeah, his I agents, said, don't even go. Right. His, his agents are jerk off, you know, we know that. So. Oh, no. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm doing great. I, I mean, I was, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob, Word. hey, Jacob started strong at Supercost, man. And obviously, yeah, Jacob. He, he got banged up along the yeah. way, but. Yeah, no, I mean, he. For sure, Supercross, he shined, um, you know, several toll shots and getting out front and just having, you know, having the experience of the arena cross is, was definitely on his side. And, you know, coming from Australia, riding the 250 there for a little bit helped as well. But, you know, it was definitely um, his forte and going into outdoors. You know, I don't think any of us really expected what he was going to do. And yeah. I think he picked up a little bit it took him a little bit more too as well to start you know showing some results and, and moving up there but unfortunately you know in Unadilla he did suffer a crash and fortunately it's not as severe as we all thought it was so mm-hmm. we all decided and doctor decided to lay off of it and he's just gonna get ready to prepare to go to Australia yeah I mean look again yeah outdoors Jacob hasn't raised outdoors for a long time so yeah for us I think for us in media guys, we're like, yeah, what? I mean, if he gets into the top ten here and there, great. Otherwise, it's a really stacked class, you know. But the Supercross results, sure. man, after five rounds, he was seventh in the points or sixth in the points. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. to the yeah. first five or yeah. maybe before the mud one. I, I can't right, remember. Right, right. But, but yeah, the outdoors solid. was you, – you should have heard some of our conversations about four rounds into outdoor. He's like, these guys are psycho. Like, he just <laughs> – it had been a while since he'd yeah. done three yeah. – 
in you know yeah. in uh, beginning laps of an outdoor. Yeah. And he's like, they don't even care the what rut. They're swapping and hitting each other. He's like, I'm like, dude, you're a arena crest guy. He's like, we're moving five mile an hour there. This yeah, is yeah. different. So yeah. it took him a while to get going. He did yeah. get those top tens, but I think those were more out of him being I, in shape than anything. He he had a hard time converting I, back to it. I talked to somebody. I can't remember who it was, but the 450 guy that is in 450s now, he's in 250s last year. Man, I can't remember who it was, and he was telling me how much smarter everyone oh. in the 450 class is. Well, he's like, they don't try to saw your front tire off. They don't. They just worry about going forward. You know, like it, this guy. I can't remember who it was. A privateer guy, I think. And he was just like, it's so much better. Well, Jacob, last year huh. raced Muddy Creek on a 450 bone stock Cowie 450 stock suspension, everything. Got 11th overall, and he said that. After three or four rounds of outdoor, he's like, either I don't remember, I don't know what what the difference is. And I said, dude, you're dealing with like grown men yeah. in the 250 class. These are we joke around, yeah. they're wild chihuahuas. Yeah. And he was like, they're biting my ankles, and I'm just trying to, I don't want to use all my tear offs in the first three laps. Right, and they're, right. and, yeah. and I, we we tried so much stuff like go fast on the prey, like do whatever. And he yeah. said, I just couldn't get over how crazy they are. I needed to get through a whole season of it yeah. so I can go, oh, it's okay. And he he definitely had a, a rough. And, and Christina, you saw every moto. He would charge through and pick oh, yeah. them all off at the end. Yeah. But he would start in 12th, go back to 18th. Right. And then get and go settled. back up to right. 12th. Right, and it was right. like, yeah. I was begging him, can you just one time, can you be the wild chihuahua? And he's like, I can't do it. Yeah, he's I not. can't do it. Set in his ways. <laughs> um, Christi- yeah. Christina, um, this year we had those three race stretch. We we're talking to Davey about that. Uh, WW Ranch and Southwick and Redbud. We had some mutters at Millville. Um, we had some good weather too, but we had some rain in Supercross. God, we had rain every week in Supercross. It seemed like even if it was indoor, yeah. even if it was an indoor race, it'd be raining in the pits out, outside. Uh, was this? And we'll get to you know your next year's plans, but was this one of the tougher years that you can remember, just for that type of stuff? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I've invested. I probably have stock in REI right now because I feel like at every round I was buying a new rain jacket or new boots <laughs> or something, and it, yeah, it's just. It was bananas when it came to the weather. Um, I mean, to end it at Indy with the weather that we had was unbelievable. Yep, you yep. would never have thought the way the year went that we would have such great weather last weekend. Yeah, it was definitely different and just dealing with the elements and obviously just, you know, people were getting sick and, you know, just cold and hot and back and forth. And, you yeah. know, like you said, indoor tracks, it could be pouring outside and just yeah. like, it- get a, can we get a break? Yeah, it it, uh, it was it was one of the tougher years for sure. And those heat waves in the middle, holy shit! It was, it was oh I felt, my god, I felt so bad yeah. for you guys. Um, yeah, well, just recovering from those every weekend. I mean, as like you said, like we're in the we're in AC and we're dealing with like you know working in the environment. But these guys that are having to ride and go back home and yeah. train, not and where it's just as hot, it, it's been brutal. I'm I don't know how they all do it. No, for sure. So. Um, you're done. This is it for you. You and Chris, her husband Chris, uh, managed the Rock River team for, I don't know how long. Ten years. Ten years. Wow. And ten years. You're you're stepping away, Mike Duclos, the owner, of course, of the team. Um, you guys have basically been the soul, heart and soul of that thing, holding it together. Um, and we knew at Supercross. You told me in the end of Supercross that you thought you were going to step away. Why? Why? Why now? What's the reasons? Well, I think, I mean, it's definitely been something that's you know, over the last few years, sometimes that happens and we think about it, but 
you know, when we've put so much time and effort and we see the team is growing and we see the efforts are paying off, it's hard to walk away. And, you know, when you guys get, when you got riders like Brandon and Jacob and stuff, it makes it fun to come to the races. So it was definitely something, um, you know, we thought long and hard about it. Mm-hmm. And we decided during Supercross, like you said, I didn't, I did tell you and, you know, we try to keep we try to keep it a little quiet throughout the rest of the outdoor season, just because mm-hmm. I wanted to stay focused on what we were doing and you know not let that get in the way. And um, so I'm glad we did that. But I think now it's just you know we are ready to focus on building our business. And if I could put half of what I put into the team into my own business, <laughs> it's, yeah, um, it's success. And you know, and I mean, I loved it. It's hard. It was a hard decision, but as a family, we made the decision. And I, I did let Mike know early in Supercross, so, you know, at the end of Supercross, that we were making that decision. So, you know, he could prepare and, you know, hopefully continue the team. And the idea is obviously, I would, you know, love to for the team to continue. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, as of right now, that is the plan. And, um, you know, what is going to come out of it is, you know, really on him now and you know i hopefully he'll he'll be able to to find someone and you know to continue and i would hate for it just to go away i mean we worked way too hard for that to happen yeah but you know we to be able to say and continue that you know to help the writers that we do and in different levels but you know we could do something on a smaller effort if we needed you know if he needed to go back to that yeah um, I think it would be fine too, and you know he probably cusses us every day for growing it <laughs> like we did. Yeah, and, really. And you know it's never his intention, but you know I think it obviously with Alex, it made it definitely opened our eyes. But oh, is that yeah? I is remember, that, that kind of when it kind of happened when you picked Alex Martin up from uh, from eleven ten and all of a sudden yeah, yeah. yeah well, you know when you have a guy like Alex that works as hard as you do, and you're just like wow, you know we. Let's, this is something that's kind of different, and, and mm-hmm. then with the addition of Cycle Trader allowed us to to expand and to put money into the team and really give him an effort and give him everything. And, and when it worked, it was like, wow, this is a good formula, and let's just continue it. And we've stuck, we you know, we stuck with that formula through until this past year, and you know, focused on providing the guys what they need during the week and mm-hmm. on the weekend and helping them with the mental side of things as we know it's much as to do with anything else and yep. helping them with their confidence, but the just giving them the steps. So when they do like for Brandon, when he goes to TLD, he's going to be that much more prepared rather than coming out of a rookie into that. It's, it's eye opening for these guys yeah. coming out of that rookie season into a team like that. And I think I wish more OEMs would have, more teams like what we have you know to build them and not just i mean it's it's huge going from loretta's into unadil i mean as, i know it's such a cliche that everybody does it and it's like they should be their men they should be able to do this and i, I you know i mm-hmm. think i still think having that middle ground and really investing into the person rather so much the money into the just them yeah it will make a difference on a lot of teams yeah, so RoostMX.net, obviously you guys have been a big part of our show for a long time, and but you, it's it's a smaller company as a part of the bigger company, which is a sign business uh, in, in, in Georgia, in Atlanta area. Um, and so, yeah, that's the focus now, business on that, grow RoostMX, grow the sign business, grow, grow all of that, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Rustamex is probably, honestly, the last couple of years has grown just as equivalent as oh, a nice. fine company. It's, yep. it's um, I think it's expanding more just because of the amount of stuff that we're able to do other than just graphics. Right. And um, we're actually launching a new brand later on this year, and I'll fill you in a little bit more with that as that comes on. But mm-hmm. it's going to be around racing in general, not so much just moto. Uh-huh. And um, so, I don't know, we have definitely big plans, and taking the experience that I have and the, obviously the relationships and the knowledge about racing to the next level with our other staff, and it, uh, it's good. Well, We're, we have some good things coming. I'm going uh, to FaceTime you at Anaheim One Gate Drop next year and see how you feel. <laughs> see how you feel nice. about that. Oh, I may be sleeping, you know, because it's going to be, what, like yeah, yeah, 11 yeah. o'clock, 10 o'clock my yeah. time here. Um, you know, I've always, <laughs> I know, I, I, I've talked to Kehoe about this. Eric Kehoe stepped away for a number of years and came back to manage Honda. And, uh, man, you get off the, you get off the, the hamster wheel of, of this sport, of this, of this thing. And you, and I, I, and I went through it as a mechanic, although I, you know, I still was coming to the races as a media guy, but you honestly, Christina, and you'll find yourself, you just, you exhale and you're like, Wow. Wow, I I mm-hmm. didn't know I could have a life. I didn't know I could do all this stuff. Like seriously, it's it's. And Kehoe told me the same thing. You just, you just go, wow, huh? This is what living is like. This is what a life is like. This is what normal people do because it is such a twenty four seven grind for people like you and, and Kehoe. Yeah, I bet. And the weekends that I do have off, and a lot of people don't know. I mean, that I I report to work Monday morning at our shop. But yeah. I don't really. Sunday's my day off, and. You so fly, you fly I'm just traveling. Yeah. In, oh yeah, it's just that's my travel day, and you know that's I actually take a little bit later flight sometimes just so I can sleep in and right. manage my day versus getting up at crack of dawn and yep. and doing all that. So you know I do have I come back and I work you know, ten eight you know twelve hour days with other stuff too in addition to the team and. So, yeah, I'm going to actually, I know I'll have more time right. to breathe and to do other things. But my whole month of September, my first weekend off, which is this coming weekend, I'm going to South Florida to visit my family. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. obviously I haven't had that opportunity. And I said, the first opportunity I get, guys, I'll be there. Well, it's <laughs> it's this weekend. And then next weekend we have a um, an annual cycle trader ride day that we do every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Cycle Trader in Virginia, and we go to Elizabeth City, and we ride um, Elizabeth City motocross track on Saturday with Joes versus Pros. Jacob won't be riding, but Brandon will be riding our race bikes and give the people and the, the locals there just some opportunity to come and hang out with the riders and mm-hmm. do autographs and, and you know, with Cycle Trader employees. So it's always fun. I'll be attending that, and I can't wait. And then, of course, the weekend after that, I'm leaving for Aspen. So yeah. my month of September is not, still pretty not, busy. Not yeah. yeah. Having a hard time and getting then, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'm sucked in in October. Yamaha Japan asked me to attend the last national with Yusuke in Japan. Oh, okay. In October. So that's the end of October. Actually, Chris and I are going to make a vacation oh, out of it. That's fun. And, that's good. You yeah. know, do some stuff. So I think November 1st, right. maybe I'll do that Excel that you're talking about. Well, listen, I'm sure that you know dealing with Daniel and his rider this year probably drove you to that decision to retire. I have no doubt about that. I it was me constantly stealing their food. Or what about the guy, people asking Dan, Jacob about his gloves? Was there any of that? 
Jeez. Yeah, you know, I honestly just turned my head on that. I didn't even, I said, I don't even know if I want to know about this. <laughs> I don't like you guys just, that's yeah. between you guys, and right. I'm going to leave it that way. Uh, so easily, Alex Ray, your favorite rider ever that you've managed? Oh, easily? yeah. Alex, he still texts me. I just, he, I miss you. <laughs> He's just the sweetest guy. Yeah, I mean, randomly, just, you know. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, he'll be you in know, studio here next week, so I can't wait to see him. Yeah, I can't believe you're going to let him back after yeah, this whole. I know. You know well, I'm give, not going to mention it, but uh, I, you're pretty softy. Oh, I know. I know. Believe me, it's just because uh, Derek Rankin's coming in too. We'll just make fun of Alex the whole time, so that's why we're doing. Oh, uh, so. yeah, he'll probably. Yeah, he I'm sure they'll hang up. But you know what, Alex likes that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, wow. Well, hell of a ride, Christina, and uh, we're going to miss you not at the races. Although I got to see, I got a sneaking feeling we'll see you around. Here and there, you know, you're not going to just go yeah. cold turkey. There's no way. I know. I mean, obviously, yeah, we're not walking away totally from the industry. And I, uh, I asked Pelletier last week, and I said, "Hey, you know, if I want to come to a race, can I just call you?" And yeah, you know, he looked at me like I was crazy. But yeah, so I mean, obviously, yeah, it's going to be super hard. I'll, you know, of course, it'll be Atlanta Supercross. Yeah, yeah. And if not before one of the West Coast rounds, yeah. you know, I would. With this, with the Rock River team, you know, we're still going to be part of that with sponsoring the team yep. with graphics, and so it'll give me a reason. I just can't get sucked back in. That's that's the hard part. Yeah. And, um, uh. I don't. I know Chris won't let me. Right. And, right. They'll <laughs> um, <laughs> be like, "All right, I'm going to make sure you're coming back." Right. Well. Wow. Um, oh, and I, you know, I want to let you know you're going to be in Aston, right? Yeah. Yeah, I will. All right, you're going to be very proud of Team USA uniforms this year. It's it's uh, we've got a little tight rope around. Thank God. So not every so not every single jerk off there will be wearing it. Thank God. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> not that. All jerk offs. Come on. They're not no, all jerk offs, but but honestly, what I hear from my European media friends and other teams and European riders is like, what are you guys doing? Why do you have a hundred and fifty people there? And I'm like. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. I think they won a contest to get Team USA stuff, and they walk around <laughs> like they are on the team. So I'm glad. I'm glad well, we're cutting back a little bit. there has been, and there has been those winners, and right. I'm, I'm not sure aware of any of those right now, and I, obviously they need to let me know pretty soon. But, um, yeah, we're, we're um, I mean, obviously we, we value the sport of Alpine Star with the, with the uniforms and the yeah. hospitality, and we want to just not outwear our welcome and, um, that's part of it, and obviously just kind of giving you know working crew and family yeah. friends. They'll get something, but it's just not going to be the whole whole uniform and um, keeping it a little bit more tight. And yeah, I, and I think that's a, honestly that's a good idea. It really was. It, 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 it is. Get out, get, it got out of hand a little bit a few times. I mean, come on. There's a lot of red, white, and blue stuff you could buy, like. Right. On Amazon, you just go there, type USA <laughs> yeah, Carol, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you find everything under the sun. But there you go. There's, there's plenty of support, but it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it, and I will continue supporting and working with Team USA throughout the years. So that's part of something I'll, I will be around with. Well, good. Well. Good to hear. Thank you for the support on this show over the years with Roost MX, too. Really appreciate that. You're so, welcome. Yeah, you guys You're have welcome. done a great job, and happy to have you on. And I'm glad that people – I see these people DMing me on Instagram – pictures of their bikes with all pulp graphics and i'm just oh, like yeah. i'm like wow that's awesome we sold a pulp backpack the other day i said like, some kid's gonna be rocking the pulp yeah, backpack just, when they go I back mean, to school oh or it could be some 
It could be a grown adult knowing this show. Knowing, knowing it could be a grown yeah. adult. It, it honestly um, might have been. But. Uh, well, Christina, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Good luck in the future. Good luck with everything. I know you and I will talk down the road and, and keep keep in touch and, and everything else. But great work over the years, and uh, and thanks for your contributions for sure. I appreciate it, and thanks for having me. I'll see you in a few weeks in Athens. Sounds good, Christina. Thank you. Bye, Christina. All right, see you, Bye. Christina Denny, hanging it up because of you. Because of me. Because of you. I spent a lot of time in that semi this year. Trying to, trying to fix Hayes' problems. Yeah. Um, nonstop. She's awesome, man. They, look, she's awesome. She's done a good job with that team. They made the most out of the little budget they have every single year almost. You know, yeah. they, you look at Alex Ray, you look at Alex Martin, you look at Hartraft, you look at Jacob, uh, you look at Pike, you look at, I can't think of everybody, but they've, they've normally risen up. Right. For me, Reslin I... Reslin rode well a few times. So. Yeah, I, I've just... There's two ways you can judge a team. You can judge it off of the results, the roster, whatever. Then you can just kind of judge the way that they treat everybody. Yeah, it's kind of separate, you know. And anyone you ask, anyone that's written for them, yep. what do you think of them? Yep. They'll all say the exact same thing, and that to me that goes a long yeah, way. So absolutely. Uh, all right, Mark's uh, Pulpamex Fantasy. As we uh, talked about, we can uh, we got the KX time? twenty. Is it a twenty twenty? I think it's twenty twenty. Yes, it is. Twenty twenty KX four fifty. Uh, we appreciate everybody for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy all year long. It's uh, it's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, you had your you had your people and you did a little three race uh, yeah. uh, chase. We for your I was a your the group. test dummy, right, Marks? Yes, you were. Went pretty good, I thought. We did a chase format yeah, I don't for the like, outdoors. I don't like you two talking without me knowing. I don't like any of that. You're by the way, you're just gonna have to get over it. Yeah, yeah we know, talk all the so, time. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we appreciate everybody who played all year. It's been fantastic. We grew. Did we grow 50% users? Almost, yeah, right? Yeah, right about there, yeah. Yeah, so from one year to the next, we grew 50%. It's crazy. Ru- ruined so, uh, that many more lives. This ruined year. that many more lives, including Marx's. Um, it was it was already ruined. So uh, we gave away a KX250. We're giving away another KX250 to this Cook character for winning motocross, and then we are doing a KX450 draw. Marx, please explain your program and the way you go about this uh so what it does is it takes all the eligible entries um if you play championship league for both supercross and outdoors you get an entry if you get if you prepay before anaheim one you get an extra entry so you have two and then uh top 100 or actually top 99 for the combined who will also get a number plate next year they also get an extra entry so there is that added bonus Mm. for uh being top 99 that we sometimes forget about so yeah, we do. Uh, I just take those entries, shuffle them all up. It picks a random one, and uh, that's that's who the winner is. So all right, we do this for the YZ450 giveaway as well. So here we go, Marks, uh, 2020 KX250 random winner. Let's do this. It is Jacks in the box. Jacks in the box. Had <laughs> a baby, Jack. Jacks in the box. Nice. Congratulations, Jacks. In the box. Yeah. So we'll be uh, we'll, we'll get in touch and uh, get that taken care of. Congratulations. Right. Wow. Thanks yeah, for playing. Congratulations. Thanks for playing, everybody. Really appreciate Can it. Can you possibly look up and see what place Jacks in the box got? I I got to know where was he in the rankings. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I can if you give me just a minute. Yeah. yeah. We can do that. It's actually me, a she. Let me do a read. Ah. Uh, Jackie. E- EVS Sports. Over the last quarter of a century, EVS Sports has become the leader in innovation technology when it comes to creating protective gear for today's riders. Riders like Sexton, Savachi, and the legend Pastrana, who's riding Red Bull straight rhythm, by the way. Saw that. Wear EVS to keep them safe where they ride, race, or whatever Travis decides to do. Head over to EVSSports.com to gear up like the pros. 
and use the promo code PULP19 to save on anything from knee braces to chest protectors, EVS Sports. We are protection. Uh, when Travis goes to the, the straight rhythm at Red Bull, Red Bull straight rhythm uh, in, uh, where is it? Pomona? Ramona? I don't know. I've been there. Uh, he will have Starcross 5 tires on his bike, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. But what's great about Michelin is they develop and deliver world-class products for every segment of motorcycling, and they've been doing it since 1897. Uh, Michelin also giving away a set of Starcross tires for each and Starcross 5 tires for 29 weeks in Pulp Mix Fantasy. Wow. Thank you for, for that, Michelin. They're synonymous with quality, innovation, and one of the most respected brands in the world. Uh, you want to know about dual compounds? Michelin was the first to market with their Michelin Pilot Power 2CT, the first motorcycle tire with dual compounds. Today, you can find dual compounds in many of Michelin's radial tires, including the newest adventure touring tire called Michelin Anarchy Adventure. So Michelin uh, really innovating stuff for tire technology, including a Dakar rally with Toby Price. Uh, and many things more. Travis Estrana running Michelin Starcross fives at uh, the Red Bull Straight Rhythm. So on his RM Zilla. RM Zilla. Uh, what do you got, Marks? Uh, this user got 1,030th place overall for Supercross and Motocross wow. combined. So just goes to show that uh, you, you don't a, have to be good. And it is a girl, a female. Yes, you don't have to. You don't have to be a, a professional fantasy player like Cook to uh, win awesome prizes. Jacks so. in the box. Thanks, Kawasaki. That's the third bike. That we've given away for Pulp Max Fantasy. Six so, in total. Yeah, six bikes in total. Crazy. Wow. Well, weekly prizes, everything else. So really, really enjoying the uh, the Pulp Max Fantasy each and every week. I'm not enjoying when I blew it again for the for the second year in a row. Yeah, why are call you, you Jenna like Jameson. That? God, oh boy. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Uh, before we go to commercial break here, let's take a couple of calls here. Uh, Scotty on four. Scotty, what's up? What's up, man? Scotty, what's happening? No, not much. I was caught, uh, wanted to call about uh, enduro cross last weekend, uh, round one. Yeah, what happened? I, I didn't hear anything about it, man. Well, uh, round one started uh, last weekend in Prescott, Arizona. Uh-huh. And uh, we had this was a, my first round, actually, ever riding it. And I want to talk about setup a little bit. Well, like, what kind what, of... What is your... Uh, what kind of... How did, how did it go for you, buddy? How did it go? Uh... Not well. <laughs> no, enduro cross is not fun. You sound like you're too excited. No, uh-uh. Well, no, not really, because I uh, I took my moto bike, my motocross setup, out there and uh, quickly realized that that was not the the right way to go. No, no, it's not right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the matrix really is uh, probably the toughest section <laughs> of the track I saw. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so. Yeah. No, it's it, it's not fun. My first try. <laughs> Having A Ray and Phil uh, tell us about when they uh, raced it, uh, it was great. It's great. I love yeah, I love to hear that. It, them dudes have uh, on another level. It's a lot of respect for them guys. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah, they they, you, they uh, crush it. What would you recommend for like a setup on on enduro cross? That's a my setup would be uh, sitting sitting in the stands. <laughs> My setup I recommend is sitting in the stands with like a beer, and uh, and, and just watching and, and watching. Yeah, that, because that's what I did after qualifying. Yeah, pretty I much. Went up and I had a few of them, and yeah. I watched watched the carnage can, go on. Can you run slicks? Do they let you run slicks? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Like trial tires? Like tri- oh, gummies? Yeah, run a gummy. You got to run the gummy. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I was running a. a very used tire from hitting a freestyle ramp. Yeah, yeah. So, run gummies, soften up the sus- run gummies, run and soften up the suspension, big time. Yeah, yeah. That's- All right, Scotty. Thanks, buddy. Well, Appreciate it. We got to run, awesome. but good luck, man. 
Alright, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, appreciate it. Yeah, enduro cost is gnarly. Yeah, it I is went gnarly. to one in sack one time, and I was pretty entertained by it. Actually, just yep. I took my kid; he was pretty young at the time, and he loved it too because they just yeah, crash. It, it is non-stop. fun. Yeah, it is fun to watch for sure. Not fun to ride. Every, a crash every eight seconds or yeah, so, probably, yeah. probably something like that. All right, buddy, we're gonna take our first commercial break of the night. Daniel Blair from Main Event Moto and Eagle Grit. What's the Eagle Grit special for our listeners? Ooh, I'm uh, going to kind of stick to what we normally do, but mix it up a little bit. So uh, $50, uh, if you spend $50 on product, now remember with your Pulpamex discount, you get 25% off. So, but if you, <sighs> thought we were going to get through the whole thing without that coming back. Uh, but if you spend $50 on Proc, so not with the shipping included, but you spend $50 on product, we'll give you a new shirt, and we have new shirts on the website too. So, uh Got tank tops, T-shirts. You get a free one if you spend 50 bucks at eaglegrit.com. And uh, Pulpamex is the code. Pulpamex yep. is the code. Yep. And Fantastic. it's doing well. It your, is doing Your well. listeners, uh, they, they do it, and yep. it's awesome. I used some the other day. I had to work on uh, my mountain bike and uh, got, got in, used some Eagle Grit. It's fantastic. Love it. Thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll take a commercial break. Congratulations to Jacks in the Box for the winner of the 2020 KX450 for playing Pulpamex Fantasy. We'll be right back after this message. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on 
the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. 
Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. 
over 65 years ago. Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in Northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Everybody, Paul Mitchell presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. That's some band. You ever heard of them? The band? Uh, no, I, I think the, I heard the lead singer is a dweeb, though. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. What? Uh, that's, that's the, the rumor. Of course, that's the main event. What's the story behind that song? The fire inside. Uh, what is the story behind that? Let me think. Uh, we did an EP. It was a six-song EP. Was that? Was that like under the Seeger song? The fire inside. Um, I don't really don't know where the lyrics came from. I'll be honest with you, most of lyrics i ever wrote whatever i came up with naturally yep i would then try to make that sentence make sense okay so um some songs i took more attention to but that one i don't right. know exactly i just okay. know that that was the last one we added and we took something off and put that one on like last minute yep and it's our biggest one it's got almost two million plays on spotify oh, it's really? like oh. it's our biggest yeah. hit and it's okay make any money I'll, from I'll, it wait. oh do we get checks every month from uh we put everything on CD Baby, which CD Baby then distributes to yeah, Apple. And, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and um, What do you pull down? What's, what's your check? Um, Each of you get the same amount, or you and your brother? We, we, what we do is we like rotate. So like I'll go six in a row, and then he'll go six in a row. So I think I, I'm up like one on him right now, so okay. I get like five more. Yeah. Uh, probably like 400 bucks a month or something yeah. like that, like oh, yeah. 380 yeah, to, yeah. And it, whatever, it hits, um, it hits like 350 is the cutoff. Like yeah. I have it set for 350, it'll pay. So sometimes it's like 351, and then sometimes it's like 420 just yeah, based yeah. on yeah. where the month falls. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that one, for whatever reason, is like way bigger than the rest of them. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel mm -hmm. like it's the best. It just, you know, people like what they like, I guess. EagleGrit.com. I'll order 50 bucks uh, from EagleGrit.com. Get a free T-shirt. And and that's oh, not what? $43 and then a $7 Shh. shipping. Don't $50 be $50 in product. Yeah. $50 
plus the shipping, right, right. and um, you get the free T-shirt. Again, we got a new tank top, sick American flag. Looks pretty nice. Labor Je- Day's coming up. We want to flex. Jeremy Martin coming up here on the show. Uh, Maxima Oil, uh, clinching both championships this year with Eli Tomek and Adam Cincerillo, both Monster Energy Kawasaki teams. Using Maxima Oil, which is the number one oil, voted that way year after year. They didn't get there by buying it, people. They got there by earning it, whether it's Maxima Contact Cleaner, whether, whether it's the uh, MPPL, whether it's the... SC1, which is absolutely fantastic. They got bike wash out now as well, the folks at Maxima. MaximaUSA.com. You go there, punch in the code PulpMX35, and they will take that discount off your your order. So Maxima Oils, use the code PulpMX35. Number one oil in America. Uh, Absolutely love these guys. Love everything they've got going on there. And uh, I just used some Maxima chain lube for my mountain bike, chain wax on my mountain bike today. So thanks to Maxima USA for making it happen. Again, Eli Tomac, Adam Cincerillo. A ton of other racers using Maxima, and uh, we've given it away here uh, a time or two on the show as well. So, J-Mart coming right up here. Uh, Tyler, what's up? Do you want to talk about Zane Merritt? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen it or not, but did you see Zane Merritt crash his absolute brains out this weekend in Ironman? I don't think I did. No. Was it on TV? Uh, I'm not sure if it was on TV, so... After you came out of the start, went right, did the left, and you jumped into the rollers uh, midway through the moto, first moto, he just absolutely crashed his brains out. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And and I just want to give a big shout-out to him. for His front fender was damn near t- touching the front tire, and he Dude. was still hitting uh, Godzilla. He just came back and just kept motoring down. He's not yeah. going to stop. He is not quitting. Uh, he's That's been built into him from Pulp Mex Fantasy listeners. Um, did you see John Short flying the mechanics area? Yeah. Oh, that was uh, ugly. I did not. That was ugly. Yeah, John Short just flew in the mechanics area. Big crash for him. Um, yeah, Zane, Zane's all heart, man. So uh, it was it was awesome yeah. to see that. I'm glad you got to, to witness that in person. Oh, yeah. With the whole corner – of fans in that section, we all just started fist pumping each other and just started saying that is the baddest motherfucker on the track right there. <laughs> nice, I like to hear like that. It was nothing. Of course, running is sponsored yep. by Fly Racing. That's why Fly gives them that stuff. So thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, Jonathan, what's going on? Jonathan, you there? Desert Dan. Desert Dan. Yes, sir. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. You're on the air. What's happening? I'm doing all right. Uh, so I went down to the last road race and saw my buddy CeeLo and Mohead and got to see James and AC win the championship. Nice. That's pretty good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, catch up. All the guys. I don't know if you guys know who I am. Um, I worked for the Westies back in 2010 all the way to 2010. 15 or oh, so or 14 you. or so i uh i was with the os's doing all that shit uh back then and uh i kind of got in the air just to kind of you know because christina is retiring now and yeah i kind of made my debut back then with uh jeff Alessi, uh oh, on the team making a monster cup debut and he, he you know that was kind of like, oh, cool. like my big 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 time there like with uh Did- terry varner Yep. Um, did you uh, did you enjoy yeah. working for Christina? Yeah. No, it was a blast. Oh, I went up to her at Ironman. I was like, Christina, like, you're awesome to work for. I, I you can ask her. Like, I went right into the motorhome. I was like, you're awesome to work for, and you're like, 
like you she was like an inspiration for me. Like even when I worked for Chase Marquier, yeah, or for Chase Marquier for numerous years, and uh, and uh, yeah, it was just a good thing. And um, I even told her, I'm like, hopefully you can hook me up. I'm like, my my son, I just had my son like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. So I'm like, maybe you can get some like Bruce MX graphics on my son's bike. Nice. Like, <laughs> nice. A couple of PWs. And uh, I've been actually more in contact with Tony Lesson than I've ever been. But uh, oh, good, good I to hear, Dan. Was, yeah. I'm glad you had fun working. Yeah, there. yeah. No, I was kind of reaching out just because uh, anyone that's in like consideration of becoming a motocross mechanic and they want to like do something and be something in the motocross world, I just kind of wanted to let people know you, you got to just put your head down and work hard, and you don't have to go to MMI and do schooling if you put your head down and you work hard and you get the right contacts you can make it happen i just talked to CeeLo in the factory husky rig this last weekend and you can actually make it happen if you just work hard you know yeah you gotta yeah, put I, your head down i've said that many times right. yeah absolutely you're not you're not oh. in it for the money early on it's a lot of work and it's not yeah. a lot of money but you make the connections, you work hard, you do the right thing, you meet the right people, and uh, and yeah, you can keep you right. can keep do it, man. So right, yes, Tony yeah. Alessi, I was changing differentials out in the desert. That's why they call me Desert Dan. I'm sure. <laughs> I have no doubt and, you were and, for and, there, yeah. And and then I became a professional motocross mechanic doing all that. But cool, you know that was all good. All so. right, all right, Desert, we got to run. But thanks, man. Wise words. Thank you. Thanks, Desert. Uh, Gage, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, quick, uh, let's uh, quickly. Uh, we got J Mark coming up here, but you want to talk about those nations? Yeah, no, I just wanted to see kind of what y'all were thinking. I know we're supposed to be going over there and going to be there for three weeks. I like that. Uh, I mean, I, I like I that. Yeah, I like it too. But <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I've I, I, I've been back and I've watched a couple highlights of Aspen. Dude, that place is. It's it's pretty gnarly. It is. It, uh, it gets choppy too. It's not a traditional deep sand uh, track. It's uh, it's gonna get very choppy. It's gonna get very rough, and uh, it's unlike anything we have over here. Right, right. So, uh, so yeah. I guess do we do we know like where we're gonna be riding for the three weeks prior? I guess we're gonna be trying to find the biggest sand pit possible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure what they're gonna do. Uh, they'll, they'll be based out of. The Husqvarna guys will be based around that Ice One shop, um, you know, and I imagine the Yamaha guys will be around Wilvo. Uh, they're in Holland. Uh, Wilvo is the team. So, yeah, they'll be all around there, you know, um, trying yeah, different true. things. I, I mean, the fact they're going early, Daniel, is impressive. Like, they're going three weeks early. I like it. Yeah. I'm actually, if, if you think about it, too, from Anderson's point of view, he had a rough 19 start, especially in Supercross, trying to defend his title. So you got to think that he's going to come out in 2020 and try to kind of rebound off that. So for him to be able to go over there and go early and commit yeah. to that, I'm, I admire that a lot because he he could have easily said, "Nah, I got business to take care of too in January." And, yep. But he seems to be kind of one of those you yeah. know big game guys. Like he'll yeah. go and do yeah. that stuff. So I, I I love the team too. Um, again, obviously you dwelling Eli and Adam. They're the two champs. I'd love to send those guys, but. If you're talking just the core and the character of the team, man, I, yeah. I love these guys. I'm pumped on them. Yeah, I think I think they're good, and yeah, I think a podium no. spot is very possible. Yep. I, I think it'll be good. I mean, <clears throat> with uh, hearing about Febra's, uh broken leg today, yep. and uh sounds like uh, for Anderson's going to be grounded here trying to, yeah, trying he, to catch that. Yeah, he was never going to be in any ways. Ben Watson broke his wrist, England guy. Um, 
Yeah, it's all working. They're all things are all fall, yeah. things are falling into place for the USA to possibly uh, win the event. Uh, for sh- and yeah. I, would, I would think for sure a podium. Looking out yeah. for the boys. All right, man. Thanks, Gage. Could you yeah. imagine going from Redbud home race getting fiftieth place, sixth? <laughs> well, fifth after Italy got disqualified, but yeah. to winning yeah. that one. If that if that did uh, happen, I mean, it would be yeah. Uh, the next level of confusion. It really would be. Vertex Pistons, every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory. 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was found in a small technical workshop in Italy, and they're an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. You know who runs a Gas Gas? Mm-mm. You know who runs a Gas Gas? No. Da- Damon Bradshaw. Damon Does he? Bradshaw. He sat right in that chair. I, uh, I'm sitting in his ago. chair, right? Yeah. I rode his bike today, too. Well, you, your the bike last, that the he last guy to ride that bike, and we'll get into that e-biking, our little e-bike session today, mm-hmm. was... was I know, it meant a lot to me. That yeah. The first five minutes or so were, were, were glorious. They were special. Uh, no matter what brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Sales at pivotworks.com. Email them, and uh, they'll dial you in. Mention Pulp MX. They'll get a full range of two- and four-stroke pistons. Sales at pivotworks.com, uh, 25% off. So if you need a top end, they got whole top end repair kits. they got the Wrench Rabbit kits that Mark's used to rebuild his entire bike with. The guys over at Pivotworks uh, slash Hot Cam slash Vertex Pistons will dial you in uh, head-to-toe on your bike. So, And the best part is you get 25% off if you if you uh, email sales at pivotworks.com. So that's the best part of it all. All right, we're going to get, get to our next guest. This man hasn't been on for a long time, but he's recently back on the bike. I was super stoked when I saw that little video on Instagram with him. He's a two-time 250 motocross champion rides for Geico Honda. It's Jeremy Martin. What's up, Jay Martin? How are you? Yeah, boy. I'm doing well. Just here in Cortez, hanging out. Nice. I like it. Hey, you're back on the bike. That's awesome, dude. How does it feel? Yeah, honestly, it was it was unbelievable. It was. I remember the first day I rode. I got cleared from the doctor. It was August 13th. Uh huh. And then I'm like, dude, can I ride tomorrow? He goes, dude, you can ride tonight. If you want. <laughs> So, went for a night uh, ride. Got, yeah. home, got home, went for a run, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I mean, the biggest thing is, is the imp- I haven't had any impact after the injury. Right. Or, you know, so the jarring is what kind of I have to build the body back up. So the doc's like, dude, you're just going to have to take your time. So, dude, I rode the next day, August 14th, and I honestly got a little bit emotional. Yeah, like I bet. The first I bet. lap I did. Yeah. And, a lot, and, like, all that shit went through my mind. It just, like, the surgeries and, like, the infection and, like, because they didn't know what the infection was. And, like, the doctors came in, like, suits and shit. And they, yeah. like, thought I was contagious, you know. So oh, dude. it was all that stuff. And then, like. Like your E.T. Like, or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like a foreign alien or something. <laughs> and and so, so, yeah. yeah it was yeah. really well. So did you ride? Did you ride Melville or just some turn track? Or I saw or what? Did you ride Melville? The I actual... ended up riding at well, Melville was a little too muddy. We they got a ton of rain. Okay. Um, the day before, so I ended up riding at a friend's place, um, kind of near my house um, in Rochester. There, and mm-hmm. it was really, really good, really fun, and probably did about forty-five minutes, and the back got pretty sore, so I yeah. couldn't do any more. Yep. But it was all right there. Like the biggest thing that was weird, guys, was like. I still got to work on working on range of motion, yep. but the 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 back is fused in that spot now. Sure. But by the end of the day, I felt really good, and I was like, "Dude, I could beat Big Al." <laughs> oh God! Easy go. on that. Here we go, right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, right out of the gate. Just like, yeah, I already got Al covered, so that's fine. Um, 
Ah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's good. I got to I got to imagine somebody like yourself that's just I mean, you just it's it's your whole life and then it's taken away from you for the last year. You know, just no riding, no nothing, just not even doing really doing anything, no bicycle riding, no anything for a long time and, and for for a guy like you that's got to just be torture, man. Yeah, you know it was definitely torture, but I mean, definitely a, I know what retirement's like. <laughs> <laughs> Get a taste of it. Uh yeah, you know, and it's, you know, obviously it's what we do, like, as a racer, and, you know, Daniel, I'm sure you can speak for it, like, the adrenaline rush you get of going to the line and then succeeding and winning, nothing else mimics that in life mm-hmm. so far, as far as what i found. Yeah. It's... And it's just, like, it, it's a whole different deal. Like, it's almost like it's boring. you got to find, like, the next best thing to kind of fulfill fill that spot, you know? Right. So, so working at the dealership wasn't cutting it? <laughs> yeah working at the dealership i mean like it was cool but like it got old you know like i'm not gonna yeah. deny it like yeah. it made me think about the days that you know the track's pretty blue grooved and blown out and i'm like dude at least i'm still working for myself you know yeah oh, i know he I... goes from winning championships to guys coming in hey i want to return this and you're like you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, this isn't what I want to be doing. Oh, man. I saw that. That was awesome that you got a job. You actually got a <laughs> yeah. real job. I, I thought that was so funny. I was just like, wow, J-Mart's all in on this. That's good. Yeah, That's great. man. I mean, I'm 100%. It's either, it's either dirt bikes or, you know, like, obviously, the window for being a professional dirt bike racer, it's not very big. Yeah. You know, like, you make it, if you're, uh, Chad Reed's the exception, but, like, Dude, after once you hit your thirties, you know, yeah. you make it to your thirties. That's great, but yeah. there's life after that, you know. And like, and I'm like, I know that, and I'm trying to find that next thing. And that was like, also too, it was to kind of get my mind right because, dude, you break your back, and you know, I was literally really close to being paralyzed and like yeah. broken to your core, you know. Uh-huh. So I just, I, I really, um, I was like. I went out and got a job and wanted to see what real life was like and get a different perspective. And I was like, you know what, dirt bikes are pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to say, Jeremy, when we were arranging you to come on the show and you told me you were in Colorado, I was like, you just got on the bike and you're already in Colorado. Like, is it go time for you? Is this, I mean, is that why you're down there? Like, is it full time now? Or like, what's, yeah, he put yeah. his two week notice in at yeah. the dealership. He's not done yet. He's yeah, got a couple of days left. Th- things don't go easy <laughs> down there in Cortez. That's that's not easy hanging out there. Yeah, no. So I'm I'm just kind of here hanging out um, with the Tomax for a little bit and and just kind of enjoying like a I guess the last little bit before I get into training, like almost like a quick little vacation. Oh, okay. So that, so okay. That's uh-huh. I thought you were going down there to start working, but you're yeah, vacation ish. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've actually been riding quite a bit. Like, I probably rode seven or eight times, and oh, I've been geez. cycling and stuff, so I'm really sore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I need to take a little break just to let the let the back kind of recover. Yeah, yeah, and do you feel like, do you feel as, I mean, look, it, it's it's early, but do you have any doubt you can get back up to your, your championship-level speed? I mean, do you, do you see that that being an issue? Absolutely not. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll be 100% honest with you, yes. A little surprised how good I felt. Oh, good. What's happened? Yeah, um, yeah. I I can only do about fifteen minutes on the bike, and like I can do about three or four pull ups. <laughs> so I'm pretty weak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the actual speed, I was like, holy crap! And like everyone, like my dad and 
everyone that's watched me, they were really surprised. Oh, good. Yeah, I guess it just doesn't leave you like that way, right? It's just endurance and core strength and everything else, but you still know how to your your coordination, your your ability, your your will to go fast. It's all still there, right? The only thing I would say that kind of it took me like a day or two to used to was like the adjustment for my eyes. Okay. Oh, he's coming at you different. Yeah. Yeah, well, just because, like, I'm not, you know, like, when you're just, like, sitting on the couch and just dominating, you know, being at home all the time, <laughs> you're, you're um, when you hop on a dirt bike and you're hitting turns and stuff like yeah. that, you're, it's coming at you so fast. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it took a little, just a couple of days for that to, like, get, get back to normal. So, look, it's early, but are we thinking Supercross 2020? Is that, I mean, is that the goal? Is that possible or is it a national start for you? I mean, again, not holding you to it cause it's early, but what are we thinking? No, it's, um, it's full on Supercross. Okay. I mean, I'll be awesome. there. I'll be, I'm ready. I mean, I feel better than I thought. And then like, even before I flew out here, I rode on, I flew out here Sunday so mm-hmm. right after Ironman. Um, I rode on Saturday and I was jumping, you know, jumping 80 foot jumps and, oh, okay. you know, I could, yeah. yeah. Did everything at Millville, and yeah, it was hammering. Oh, good! Wow. Check it out! Check it out! That's awesome, dude! It'll be so good to see you back on the track. Yeah. Like, so awesome. Um, hey, obviously, you don't want to go over the details too much, and you don't want to think about it too much. But looking back on it, probably shouldn't have got it fixed in Tennessee, huh? Probably should have waited, or was there even an option back then? There was no option. There wasn't. Like, okay, was yeah. Just, it was like, dude, like, and I knew I, when I was on the ground, I knew I was F. Like, yeah. I knew, like, I just wiggled my toes, and I was like, okay, I can feel I'm not paralyzed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it was just like, just give me to the hospital, CT scans, all that stuff, and it was just immediately into emergency surgery. Oh, okay, all right. So, yeah, I didn't know that, I didn't know how, I didn't know if you could stabilize it and fly back somewhere, but no, you had to do it there. Yeah, and then, like, I had, because, like, I knew, I, I was kind of sketched out from a doctor, because I didn't really, like, get a good vibe, you know, and I didn't uh-huh. trust him. Yep. So I was, like, trying to get a medical jet, and I ended up getting a medical jet to go home to Minnesota. But oh. I, they wouldn't let me leave. I was there in Tennessee for at least 10 days. Yeah. Because, like, I just wasn't medically good enough to be able to, to leave, and then I had the infection. Um. So, like, even, like, when I took the medical jet, I, I really had issues breathing up. Like, I got the chills so bad. So oh, wow. I really struggled for a while. Like, there's a lot of stuff I, I've i never come out and said. Right. But, like, um, it's been, I mean, I've mentally suffered. Physically and mentally, I've suffered oh, for yeah. the last year. Yep. But, I mean, it's all about how you look at your situation. Like, when I signed on to be a racer, like, you know, when you it's like climbing Mount Everest. Like, dude, there might be some years you, you're not going to make it to the top. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and I and I know that, and like, dude, it ain't it ain't all sunshine and rainbows and this really well lit up path, you know. And I know the risk, and mm-hmm. and this is like you can either look at it like, hey, you know, like, oh my god, like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna go back, or do you just be like, like I look at it like, dude, it just calloused my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. broken to the core. And what if, like, I'm gonna come back next year and. Yep. Go out and yep. do something that most people can't do, and and just that to me is what what it's all about, you know. Well, look on a much smaller scale. You, we just saw Adam Cincerillo win his first championship. I mean, this guy's gone through three shoulder injuries, two reconstructed shoulders, and an ACL. Again, not as gnarly as you, but Adam was in some dark spots, and I know this from being his friend over the years. And he's a fucking national champion now. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it can be done. You know, again, not as gnarly as your injury, but Adam has felt that way also, you know, and, and many guys have. Christian Craig broke his back also really bad, you know, so and he won a Supercross race. So it can be done, and, and you you can author it. I mean, you've always been mentally strong. You've always been a bulldog on a bike. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah, if anybody can do it, I like your odds, J-Mart. And, and two, like, I mean, when you go, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, the only guy that has to believe is me, and I believe I can go back out and win again and, and be better and and mentally what it's done from the side of, mm-hmm. of from, like, just strengthening my mind and what, how I viewed it, like, it, I think I'll be even better, and I just, I just look for, I look forward to it, you know? Right. I, I love the and fact. I look at things yeah, different. I love the fact that Honda gave you a commitment too. Good job by those guys. Oh yeah, they stuck. They stuck. They stood by you. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, they stood they stood behind me, you know, and, and a lot of fans too. Like you know, I mean, look forward to coming back. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 just you know, yeah. just having a good story. Yeah, no, absolutely, that'd be cool. Um, you got a question for? Him? Yeah, I was just wondering if in those in those tougher times, you know, because I. I never had an injury at that level, but I've had some bad ones like femurs, ACLs, whatever. And I always, while laying there, my first thought was, ah, oh, this is going to take me off for this long. I'll be right back. Like, it just like the first, I think as a racer, we always think, when are we going to be back? But did you ever have periods where you were like, you know what, I don't know if I want to come back or if I will. It's just more about life. Or or did you know right away, like, this is going to suck probably, but I, I am coming back. I will come back. Was it Was it always that way or did you ever question it? No, I I never questioned it. Um, the only like I, I knew I was going to come back, but I just knew that it was going to take a long time. And then and then the biggest, probably one of the hardest things to accept was like at six months going and seeing the Stedman Clinic, and they're like, "Dude, you need to get this whole thing redone." That might have uh, that might have been the gnarliest moment because you're going on months infect- of yeah. Other than the infection, like to be a hundred percent honest. That was like the biggest blow ever, you know. Yeah, and yep. I'm and I'm just looking at the dude, and I'm and I, I look at him, and I'm like, my jaw drops, and I'm like, dude, come on, you you're, you're shitting me. And he goes, no, I'm serious. <laughs> and I was uh, like, holy crap! I was like, all right, all right, let's do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. What else are you gonna do, right? You could sit there and uh, and 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 be pit, you know, cry cry about yourself and feel bad and everything else, or you can just be like, all right, we got to do it, we got to do it, right? That's it. Yeah, like I mean, it's just unfortunately, like right. it's just life. Like life isn't fair, and um, you know, I mean, I yeah, it yeah, is what it is. I can't wait to see you back on the track. That'll be awesome. Um, what do you make of Big Al's year? How do we feel about Big Al's year at JGR Suzuki? Yeah, he had some good moments. Honestly, A few more like, moments, I yeah. Think yeah. He, he was good. To I mean, he came out pretty good in the Supercross. He almost got the podium at Minneapolis there um, right away, and I was like, dang, like all right. And then um, he ended up making it through the whole season and stuff, and uh, for Supercross, which is big because he hasn't done that in a while. And then he came in, he came outdoors, and, and he gradually kept improving and improving and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I just kind of just tell him, I'm like, dude, you got to keep hammering. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's done he's done really well. Like he's he's older now, and um, especially outdoors, you know, he's he's definitely been on the podium a lot. He, so, I think his bike got a lot better too. I think he got a lot happier with his bike as the season went on. 
Yeah, I think so too. I, I think he did. He got a lot more comfortable. And mm-hmm. him and JJ, it's kind of like me at Geico, like the first year. Like you switch over and like mm-hmm. you're all excited and everything like that. But you guys just don't know each other. Like mm-hmm. get like when you come off the track, knowing the right things to say to the suspension guy or to the to the engine guy, and and then they understand you and they're able to, you know, put the make the right changes to where it brings out the best out of the team and the best out of Alex or, or me, you know? Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, please tell me, please tell me you, you heard and saw all the filthy Phil Michael Essie stuff up in Canada. Dear God, Phil, what was he doing? <laughs> God bless. What's wrong with Phil? I, I, told, I told Alex right away. I was like, Al, Phil Nicoletti got a title shot. He was in it. In the rage, got the best. In <laughs> the rage, get you could be like uh, Phil. Phil's life gets title shot, blows it by swearing, threatening get, to kill a rage. Yeah, gets rage, blows it. Yeah. All all I could think about, like when that when I saw that, I just burst out laughing, and I called my brother right away. Oh, and dude. then I then we started like talking about stories, like when we lived together in 2016. And I'm like, Phil, you owe me a hundred bucks on rent. You shorted me. You shorted me. <laughs> and we got in a fight. And he, dude, like I don't stand a chance against Phil. Totally beat my ass, put me down to the ground, and I crashed earlier that week. And I had a rat. I basically blew my elbow open. I had a raspberry on it. Yeah, blood was gushing in the kitchen right there, and I'm just like, thanks, Phil. Yeah, thanks, and- Phil, for a hundred dollars. For a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh god, that was awesome. And then he had to he had to call the bingo game. Did you see that as part of his punishment? Uh, I didn't. So, oh yeah. So okay. So he had to do for part of his punishment. He had to do like community service in moto, which is insane, <laughs> no insane that they would do this in Canadian moto. But so his punishment was he had to call bingo. The week before their last round at the, they have a big, it's Loretta Lynn's of Canada. Uh-huh. And they had a bingo game. Phil had to call the bingo. He was so dumb about bingo. He doesn't understand that, like, it's B I N G O, bingo. So he would pick up the O out of the balls and call it a zero. <laughs> and they're like, Phil, it's not zero, it's an O. I don't fucking know how to play the game. <laughs> like, and, and he had a microphone because he was, Yelling the numbers to, out to, to the crowd, to the crowd, and he was swearing when he <laughs> ah fuck, <laughs> and, and they're like Phil, stop swearing into the mic. <laughs> it's Dude. a classic. And I'm going to sleep. Classic, classic Phil J. And then they gave him a sword. I knew I knew Phil would be tuning in. You know he can't he can't go without a little Paul the Max. You know? No, uh, and then they gave him a sword when he won. <laughs> then he gave him a sword. Um, yeah, um, unbelievable. What uh, what's your take on 450? Uh, your buddy Eli won a third time in a row. Uh, Roxon was amazing, uh, mostly when the temperature was lower. Marvin's first moto at Indiana was great. Osborne grabbed a moto win. Uh, J Mart from the couch. What's your thoughts on 450 MX? I mean, I thought it was awesome. I mean, you know, Kenny's definitely coming back to to his old form there, and I think he's very very strong. And, and I mean, I. Eli, I mean, he's just a just a beast. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you say to do three in a row? I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due, and that's just impressive. Yeah, dude, it was so hot at some and, of those races. It was so hot and rough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I. This is really the first year in a long time I've not been at any of the races and watched from yeah. the couch a lot. Yeah. Um, and I and I watched you know religiously and, and tuned into it quite a bit. So. 
I mean, I thought it was really good racing between the 250 class and the 450 class. I mean, some great battles, and the tra- some of the tracks looked really rough and gnarly, and I was like, God, I mean, Made me, you know, made me want to go out and be hammering with the boys. Yeah, yeah. For you, you're just like, yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll join the club, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when, when you're sidelined for a year, like, honestly, watching the races or dealing with a broken back, like, what's worse, you know? Yeah. Dealing with a broken back. So yeah. watching the races sucked, but it was like, isn't that bad? Did- so I just use it to study the riders and, and you know, learn, you know, what where their strengths were and yeah. where, where they were weak and. Did, did you binge like on Netflix or anything? Like what? Yeah, what else were you did doing? Did you get any hobbies? Did you play Scrabble? Did you play online poker? Like what? What'd you do, J Mart? Dude, guys, I mean, I dominated the couch. I <laughs> dominated the couch. I I was Apple TV, Red Bull TV. Um, I gained pretty hard for a while, so I gained a lot. Did you? Yeah. Ate a lot of bad food. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, got, I started to get pretty heavy, like the old Bubba Chubbs. Was <laughs> yeah, he was back, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, like I remember seeing uh, Daniel in Seattle. Like I was, I was pretty, I, I was, I was healthy. You look filled out. You know, you look yeah. like you look comfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, what what were you gaming? What were you playing? What kind of games? I was, I was like going full Phil Nicoletti range at Grand Theft Auto, just running people over, <laughs> people off the streets. <laughs> He'd it. watch the outdoors, and then when it was done, turn it and just go running everyone over in cars for about an hour just to get it out. <laughs> yeah, I like that. No, so that's, then, that's awesome. The second go around, I was like, dude, you can't like be like this. Like, I read a lot more books, and I just tried to educate myself a little bit because I was feeling so so bad about myself because I've been sitting on the couch for the last six months. Well, and also, too, dude, you're in Rochester, so it's cold as balls, right? Yeah, well, I ended up coming there, like, in early March. Like, oh, I had okay. surgery done here at the Stedman Clinic. So January, February, I was here, and then ah, I okay. got back. And I think it was, like, one of the coldest days of the year. So I got back, and I had to fill my van up, and I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> why do I live in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where do you live in Rochester? Not you don't get the street address, but what part of Rochester do you live in? What where where is that? I, mean, I live I on the, the northeast side. So um, you know that where if you leave, I don't know. You guys know where sixty three is? Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Well, Daniel like doesn't. A roundabout but... when you're coming closer to Rochester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, I live near that roundabout. Oh, okay. So like All right. 20, Twenty minutes from my parents. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, I kind of know where that is. That area is. Yeah, it's nice up there. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about the uh, um, uh, what's that famous restaurant in Rochester? Like, um, uh, shit, I forget the name of it. It's like a, I don't know if it's a chain or not. Uh, is it like uh, Terza Chester's, um, the Redwood Room? Redwood, yeah, that sounds familiar. It's like a famous or- Rochester restaurant. It was, it's downtown. I don't know. We used to go there. Italian place. It's pretty good. Oh, Victoria's. Is that it? Yeah, solid. Victoria's is a really nice downtown yes. Italian place. Yes, super solid. Yeah, super solid place. Like, like, gotta go there every year if we can. You know, for Millville. So, yeah, I, you know what I call Rochester? Huh? I call it the Dirty Roch. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna work for the tourist tourist yeah. division of Rochester? <laughs> the Dirty Roch. That's awesome. Will you? Uh, do you think you'll be uh, based out of Tomax uh, for your Supercross assault and everything? Like, you go back down, and that, is that the plan? Same, same deal. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I, I love it here, and 
I think they enjoy having me around. And, um, yeah, I think Elon and I work work really well together. He enjoys yep. training with me, and right. I enjoy it with him. And, well, yeah, dude, well, get back into the, listen, into well, next time you show up at a race, you're going to have fucking Carson Mumford and Lawrence's yeah, I, my, and RJ's and Sexton. And My next and, question yeah. was, you do know your roster is a bunch of children. <laughs> yes, There's a yeah. lot of kids on your team. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it. What was there at the last, the last couple of rounds? Was there six six guys? guys. The guy yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 health. That's a big crew. <laughs> that's a big crew. And Craig was running around helping guys out. Christian was there, so yeah, it was it was. I went by there. I'm just like, holy shit, who are these people? But yeah, busy I, busy team. So. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, Jaymart, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you're doing well. You sound well. I'm stoked that you think you can race Supercross, so that that's awesome. Uh, what a comeback it'll be if you can get back on top of the podium, man. Uh, yeah, very, very much so. So thanks for thanks for the time. Yeah, yeah, thanks for hitting me up, and uh, enjoy the night, boys. We will do. Thanks, Jeremy. See you around, man. Thanks, Jeremy. Okay. Yep. That's Jeremy Martin from Geico Honda, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, email sales at pivotworks.com for a deal on Vertex Pistons. He sounds good. He sounds funny. Yeah, he's Jay always... j underrated funny. No, he, he's sarcastic. Yes. He's yes. always been that way. Remember, yep. we had our little press uh, press conference little issue uh, a year or two ago. So he, he's uh, the him cussing and me telling oh, yeah, him to yeah, knock yeah, it off yeah. and yeah. then YouTube coming down on me like a ton of and bricks. And uh, there was a while where I was I was per- I was was propagating the filthy Phil J-Mart uh, rivalry they had just they didn't just talk forever fuel on it yeah yeah they didn't talk forever and so i was making sure that i was always bringing that up to both of them you know yeah. what i mean so that was alex great. is the same way though too he's he's smart alec too he's yeah. got a little about, side to him and how about the dig uh j martin i'm already faster than big oh uh, well <laughs> it's knowing both of them i'm i guess i'm surprised it took that long for him to say what was it 30 yeah. seconds in yeah 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 really right. um but I, I'm, I'm really happy for him again you 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 have these injuries in the sport that are the traditional injuries. Oh, I'll be right back. You yep. know, but then you have ones like this, and you just never know. Yep. And for him, having to go through it, it's way worse than anyone could imagine. And f- to be back, it's yeah. like, God, oh, he's got to feel. Do like, you realistically? What the hell? Do you realistically think he could win? I do. I don't know. I'm, uh, not, saying t- I'm not saying championship. I, you never know because after he's injury that. But but the thing is, what, see, he always won off of just. The grit that he, yeah. you know, that he, and yeah. I don't feel like that's going to go anywhere. Right. So I think he'll have a transition back. But bikes, man, bikes good, teams good. Jeremy's grit, you know. Like I yeah. feel like, am I going to call a championship? No, but it, we'll have to see. Yeah. There's no way you can predict that now. But right. I would say he has all the tools in his head. Yeah. To get back there, you know what I mean? Uh, firepower, passion-driven, product-focused, rider-tested, power pastor, overpriced OEM battery, the firepower, fueling your adrenaline rush. Firepowerparts.com, they won two championships with the GDR Honda uh, up there. Daniel Blair is uh, fingering the uh, battery right now as we speak. He's uh, got his grubby hands all over the firepower lithium battery, which is backed by a two-year warranty. It's uh, 120 bucks at most. Get more cranky power with the Firepower featherweight lithium battery. Premium lead-acid and lithium batteries right there, right in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Chains, too, huh? Uh, yeah, Couple 50% freshies. less expensive chain than the competition. Go ahead, move forward, and ride with Firepower. Firepowerparts.com. Ben LeMay, also running Firepower products out there. And uh, speaking of uh, Firepower folks, we want to still talk about fly racing. They've doubled down on their effort to produce the best performance motocross and off-road products for 2020. The Formula Helmet redefined expectations in protection, ventilation, and weight. The new Vector graphic is arriving now and can be seen on fly racing athletes worldwide, most notably on Wacko on Team USA at the Motocross Nations. From the Rion equipped formula to the redesigned Evo DST gear, down to the all-new FR5 boot, fly racing is a head-to-toe option for any riding need. Flyracing.com or go to your local dealer.
pound on the counter. Demand to see fly racing or firepower for that matter. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? How are you? I'm pretty good. How's that? Uh, how's that new read I got over for you? Yeah, it's really good. Strong. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, after the old one has been been used for a while. Um, Just beaten down with the old one. Over all right. Over. So Swedish, Swedish MXGP observations. Give us three, four things that that really caught your eye. Uh, Jeffrey Herlings is unbelievable. <laughs> Start there. Uh, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't really faster than anybody this weekend, but and he's barely been riding. So for him to come out and be be at the front, and yeah, he didn't win. He didn't even come close to winning, but he was really good all weekend long and whole shot and then uh, ended up fourth in the second moto. I was really impressed with that, uh, and it's a pretty scary sign for those guys moving forward. Second would be uh, Coldenhoff. I don't know where the hell this is all coming what, from. Yeah, what's happened? What has happened to Col- This is Michael Lessie in Canada coming on like this. Well, I don't know what to attribute it to other than – you know, I think Red Bud was for real last October, and then racing was done. Right? They were the season was over. So then he gets hurt. He has this huge injury and crash in the off season, and I think it's just him getting kind of back to that form because he's good, like really good. And these these two tracks that he's just done it on are not his style. He he grew up in sand, you know, like Hurlings. He was just really been overshadowed by Hurlings his whole career, but. To ride a track like Imola and then to go to Sweden, which both of those are hard, slippery, shale-type tracks, which he really shouldn't be excelling on. For him to win both of those back-to-back, uh, yeah, he's the real deal. So I was really, really impressed with him. Uh, and then third, man, I was pretty bummed for Febra. Uh, I know, obviously, for Team France, they're devastated, but he's riding really well, and just the femur's not a good injury, man. So he's, uh, he's obviously done, done for a while. Um, that was three. You wanted three? Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever you feel. Um, yeah, uh, I, I felt like uh, Vial was it was by far, obviously, when he wins, it's easy to say that, but the riding for Tom Vial was really, really impressive. He uh, he stuck right with Prado in the first one, and then the second one, if he doesn't crash, he goes 1-1, I think. So uh, really impressed with him, which I hadn't been that blown away. I mean, come, he kind of came out of nowhere this year, so that was – that was surprising, but uh, this weekend was really the first one where I was like, "Man, he's really got he he's got more than I gave him credit for." For his experience and his team, he should have been better. You know what I mean? Over the over the last little while, you know, you in that so? in that class, in that class, yeah, yeah. You have a head start. Yeah, I never you know. I never even heard of him until this season. Like when, oh, okay. when uh, yeah, Red Bull KTM signed him. I had no idea who he was. I mean, I knew who his dad. Yeah, uh, but I don't. I didn't know anything about his racing or anything. So. Given that, I was kind of scratching my head, like, why would they sign this kid when that's the most coveted spot in, in MX2 racing is Red Bull KTM right now? He's absolutely delivered when it comes to that. So uh, his his learning curve and growth and everything, I think, really came to fruition this weekend. And uh, we, that kid's going to be something. He's going to be absolutely be a title contender next year. Can we get a Brian Moreau update, please? I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I haven't watched him ride Supercross like you have, so I'm going to reserve judgment. I've watched and, him ride Supercross. He gets beat by a lot of guys. Yeah, but similarly to like Vial this year, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to look like an idiot if he turns out and does really well next year. But right now, it's puzzling. Uh, I have I have not seen anything really from him where I would be like, yeah, he should absolutely 
get this ride in a super coveted ride in America and, and give, get everything to move over here and be on a program where it seems like, uh, you know, the Austrian, maybe even DeCosta or Ian had a hand in this thing. I, I, I'm a bit taken aback, but they're, they're smarter than I am. Well, I know that going in, so I'll just wait and see. They took Jacob Hayes' spot right away from him, Daniel Blair. <laughs> right away. I know way too much about this situation to speak. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to pull the JT right now. I will reserve judgment. Let me just tell you, to go into 2020 with Hartraft, Moreau, Pierce Brown, and Derek Drake, oh, boy. You would want more O, right, than that? Yeah. More, more O than that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's puzzling, man. They don't have, for a team like that, on factory KTM equipment, and they should year in and year out go in with a title contender. I don't really see it for 2020. Uh, no, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, how are the chicks in Sweden? Hot chicks, right? Oh, man. Yeah, they're so tall, though. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, it's like a, a nation full of WNBA and NBA players. Right, right. Yeah, hot chicks, everybody. Do you see Yanni there, our buddy Yanni? Uh, I did not. Okay. Nope. He's, I, I, I uh, he's in Finland, but I, I yeah, but he I, would be over, but I, he wasn't there. Uh, I thought you might show up. I would have seen him yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I would have seen him. Yeah, Swedish GP, Jason Thomas, doing TV, Paul <clears throat> Malin, calling everything, calling everything by himself, getting a little bit of help. Yeah, you seem frustrated by that. I just I just don't understand. There's multi-million dollar corporation, and they stick Malin in a trailer <laughs> for two days, three what days. What if he don't like anybody? He, he, he wants somebody. Oh, he's, he's oh, yeah, asking yeah, for it? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's told me. Oh, it well, would be nice to get some help. I was just curious. Maybe well, it was on the other side. He was like, Don't "Has he you dare?" Has he heard here. me talk about this? JT has Malin heard me? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. He makes mention. He we referenced you on TV this weekend. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I was on yeah, the TV. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why? Yeah, how did it, was um, it? Was it, was it good or what, what? How was it? What was the mm, top? How was it? No, no. he would just uh, anytime we would he would make a joke about stuff that we would argue about from motocross nations or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's pretty clued in as to what's going on and. Uh, yeah, I think he knows that you're you've been critical of MXGP in the past, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't hold it against you. And I think to your point, they've invited me to go to whatever races I can get to 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 help Paul out. Um, obviously, that's the generosity of Western Power Sports and Fly Racing sending me there. But at the same time, they at least they're they've been open to. Mm-hmm. letting me help out and it's not like i'm helping i'm probably just doing more harm than anything but it's been fun for <laughs> well, me just get Malin, just get Malin a partner sweet jesus calling emx's mxgps three days in the trailer two days and hey, stuck in his trailer it's i did all all of them with him and it's a lot yeah i mean it's a litter, and i didn't even i don't even have to do all of the uh <clears throat> the post-race clips or anything that he no. does no. It's an incredible amount of work I, that he does. I've done a night show at Bercy one night, like from the night show, from 7 o'clock to like 10 one time. And I, 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 I run out of things to say anymore. I don't know what to say anymore. I'm done. I, I got to go. I don't know, Paul. I, I don't know anymore, Paul. And he just kept kept coming up with great things to say and great points. And I'm but like, you know. He, he's so good at filling, you know, filling time. And what most people don't realize is he knows so much about the history of motocross he was breaking out just these little factoids about Swedish riders on original Husqvarna's and all this stuff from that event. And he does that seemingly everywhere. Like yeah. he'll yeah. name off some guy you've never heard of and probably can't even pronounce with 12 vowels in his name. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he happened to win there in 1973 on a, on a monoshock, you yeah. know, and you're just like, how the hell do you know that? Did he bring up Hack and Carlequist? Had to have. 
Uh, I think so. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. There were so many Hulk Visks and Hakusans and just right. name, like the names were just unbelievable. Right. Like they were a mouthful. Well, um, but seriously, I was blown away by his his knowledge, and he he continues to impress me with it. Uh, he's truly a student of the sport, similar to Weech. Weech is kind of the same way in that regard. Um, well, Daniel Blair's in studio here. Uh, Daniel, so is is what's up with the with the NBC Supercross job? Are you getting it again? Should we take his name in there? Or what, what do you, I think. Are you back I, in? From what I understand, everything's the same, so I okay. haven't heard otherwise. Ralph is lighting the candles on red Hondas and green Cowies. Hashtag drop the gate, baby. And Ricky is uh, saying everybody uh, putting themselves in good positions. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, what? I'm just uh, – uh, it's, it's, it's all – I think the whole crew's the back. Whole crew's the the back. team's back together. All right. We've, we've been in a group email. We've been – We've really? been telling each other how much we miss each other. So, yeah, we're uh, okay. we're firing up. All and right, then Monster well. Cup, obviously, will be a, the first one, which is the odd one. I won't it's, say anything about RC because you're trying to get them on the show. I am, and it's close, man. You Don't ruin it. Okay, I won't. I'll, making progress. We'll Momentum's moving in the right direction. Right, okay. All right, yeah. Um, back, back to Malin, though. You know what impresses yep. me? Because I watched uh, a couple weeks ago, I watched one of them. You know the two roles you have to play in the booth is yeah. one is the host. He's the, he's <laughs> the play-by-play. Then yeah. there's the color. Yeah. Completely different responsibilities, and he does both at the same time. And obviously, he's figured out his rhythm. It's but you're like calling it and then breaking it down, back and forth. Two guys it's, it's, do that, and they know their role. Dude, and amazing. he like calls it, and then like moves his chair over, <laughs> and then breaks it down, and then doubles it. Like it's just weird. When I watched him do it, because I was intrigued. I, obviously, I hear you guys, and I don't watch it enough. And I'm just kind of paying attention to him, the job he's doing, not even the racing. I'm just listening to him, it's, and I'm like, dude's like a wizard. Yeah, you know, he just played both roles. Like yeah. he's literally like he's talking to himself. Think and about it's him crazy. in that trailer, and he, and he's watching it, and he's like, oh, and he's yelling, and like he's just into it, right? He's just full passion into yeah, it. But can we get him some fucking help? I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, it's a multi-million-dollar corporation. There's VIP tents everywhere. There's probably like a pig on a skewer roasting slowly <laughs> underneath one of those VIP tents. There's probably a chocolate fountain. How about you skip the chocolate fountain <laughs> in one of the VIP tents? And get Malin a help, a, a partner. Those are all. Those are all paid for. People pay good money to go on those things. I'm sure those are profit centers, not uh, not something where they're spending money. You can go to GoFundMe then. Well, just just something, please. <laughs> good God. Um, I think he's killing it. I think he's killing well, yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. I he, I, he does I, not get a partner because I, I want to continue to be able to be in there. So no. I'm I'm hoping. Yeah, JT's um, like, shut up, Steve. Uh, I got you to go in there all the time. F- Stop. How far from like Stockholm? How far was it? Uh, it's what's well, got by Gothenburg. Oh, Gothenburg. Right? Okay, so we flying to Gothenburg. Together with the yep. Polaroids. Uh, he, he did have Polaroids when I was at the race with him in Gothenburg in 2008. Yep. Uh, I was there. So on the front end and say that. Yep. Were you? Were yeah. You I went or two years. Next year. Oh, no, 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 no. I went the, the shorty year. Did short go in eight or nine? He was there both. He was there both. Uh, were you, was Michael Byrne there when you were there? No. I went the year that Hanson pulled off because he had to go to the bathroom in the middle of Maine. <laughs> Whatever right, year that was. Year I was there. Yeah, yeah. I went two years back so, to back. It was, it was awesome. Year where Christian Craig never left the hotel room or something? Mm, I'm not sure. Okay. All right. I went the year that we did a training camp the next day. Siebler, we all did like a riding school, in, like in the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for Honda, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's about an hour north of Gothenburg. So okay. it's on the right. west coast of Sweden. It's about 500K from uh, Stockholm, so other side of the country. Ah, okay. All right. All right, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing here. Let's. Uh, I'm going to run down the top 15 in points. I was going to meant to give you a heads up on this earlier, JT. My bad. I'm going to run the top. Fi- right. I'm going to run down the top 15 in, in the points in each class. We don't have a ton of time here, but I just want. Okay. I just want a sentence or two 
about the guy's national series. That's it. Just how he did this just, summer. Just, just your thoughts. On his summer. On his summer. So I Good. First thought about it or whatever. Like, Good, bad. Yeah, I, I got you. Uh, yep. Or if you, even if you like the particular gear set he wore, whatever. The first thing that comes to mind. Whatever comes to your mind. Yes. Right. Yes. Are you, it's kind of like the BTO Sports uh, sponsor read that goes so terrible on our show all the time. So, okay. all right. I'll start with you, Daniel. First up, 15th place, 450 class. John Short. Man, like I'm a diehard fan. And I talk to Greg Albertson a lot, so I know a lot about what's going on with John. And. I'm all in on that guy. I love him. And I hope that he can take what he did, go indoors, and build on it. And then I think that'll give him a shot at making something out of this. But right. he's got to do it indoors. JT? Yeah, uh, I wish he could get a little bit better at Supercross because I think he could definitely get a ride. Um, yeah, that's really my only thought. He's incredibly good at outdoors. Just the Supercross thing is holding him back from taking the next step as far as equipment. All right, JT, I'll go with you. Dean Ferris, 14th. I think he was pretty frustrated with the team and the equipment, as you saw Plessinger and Barsha have issues as well. Uh, so I, I think it was, uh, I think as frustrated as we were watching him, I think he was even more frustrated with how it was going. Daniel Blair? Uh, from what I understand of the situation, made a pretty big investment in himself to leave what he had, which was a pretty good deal. And I'm just kind of bummed it didn't work out for him because from the people that I know that know him, they say he's a good dude. So I'm, I kind of feel bad on just the way his investment didn't turn out. All right, 13th was uh, Dean Wilson. Daniel? Uh, 2020, he's got a deal. Like, man, I'm just happy for him that he's got something and was able to come back, get a couple rounds in to dust the cobwebs off. So All right. just happy he's good to go next year. JT, Dino? For the guy who was we can work with speed, I was hoping to see more speed. Uh, he just didn't have any real flashes. I mean, he was, he was solid, no big deal. Uh, I just wanted to see him, you know, put up a fastest lap time or something like that, just to just to show some flash and get us excited for 2020. Um, but his pictures from Mocho Rios are awesome, so that's oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw those today. Yeah, twelfth uh, place, Benny Boss, JT. Benny, uh, he got better and better. Um, you know, it's, he was second fastest in qualifying, which I think shows what he's capable of, and. Uh, Put in results at the right time. You know, it was between him and Justin Bogle, and it still might be. I have no idea. Uh, but, yeah, he was riding good at the right time and uh, did probably everything he could do, really, to try to secure his ride again for next year. All right, Benny Boss. Uh, Grant Langston called him the baby giraffe. Uh, that bummed me out because I made up that nickname, and that's the second time Grant has <laughs> stolen from me. Okay, all right. So. Uh, 11th, Savachi. Uh, Daniel, Joey Savachi. <sighs> weird I, I don't know what I don't even know I, I guess guy gets good starts that's one thing but th just a weird summer of missing the one the bike problems the crushing fantasy dreams um, I, I just the weirdest summer I don't even know all right JT Savachi rode really well at the end uh, he claps back a lot of people on social media uh, but in the end, he's going to get a good deal next year, make a lot of money on factory equipment, so it's fine. He's uh, he's going to get more opportunities to, to prove himself. Tenth place, Blake Baggett. JT. Yeah, definitely a disappointing summer. Uh, dealing with an eye infection, all kinds of issues. Never really felt like himself. Uh, even though the Moto Mount Morris that he won was surprising, I think he surprised himself 
it was really just a lost cause. Every time I would ask him how things are going, he would just shake his head. That was even early in the season, so I think it was just a summer to forget. Yeah, he told me at one point that we should play Fultmax Fantasy for just him, his finishes. So Yeah, I don't I don't think he had any real answers for anybody, and I don't think he was able to do much about it as far as practicing or anything. Play back at Daniel. Uh, I don't like what I'm about to say, but I kind of feel this might be the beginning of the end and not like the end like he's done but kind of just a downward spiral on the results slowly deteriorating i just think that the, the next generation is going to come up um the guys are all kind of i know but i'm just the guys that are in their prime are coming off of a pretty solid summer um he's gonna have to rebuild again going back into supercross i mean i, I hope i'm wrong but i just i kind of feel like what we saw in Supercross might not happen again next year, and he's just might Man, that's just. Rough. I know, and I. <laughs> I think he's. Yeah, I think he's younger. How old do you think he is? Uh, he's twenty six, same age as Anderson and yeah, Tomac. Yeah. No, that's yeah. That's and when great. I say the end, I, mean, I don't mean like he's going to suck and can't get top tens. I just mean the flashes that we've seen, we've all been kind of waiting for. I, I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not seeing him. That's all. All right, Justin Bogle. You suck. Yeah, jackass. I'll text you. Uh, I'll text you later, and we'll make some bets on that because I, I feel differently than. than okay. That. Justin Bogle, Daniel, um, ninth. Quiet summer, kind of. I guess he had that one hole shot that you guys all predicted. Was it Unadill on the fantasy no, show? No, Butts Creek, Dan Truman predicted Yeah, one it. of you and I was. Uh, yeah. I laughed and I was like, yeah, it'll happen. And it did. Yep. Um, but for the most part, I, I, I'm happy with just the positivity that guy's had all year. I had a chance to talk to him a couple times. And um, the summer was really quiet. But I, I hope he gets another shot because this year was weird. He got a late start. So I hopefully he can right the wrong on what's going on there and get another shot at it because I, I, I think there's still something there with him. All right, JT. Bogle? Yeah, I think he was pretty frustrated. He was sick and he couldn't ride a lot and he's going out there unprepared and he really his back was up against the wall because he knows he doesn't have a job for next year lined up. So what is he supposed to do? Um, but I think the biggest takeaway for me was I got to know him a little bit and that guy's awesome. He's so cool. So positive. And he's nothing, yeah, nothing like what I thought from the outside. Uh, so yeah, I'm, uh, oh, I'm a pretty big fan. Did you now. have a bit of a negative thought? Not negative, but a bit of a yeah, I guess negative thought about him. Like in no, the it wasn't so much negative. It was just more like I, I couldn't understand his social media at all. Like I'm just that just makes me old, right? I just <laughs> right. I didn't I didn't get it. I couldn't read it. I didn't know what language it was in. Yep. Uh, but just nothing like I thought as a person. And I'm right. I'm a pretty big fan now. So yeah, yeah, good dude. Uh, Freddie Norin, JT, eighth overall for Fast Freddie. Good for him, man. He took advantage of an opportunity that was handed to him and uh, made the most of it. You know, I, I, he couldn't really back up that first weekend. Which is weird, uh, which so is solid. totally weird, by the way. Yeah, you, it's so much adrenaline, I think, right? He's just so pumped up, but he was still super solid. And I mean, to end up eighth in the series, I'm sure he'll take that all day long. And I think he found a home with JGR for, you know, for outdoors, at least for next year. I, I I can't say for sure, but I have a strong feeling they'll be calling him up and saying, hey, we need, a, we need a guy for outdoors. Let's do it. Daniel? Yeah, you mentioned that one race, which was the crazy good one, and the rest weren't at that level. But take that one out, it was still, like, so much good, like, the whole way through. Even the bad ones were good. I hey, felt like there was that one high, high one, right. but the rest were, like, just right behind there, solid. I mean, he was a legit factory quality level dude think all the about, way through. Think about on a factory privateer out of a van on a Honda. I mean, he, oh, was, I, he was good. So uh, he, um, he's he's a phenomenal outdoor rider. All right, Daniel, seventh place, Justin Barsha. Uh, got better there at the end with those couple motos. Yep. Um, and I obviously listen to the things you guys say. I know Preston's over there fixing some things and. 
trying um, to anyways and, trying and, and to they're riding today at indiana that was the team is that the team davy was, was talking, talking about, about. Yeah, and right. and they they need that and J- justin had i mean if you go back to supercross the way he came out on fire with that win and then just so much weird stuff and to see him kind of end there getting back at it yep is a good sign for him and hopefully just has he, a clean off season he told me he thought he rode better at buds than he did when he podiumed at unadilla even though he was fifth or sixth or whatever he was he was just in the battle you know he was just happier to be there uh jt barsha yeah, it's weird, weird season overall for all of it. I mean, he wins the first race at Anaheim and then uh, really struggles after that. And then he started to find his form again late in the season. So I guess if you're looking for a silver lining, it was that he was his best late. And yeah. uh, that'll give him some confidence going into the off season. But yeah, really strange season, man. Uh, Cooper Webb, JT, sixth place. Well, after winning the Supercross Championship, it's kind of all just whatever yeah the summer doesn't even really matter nope that's, uh, that's what i've been but, saying yeah i'm just like yeah you're good you're good you won supercross yeah. <laughs> yeah he steadily improved though i think you know millville kind of showed what he can be and uh yes yeah, assuming he's able to start preparing at the normal time you know which would be october uh and definitely by november one uh i think he'll be right back in the mix for supercross his starts were so unbelievable and he put himself in such a position to do well like RC would say. Yeah. Uh, and then he's so confident, too. If you give that kid confidence, man, it's like he can ride past his even ability okay. because mentally he believes he can. Okay, so, weirdest. Uh, I ex- I ex- sorry. Go ahead. Weirdest win of the year. McElrath at Buds, Webb at Millville, or Barsha at A1? Oh, I would say definitely McElrath. Yeah, the other two are muddy, so <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. But McElrath, I, I'm looking at your paper right now, and I love Shane, but he went 8-9. This last race, <laughs> I that uh, was the, one of the weirdest wins, yeah, maybe ever. Uh, um, okay, Cooper Webb, uh, JT, I'm with you on. I think he's going to be fine for next year. This summer was obviously not great, but it was also he's coming off of the uh, the hangover of the win, and I and I kind of figured that was going to happen. But I'm just anxious to see if it's going to be the same because Anderson wins in 18, and then 19 was bad. Webb's coming back. I only had two races to see Anderson, but but it was bad. It was bad. And what I'm saying is this year was so good for Cooper indoors. And if everybody's back 100% and Kenny's better and Eli's better and now Adam's in there and they got their own little thing and Anderson's back, I'm so anxious to see if it's going to be the same Cooper or or not. I'm it's uh, to me, it's the biggest mystery going into 2020. Will he be the same guy who was okay. just we locked got, in? We gotta or this, we gotta hurry this thing around. Sorry. I just said a couple thoughts. Okay, right. you guys are both going on and on. Fourth place, Daniel Blair, Jason Anderson. I would say, kind of overly impressive at times, and then kind of standard at times. He had a few motos where I was like, "Damn, okay," and then a lot of them that were right around what I thought. So I would say, I'd say, pretty standard to good. JT Anderson. Team Fred. <laughs> Standard to good. Uh, all right, Marvin Muscan, JT. Man, weird year. You just start to wonder, is he ever going to find a way to win a championship? And it was another year just like that. Really good. One races. You know, elite of the sport. Yep. Can't win a championship again. That's really all I got. It, now uh, it's just the mat, you know, the big qu- The question gets harder and harder. Is he ever going to win one? Any issues, JT, with Marvin and Mar- Osborne's crash in the second moto in Indiana? Uh, nope. Okay. Nope, I think uh, for Osborne, it's, impo- it's impossible to take somebody out from the outside. And then, uh, yeah, Marvin just jumped too deep there. Right, okay. Uh, Ken Roxon. Did you wait? Did you talk about Marvin? No. No. Daniel, Marvin. JT said it right. Um, th- 
this is the same guy we've seen now how many years in a row, indoor and outdoor. He does the exact same thing. There's nights where he's unreal. There's days when he's unreal. And then there's always some weird stuff mixed in between. And he's always really, really, really right there. But I, something would have to dramatically change, in my opinion, to just change what he is, who he is. He's, he's the same guy every year, which is really good, but weird stuff. Rocks him, Daniel. The good stuff, the, the Unadilla day, reminded me of the Millville, whatever year that was, where he went from 20th to 2nd. He is a freak of nature when he is on, and I'm just fingers crossed that whatever the issue is, they get it right because mm-hmm. I, I want him at full strength. He's really amazing at full strength, and I, I just hope he gets back to it. JT, Roxon. I would do everything in my power. I would send him to the Mayo Clinic. I would send him to NASA. I would send him to... Uh, some sort of secret government facility. They got to figure out what's wrong with him, and I know, maybe they already do. But if that guy's right and he's healthy, he can win. You know, every time he lines up, potentially. Um, but they've got to figure it out and get a handle on it. He uh, he was on my flight back to uh, from Indianapolis, and we talked after we all got on board, off board, and he was like, "I got to do straight rhythm because you know it's a Red Bull thing, and he's only done it once, and they're on him, so he's going to do it on a, on a two stroke." On a Honda, mm-hmm. and then he said he's not racing anything else. He's not touching a bike for a long time. I'm like, yeah, don't don't do that. Don't get on a motorcycle. Well, you can see the injuries he's had. The, yeah. the talents there. He'll yeah. be fine. Take a break. Do yeah. whatever. Uh, actually, he was sitting right across from Eli. Eli and him were in first class. So were was they, I. Were they drinking Coors Lights? No, but oh. they were right across from each other. It's pretty funny. Uh, all right, Tomac, Daniel. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to ask JT. Okay. Does he get a Supercross title or does he go five straight outdoor? Which one's more likely? Five I think he wins one, straight. yeah. Two more outdoors in a row oh. or gets a Supercross? Okay. I mean, he'll be my pick to win next year, to win the, the championship. I mean, he's he's 0 for 3 and then 3 and 0. But Which one's I more still, likely if you had to put money down? And I know no, I think he wins the championship next year. I, I Indoor? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always pick who I feel the best guy is. That's what I'm going to always do, even if it's wrong. I'm going to pick who I think the best guy is, and I think he's the best guy. So why would I not pick him? True. All right. We've got to go through 250s, too, but let's go just top 10. Okay. And make it quicker, boys. All right. All right. 10th place, 250 class in the season in, in uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. I'll start with you, JT. 10th place, Hunter Lawrence. Unrealized potential so far. Capable of winning, but uh, got to figure out the, you know, the issues he had a broken collarbone and a torn ACL all in one summer and that's coming off of problems in MXGP as well so and coming off supercross uh, preseason problems exactly yeah so the potential's there but he's got to stay healthy and put seasons together here Daniel blown away by some of the individual motos like as legit as can be that guy is uh, but got to clean up these problems because it, it honestly year one really really rough year uh, Shane McElrath Daniel one one at Bud's Creek. I don't know what to say. That's, <laughs> that's all you got. That's all I got. Uh, JT, uh, twenty twenty regional Supercross champion. Whoa, yep. really? Uh, how do you like that? Um, all right, JT. Michael Mosman, eighth place overall. Season of improvement. He turned it around. I think he was on the verge of uh, not having a ride or a factory ride for twenty twenty, but huge improvement. Really, kind of stepped up to the call and uh, made himself. You know, maybe not championship relevant, but podium relevant, and that's good enough to get yourself a deal. So, nice job by him, Daniel. I mean, he's a NorCal guy, so I'm so pumped on him. And the fact that he was looking like this was not going to work out, 
and yeah, the really fact was. that he turned it around. He turned it around with speed first. So it was a little rough and sketchy. Yeah. But then he cleaned it up and I I going into next year, he's I'm excited for him next year. He's so he's legit. You almost wonder if Rockstar's making a mistake by letting Jordan Bailey go. Because it, it would be Jordan Bailey's third year, just like Moseman. And I think that they're wondering the same thing, and they're right. Ugh, that's yep. tough because the Moseman thing, I don't even think that they thought it was going to work out. I think it kind of just fell into place, and yep. then they're like, "Well, let's see," and it did. So, um, happy for him, though. Uh, all right, Colt Nichols, twenty twenty regional Supercross champ. Oh wow! Okay, all right, JT Colt Nichols, impressive for me. Uh, that lost a little bit of consistency there at times, but definitely he, will win races in 2020. He would have had fourth in the points if he missed the last four motos. So yeah, just uh, yeah, but he was he was really good. I mean, it was definitely yeah. his breakout year, right. starting at A one and then all the way through. Alex Martin, JT, sixth overall. Uh, he kind of turned it around. I mean, it was catastrophic for most of the year, and then he, you know, I don't know if it was the engine package they found or something he changed but they turned it around to where it wasn't a disaster and they can look back and find some positives to uh, to work on for 2020 uh, i'll say slower than jmart on jmart's first day back on the bike <laughs> jmart's claiming he's already better better than big al jt <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing he said yeah, it's right funny. out of yeah, the gate he's joking obviously uh chase sexton daniel oh man um I'm curious for next year. I, I, I'm high on him. I think he's a, obviously a potential threat indoor and out. Um, but from what I understand, if he doesn't win the Supercross title next year, he is eligible to stay back. Yes. But Honda is kind of planning as if he's going to. So I, By all signs, I 2021, he'll, he'll be full-time 450. And if he goes and gets third in points straight up, really? I, we'll see. I, I I just I hope that him and Forkner continue that their little rivalry all the way up. I just I, I like right. that. So. All right, JT Sexton, Chase Sexton. He's really good. I, I love watching him ride. I think his style is flawless, and uh, I was pretty frustrated. I I don't know him at all. Uh, I've talked to him a few times, but I was pretty frustrated with that no one got to him and kind of steered him in the right direction with the WW Ranch deal. Uh, but yeah, he's got a really bright future. All right, JT, RJ Hampshire, fourth overall. I think his results are completely non-indicative of how well he rode this summer. I think I mean, you he, look at his overalls. So I bet you he passed the most riders in the class. <laughs> oh, no doubt. <laughs> Indoor, too. His overalls were terrible. When you yeah. look at his results on paper, they were terrible. Yeah. But he was so damn fast. So uh, I think he is due for a change. And if he can find a way to get the starts on the Husky, which he was definitely not getting on uh, his Geico Honda, then that could be the difference in complete, you know, completely change of season. Daniel? Big year for him to put the whole season together, and get, he's going to get a permanent number. I mean, that's a pretty big feat for a guy who has been so squirrely out of the gate. And a, a big, I felt like this was a big changing year, mature year for him. And like JT said, if that Husky ends up working out right for him and it, it's good underneath him, the next year, he's legitimately winning races, too. It just matters if that transition goes right. But he made the big change, for all sure. Right. Justin Cooper, third overall. Oh, I just hope he shreds the donations. That's all I said. I mean, I heard you guys talking about the, the Barsha, the, the different possibilities you could go there. And I could see both arguments. But I, for him, the route that he did it, you know, the, the, the going the different route in the amateur career, I'm a huge fan of the way he's done it, and I just I hope he just shreds those dudes uh, in, in a month. That's, all right, JT. Uh, 
Do you think that Zach Osborne is going to get sick of hearing me talk about these guys that Justin Cooper starts and everything from between now and uh, I'm, September 27th? I, I'm fucking sick of it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I, I'm getting I, warmed I, up. I, I fucking I had to listen to you fucking idiots talk about hurlings and for a hundred group texts, like hundred messages, just back and forth. Yeah, we're a month out. Get used to it. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Ferrandis, JT. I don't really want to talk about it. He's on. He was on Team France last year. Um, <laughs> it's that part of the year. <laughs> no, nah, he's damn good. I, I honestly give him a lot of credit for the way he raced since really all year. Mm-hmm. You know, he he never resorted to anything stupid. He was really respectful. What about um, what so about yeah, when he first I, raced Supercross? Right? He was just a, he's, he was just a, he just, kicking everybody out. He was I don't know what the hell he was doing? <laughs> I didn't like him at all back then. Like at all. Like, <laughs> He was very was aggressive. Really over him. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad he kind of sorted that out because I. I do think he's a really nice guy, and yeah, yeah. he's he's hard to root against. Right. Uh, he he made a comment. We don't have time to play it. Well, maybe we'll play it later. But he told me he was a little pissed at Justin Cooper after uh, a- after Indiana. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, let me let me. We can't have time to play it, Marks. But I got it right here. Um, wow. Here's his transcribed uh, stuff. Um, so I said, Wait, that, this is after this, this is now. This is after Indiana. Okay. I said to him, when Justin passed you in the first moto, were you like, hey, dude, what are you doing? That's what I said. Yeah, I don't know how to say with my words. If I have a teammate, he's challenging for the, and he's challenging for the championship, and the team asked me to do something or whatever, I can help. I would probably help, but he decides not to. But he decides not to help. He do what he he do what he wants. When you're on the bike, you're alone. You take your own decision. I was a little disappointed, but at the same time, I don't care. I showed him that I was better, and that was the most important. The thing that made me disappointed is I feel sometimes that my teammates or or also the other riders that are a bit slower than me or AC, they kind of give everything they had to protect the position to me, for me, but when AC came, they all just go and they open the door. So I felt like a little bit all season. I don't know if it's me or if it's true. Mm, that reminds me of Paula when he said that, Man, I don't know, if maybe AC took me out. Maybe he was mad about Supercross. Right. Remember that? Like yeah. that's... It was wrong. He that he was wrong then, and I think he's kind of wrong about that. But everything before that, I felt was dead on. I, mean, yeah. I thought he was what, perfect till that. What do you think, JT, of those comments? Well, I think with a thirty-point lead, I don't think uh, Justin Cooper's like, yeah, dude, sorry, you're going to lose the title. You know, like if if AC has a mechanical DNS, I'm I'm pretty sure they would have flagged Cooper down, and he would have let yeah. Brandis by or would do whatever he needed to do. But sorry, man, thirty points, you're you need a miracle. And they're going to know that you, your miracles happened at some point during the moto. So, yeah, Justin Cooper wants to win, man. Like, yeah. he's, he's out there racing for himself, and it's not like it's a five-point gap. It's 30. Right. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I agree. I totally agree with Brandis there. All right. Adam Seen Cirillo. JT? Uh, what can you say? Uh, suffered one of the worst finale beats you could ever have and then came back and absolutely dominated this summer. I mean, the, his worst moto was a fifth. Uh, yeah. I have nothing but admiration for what he did and the maturity and the integrity that he was able to ride with. I mean, we called well done. We called him earlier and uh, asked him about – he's thinking about taking nine. Where are you at? Nine or 92 for for AC? Uh, I would take nine all day. Uh, really? A single-digit number is one of the biggest, uh, like, I guess uh, – Honors? Or the right word. Honors. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's a great word, yeah, yeah. Um, that you can have in the sport. And mm-hmm. yeah, whether you like the number or not, I don't think you should pass up that that chance. Well, Daniel and I disagree. <laughs> That's fine. I, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm yeah. just saying if it was me. 
Yep. That's all. All right. Uh, my thoughts on AC. Um, you already gave your thoughts on AC. Yeah, I did. But one last thing. You just you kind of see someone's character and who they are as a racer and their ability to bounce back. Um, it's how you respond on a bad day. And, again, the way he started those – what, he won the first three or four overalls? Three? Four? Four. Four. The way that he came out and won four straight after Vegas, like, God. I mean, yeah. you, you, you can't not respect that. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, all right, JT. Thanks, bud. Thanks for you. Got to be uh, you got to be pretty tired. You're on you're on Swedish time. So uh, yeah, I don't even know what time I'm on. It's, right. it's been a complete disaster. I've been <laughs> up pretty much every night and then falling asleep. I had like 17 shots of espresso on Sunday. Like not even kidding. Right. Like really, I did. Yeah. Uh, not, probably not good for me. No, probably not. Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. That's Jason Thomas. Thanks for coming on tonight, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. All right. See Later. You. That's Jason Thomas. Let's move right into our next guest. This is uh, a kid straight out of Loretta Lynn's that uh, is taking advantage of the new rule where you can race some pro nationals and uh, get your feet wet a little bit. And uh, he's going to be back down to amateurs, at least for the Monster Energy Cup and, and beyond that. We'll see. Certainly impressed with some great speed out there. Uh, he rides for Geico Honda. He's the real, he's, the, he's my favorite Lawrence. It's Jet Lawrence. What's up, Jet? How are you? Good, thanks. How are you guys? Oh, you're good. I t- when Hunter comes on, I tell him that he's my favorite Lawrence, so I just want you to know that. You, you guys are both my favorite Lawrence. Okay. Yeah. Hey, did we <laughs> did we interrupt Fortnite? I, I was just I was told that you're a big Fortnite guy. I don't want to interrupt it. I, I, I'm sorry about that. No, I, I, I got kicked off before. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good to hear. Uh, hey, man, um, great job, I think, at the Nationals. Uh, Daniel, what did you think of Jets' uh, six motos? I'll go back before that. Okay. So I watched uh, Racer TV for Loretta's. Yep. And, of course, I'm watching the 50 class because yep. I got a 50 rider. Right. But I had to watch the A classes because I just had to see what everyone was talking about. And, dude, uh, I was beyond impressed. So um, just not – I mean, Jet, not only just the results and the speed because obviously everyone loves that, but the way you ride the bike. I don't know who taught you. I don't know if you had coaching, training, or if that's just natural. But, man – uh, you're enjoyable to watch on a dirt bike. So then, and then past that, obviously the six races are, you know, you're you're gonna learn. You're young. You're figuring it all out. But I I thought all good, all positive. Mm. Uh, thanks, man. Thank you a lot. Uh, yeah, I know where I got my start. I think mainly from my brother and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, bits of from other people. Obviously, looking at Dun- Ryan Dungey, Villapoto, yeah, yeah Kenny. Obviously, as a young kid, you kind of pick off them a little bit. Like, yeah, they're the big cop guys who try and do their style. And I basically, like, kind of mixed most of them and that stuff and kind of, like, created my own a little bit. Uh-huh. Probably not. Someone else might have the same style. I'm not 100% sure. But, uh, yeah, try and create my own style a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, thank you, man. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Jet Lawrence. Uh, give us a call. 702-586-7857. Uh, Jet, so I had I had people tell me, and I, I've been to Loretta's once uh, back in the day, but people tell me, look, you got to, it's such a unique track, it's so different, you got to ride there once, twice, three times to really master the ruts and master the way it's laid out, but there you show up, first time ever Loretta's, and you win just about everything. What did you think of the track? Did you think it was weird? Did you think it took some time for you to get adjusted? Uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely not like, it was different, that's for sure. Like, I haven't ridden any other track that was like that. But, uh, cause like, yeah, all the bumps were like they were big. Uh huh. But like, they were really steep. Where like, I've raced on big bumps like it in it, in uh, MXGP. And obviously, like, yeah, after like uh, Iron yeah. Man and the last three rounds and that stuff, they're big bumps. 
but they kind of got not so steep because we're hitting a lot faster, mm-hmm. where these ones are like literally like walls. So that was a little bit uh, hard to try and get used to at first. And even the ruts, like the ruts are deep, but they're also this up straight kind of thing where yeah. I like, I really struggled on the first day. Like I was probably, my teammate Joe busted at like a 49 or something last time. Uh-huh. And I was like... <laughs> four seconds off of that so i was just like oh great oh well, this is gonna happen this is how we're gonna start the week right and uh but yeah somehow i ended up pulling off the win in the first and i was coming in thinking i was going to be around the fifth fifth fourth around there maybe get a podium every now and then and i came off and pulled that off so i was like well i guess we're going to start off the week pretty good then <laughs> but uh yeah definitely i haven't ridden a track not like that yeah, it wasn't like that really. Right. Basically, like it was, uh, I had to learn pretty, like learn the track pretty fast and that stuff, which right. I'm kind of used to a little bit. Because in Europe, when I was in Emx, I uh, had to learn tracks quick also. Because yeah, first time I had ten minutes free practice, uh-huh. and then that goes straight into I think twenty minutes or something, twenty five, uh, twenty or fifteen minutes into time practice. Qualified. So I would have to learn that quick. And then bust out a fast lap, so uh, I got fairly good at tra- like dialing in a track pretty right. quick. So uh, I was lucky I had that uh, little skill in my back pocket. So uh, yeah. Um, hey, what about like so? Yeah, you ride the EMX series, right? And we know how the MXGP guys do it. There's an EMX, uh, you know, two fifty class. There's the EMX one twenty five class. There's lots of people saying that we should do something like that over here. I don't know if we don't have the time. It's a one-day format. It's not the whole weekend and all of that. Did you like that? Do you Did you like showing up, racing in front of, you know, the team managers, in front of all the top teams and riders and everything else, and racing, you know, the amateur series, quote-unquote, uh, on the same tracks with the same lines and everything? Like, how do you feel about that whole process compared to how they do it over here? Um, I, I, I like in Europe. Like, it was over the weekend, like, the two days, because it was a lot, like, relaxing. You'd go, what, you wouldn't have to wake up at, like, I don't know, 5 or 6 in the morning to go right. get ready for pre, uh, free practice. Like, I'm pretty sure, uh, in EMX, I had to wake up fairly early, because mm-hmm. I was, like, kind of early on the track. Yep. But, yeah, Hunter, my brother Hunter was mainly uh, waking up around 10 or, like, 9, having a sleep in. And right. by the time he, well... I've already finished my like time practice and I, uh, yeah, practice. I'm coming in. And he's just getting out of bed having breakfast. So I was like, huh, <laughs> lucky. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I definitely I, I like to do. Well, I like MXGP because it's really like calm. It's not like you do this, this, this. Where over here you're like, I also don't mind it because you just get it all out in one day. Mm-hmm. But like, it's kind of like. You're definitely under the pressure. You've got to do 15 minutes, like, yeah. time practice, then, like, so many hours, and then another one. Then you got, like, only an hour or so till first moto. Then you only got, like, less than an hour it's... for the second one. So, like, you bust it out pretty quick. Like, the day goes pretty fast, which I don't mind. At least you go there, race, then get out. But, uh, no, I, I yeah. definitely like both sides. Both have their, like, better sides than the other. Sure, yeah, yeah. But... It's kind of, I prefer maybe MXGP because you come, you go there, you get to hang out with your mates and that right, stuff. Right, right. Kind of relax a bit. Like, I, 
after probably on Saturday after all qualifying racing and that stuff, I normally go on like hang out with my uh, buddy Jeremy Sudo and that stuff and uh, would do kind of like, yeah, go mess around that. So which yeah. I like that I'm kind of, I like to have fun on the weekend. That yeah. stuff. If I'm having fun, I'll ride good and that stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely like both. That's for sure, but right. uh, yeah, probably MXGP. It's, it's such a rush day in America, and think about like you have five minutes in the first practice, and then the green flag wags. You get about two laps in the very first practice of the day, and then it mm. is fucking go time. Right. It is go time. So it is just a rush day, man. It really is. And I've gone to GPS and way more casual. So I see, like you said, Jed, I see both sides of it. But um, it's a it's a really rush day in America. Before you know it, it's over. Yeah. That's for sure. Like, if you don't get out first, man, like, when they put the green flag down, like, there's guys already doing their hot lap, and I'm still probably on my first lap. and Yeah. Or, like, I'm just halfway through my second lap and that stuff, and most of the guys are already done a yeah. lap time probably by then. So, yeah. But, I uh, yeah. Um, wow, man. Hey, also, you get – you, look, you rode six motos, so you didn't ride the whole series, but you passed a lot of guys, Jet, in your six motos. You have a lot of passing points if they awarded such a thing. <laughs> uh, God, it, felt, it must have felt like crazy for you to some of those races where you were just working through guys left and right. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. I had a a lot of years of that. When I was on um, in Europe on Suzuki 85s, I was obviously a pretty big kid on on that 85 so i was getting terrible starts and coming from like mid-pack to like first and that stuff so uh-huh. my passing got fairly good from then and uh yeah like like you said i passed quite a lot of guys in those uh yeah yeah in these uh three rounds and that stuff like obviously i came in the i think you know i don't know if i passed that many in the first one i came from like somewhere to 21st i think it wasn't uh-huh. a very good one because i crashed but second one, I came from, like, 18th, 19th on the start. Like, well, once I went over the finish line, that stuff, yeah. I went from, like, there to, like, eight, and that stuff. So, probably 10 riders in a moto and that stuff. And uh, Bud's Creek, I think I was around 20, like, 22nd. Or, no, I think I was further back. I was, like, almost last because I got tangled up a little bit in that uh, first corner crash and that. Yep. So, I was pretty far back. And I got to, I think, what was it, like fifteenth? Uh, I yeah, think. Yeah, some of you and Sexton were, were racing through the pack together. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, uh, <laughs> in that one, uh, me and my mechanic had a little bit of a miscommunication, <laughs> and uh, he was cheering me on because I had, I think, handcraft or yeah, handcraft uh, right behind me, and I thought he was telling me to come in because we're talking about, <laughs> I think, uh, like the points you can only get so many points, and you kind of have to go pro, and I didn't want to do that because I still want to do Monster Cup. Yeah. And that stuff to get that experience. So I was like, oh, okay. So I went and pulled in uh, before the finish line. He comes in. He's like, why did you pull in? I'm like, oh, I thought you were telling me to pull in. He's like, no, you dumbass. I was telling you to go. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Well, um, Jet, some of us had you in Pulp Mex Fantasy. Yeah. We, we, there's, very, there's this game called Pulp Mex Fantasy, Jet, and it's very important to a lot of yeah. people, you know? And, yeah, uh, well, I'm so, I'm sorry about that. I had a little bit of a, a <laughs> rookie dumb moment. Then. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. I was just going. He just 
He just turned left. He just he didn't cross the checkers. He just pulled off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah G- GPS on my bar pad said turn left. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. No, for sure. Yeah. So, um, no, man, I think I think it's been a good introduction for you, and I think you showed a lot of speed. So, as we talked about yesterday or Saturday, so you'll do Monster Cup, and there's a chance that you could turn pro and race Supercross, huh? If if things work out, this this may happen. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping definitely. If if my winter goes good with Supercross training, then, uh, and I obviously see like how the teams. Yep. Like yeah, team obviously watching see how see how I am and that yep, stuff. Yep. And uh, if they think I'm ready, yeah, then I'll go. But if I'm still a little bit sketchy and look like I'm going to axe myself, then uh, <laughs> I think I'll just leave that for like the next year and that stuff. Have, have a little bit more of a better yeah, pre- well, not better preparation. Just yeah more time on it supercross because i've never done supercross in my whole life so this is uh this is fairly new for me and that stuff so if i don't go pro in supercross yeah. then yeah i'll probably go pro in uh in outdoors because <laughs> this amateur stuff definitely ain't the definitely ain't the thing for me that's for sure yeah no doubt um so the whole family just left australia like how how many years ago did you guys head to europe and just like was the whole fa- um well we've been in uh i think we've been in the europe for three years, I think we have been. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we left. I think I was only 12 or 13. And, yeah, I think at first it was just uh, me, Hunter, and Dad. Yeah. We went and uh, we stayed in the mechanic's house in uh, CLS in uh, Holland. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and my mum and my other brother, Tate, the middle one, uh-huh. he uh, stayed home and that's, they stayed home and sold sold a little bit more stuff and made sure we sold our house because basically when we left we uh, yeah we sold everything so if we failed in Europe we kind of had nothing to go back to we basically <laughs> had to rely wow. on friends kind yeah, of yeah. thing and uh, so yeah we we left us three uh, yeah me dad and um, Hunter and then yeah obviously I think a few months or like a month or so later mum and Tate came and yeah stayed there for like three years well on our CLS team and uh, yeah we, got, we came over and that stuff and basically they said we could do our visa Yeah, and so we're like oh cool so we basically came over and uh-huh. then they eventually found out that they couldn't so then we were basic, basically illegal there <laughs> so then we couldn't then they weren't paying us at all yeah. so we went a full year without getting paid then we uh. got picked up by Stefan Everts in our MX2 Suzuki world or yep. something like that, I think the name was. Yep. And, yeah, then we got a – Hunter got quite a good payment then. Yeah. So we were able to get some money. And, uh, obviously, that year we also met um, Heiko Klapka, Kenny's dad, which is uh, – he helped a lot. i got to thank him. He was basically like my uh, German dad kind of oh, thing. Oh, was he really, huh? Yeah. He, Hunter spent a lot of months the first year out there, like, by himself. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, last year – the last year when I was in Europe, I spent quite a lot of time out there by myself training in that. So I got to thank him a lot because he helped Hunter and I a lot in this and that stuff. Helped us get, even get a camper in a over there and that stuff. We were basically just sitting there one morning and um, Heiko said to Dave, like, oh, uh, you need camper. And then he goes on to his, amp- uh, his iPad and that stuff and yeah. he's looking. And Dad's like, oh, yeah, I guess we we do. We'll eventually get there and that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then Heiko flips, whacks up this uh, one camper. He's like, oh, you, you like this? <laughs> and Dad's like, yeah, it's not too bad. He's like, yeah. okay, 
I get this. And then the next morning he's coming in, pulling into the, we call it the Clapka Ranch. Yeah, yeah. And pulling in, uh, honking the truck and that stuff. It was pretty funny. He's a, Definitely got a funny character I, he is, but he, uh, yeah. i got to thank him a lot. I've heard some stories. I also heard he's got some pretty good outdoor and supercross track at, over there in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, his super, supercross track is not too bad. Like, to start off on, it was really, really good. Yeah. I obviously did a little bit, like, but yeah. that was mainly play riding. I had motocross suspension in. Right. But uh, the motocross track, it's uh, pretty gnarly. In the winter, it gets quite, the dirt gets pretty soft and, like, it's quite tacky in that and it's right. pretty fun. But uh, once it hits summer, man, I think those are, uh, I'm pretty sure Kenny remembers some of the bumps. So uh, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really, right? Back there. It, doesn't, it doesn't change that much. Uh, no. But uh, yeah, it was, it was really good training that, like, that track. It was pretty gnarly. Dude, so at 12 or 13, you're in Australia and you got your buddies and you're just like, hey, I'm going to Europe. I'll see you guys later. Like, <laughs> you've led a really interesting life, man, for, for, for your age. Yeah, like, I've. I'm def- definitely lucky. If I didn't have, like, yeah, my brother Hunter, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Where he got, he basically got picked up by CLS and that stuff. Hunter got, like, third yep. in Spain on 125 at Worlds. And, they, yeah, obviously they called Dad, had uh, contact Dad and that stuff. And he's like, yeah, well, we have another son and that stuff. So they basically <laughs> signed me also. So they're like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. They signed me and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how oh, cool! They got a little brother. Oh yeah, is he good? Yeah, give him. We'll give him a bike too. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get him one also. So obviously, very thankful of Hunter and that stuff because I wouldn't be definitely wouldn't be where I am today. Yep. Without him, but uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah cool life. I mean, I like I said, you've, you've traveled the world, man, and you're in America now, and like, just really cool. Like, uh, obviously, at the expense mm-hmm. of you know, you've been working hard, you train hard. Um, and all of that. So there's things you've had to give up as a, a, your, that your mates would, would, would still do and love to do. But on the other hand, look at the experiences mm. you've had. It's incredible, you know? Yeah. So. You definitely can't buy that type of experience, that's for sure. No, no, no. What's your favorite thing about America so far? Like, what's the thing that you just you just love? Um, Probably the amateur races, the golf carts. <laughs> yeah, the golf carts. But most, most importantly, probably Chick-fil-A. Oh, really? boy, I like uh, you even more. Steve hates you now. I, I, I can't stand I, I Chick-fil-A. I like Chick-fil-A sauce, that's for sure. Me it and is. my uh, buddy Hunter and uh, the filmer guy, we, me and him are buddies, and we all, always go get get some Chick-fil-A. We get like a full-on armful of the Chick-fil-A sauce. Cause <sighs> we, ain't, we ain't run out of that. No, stuff, no, no you, got, you got plenty of it, huh? We can't run out of that. <laughs> Chick-fil-A ain't nothing without their Chick-fil-A sauce, that's for sure. Uh, it's so much easier living in America. I lived in Europe for a little bit, and I've been over there a ton for racing. It is so much easier to live in North America than it is in Europe. It's just way more convenient, just so much easier. Yeah. You know? Totally, dude. In Europe, oh, it's like, you, even the people that lived there looked like they hated their lives. Like, it was, <laughs> most of the year, it was cold. Cold. Everything's closed like, after like eight o'clock at night or seven o'clock at night. Everything's yeah, closed. Eight o'clock, it's closed. Weekend, it's only open like Saturdays. Mainly open up till like lunchtime and it's closed until like Tuesday. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't even open on Monday. It's like, I know, right? What are you it's doing? it's so like, inconvenient. Most of the time we'll be cycling. 
And, like, we'll just look at... Even old people, like, we'll just look at them and they would give us the most dirtiest look, <laughs> like, that we killed their dog or something. It's like, what did we do? Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. We're just cycling. You're happy. You're going back home. We're cycling for, like, an hour and a... Yeah, like yeah. two hours, so... Yeah, you try cycling... Try cycling on these roads that are five feet wide and they fit two cars <laughs> driving across five feet oh, wide yeah. roads, right? Like, yeah. No, the roads in Holland and that are pretty good. Like, well, not good... But the bicycle roads, the bicycle are lanes, really, yeah, really yeah, good. yeah. Like, they have like you basically the cars have to give way to the bicycles. Like the bicycles, at everything. That's over there. true like, because a lot of people yeah. do it when you go to Amsterdam. Like, it's them. nothing but bicycles when you go to Amsterdam. All right, oh, like, yeah, yeah. So that's I true. Hate it, and stupidest place in the world, Amsterdam. <laughs> I hate it. We went there with our nana and pop. So like, oh yeah, we go into the famous Amsterdam. We literally walked, went in there, couldn't find a path. We rode drove all the way back out of Amsterdam, parked, got a tram into Amsterdam and that stuff, walked around. We were just dodging stupid bike riders and that stuff. And you don't get out of the way, they'll yell at you. Like, yeah. I swear, I almost started so many fights so I'd get pissed because some guy would come up behind me and just start yelling at me because I was in his way. Oh, like, shit. go around me. Yeah. Idiot. I was like, the most crappiest place. Ever, yeah, I, I don't like that place very much. Yeah, too many people. Did Did you Just, have a not not the nice place <laughs> at CLS? Did Did Harry Nolte, a Dutch guy, work at CLS? I think. What do you know that name? Yes, he uh he he did. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did at uh, my end. Did the motors? Yeah, I worked with him at KTM in 2000 when Langston came over. He's a good guy. He was funny, oh, really? funny guy. Yeah, yeah, Harry Nolte. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he uh, he loves Applebee's. Loves Applebee's <laughs> in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so. funny thing, I I just got back from Applebee's because uh, today is my mum's birthday, so we just went out for uh, for some dinner. Mm-hmm. Got some Applebee's. I got some, a nice full rack of uh, double glazed uh, baby back. <laughs> ah, so America, bro. These yeah. colors, these colors don't run. America. America. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, Applebee's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's all in, man. Yeah, sure. Hey, Jed, I got a yeah. question for you. So you and your brother both yeah. seem like you got outgoing personalities, not afraid to smack talk a little bit. And then I know you look up to him because he's your big bro, but do you guys, yeah. uh, do you, do you guys get at each other a little bit? I, I, I mean, I'm vibing that you guys definitely poke at each other a little bit. Oh, for sure. There's not a day we don't wake up and give each other crap. We'll say something like, <laughs> like I, I even say now, like, dude, for sure, I would beat you right now, hands down. Like, even though he's got his leg, like, broken knee or something like that, like, I was like, I got, I got you, dude. You ain't nothing to me. Like, we always talk crap. Like, I give it to RJ and Chase and that stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I even gave it to Kenny on, um, well, I think at Buzz Creek came up and hit my back wheel. I was like, boy, I don't care you went 1-1 last weekend. I'll still fight your T-Rex ass, <laughs> Like, messing around that stuff. We all, I always talk crap with it, everyone. Like, and yeah. they, they know I don't mean it, mean it. Like, right, I'm right. just messing around. I'll talk crap to RJ and that stuff. Like, at uh, Unadilla, I think last, on the second one, on the last lap, he, like, crashed twice or, like, crashed so many times, did 360s on the track. <laughs> And uh, and I knew that I wasn't catching him at all. And I, I just came in. I seen him when I came in the finish line. I'm like, I came in. I'm like, bro, I was catching you. <laughs> so if I was a 50 minute motor. I would have had you, dude. What had you, man? Like, yeah. We talked so much. And he's just like, and he's just fun. looking at you like this kid is first race. Like this kid's first race. Yeah. 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 He, he's like, 
man, shut up. He's like, look at the lap times. He went and got the lap times up and that stuff. Man, you weren't even close to me, dude. Oh, I like it. What do you mean? <laughs> we always give each other crap. Plus, my mechanic gives me so much crap about everything. Yeah, I like Pretty it. Funny. I, yeah, I got to have some fun. Everyone looks at me. Yeah, everyone looks at me on the start line because I call them shorty or short stack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call them shorty and they just look at me like, what? What? Uh, People can, look at me like and go, what, what, what is he talking about? I can't believe that no good brother of yours hurt his knee. Yeah. Oh, I was bummed to read that, yeah. dude. I was so bummed to read that. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. He, he, just, like, he just buckled under pressure, you know. I was training <laughs> with him. I, I haven't trained with him for a while, and it's like the second day. He was already buckling. Yeah, I mean, you, when you push it. him to the limit, that's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. He handles it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Jet. Even after that, even Milo was coming over to me going, oh, I don't want don't want anything to do with him. He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping ship. Nah. I'm, out, I'm out of there. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. so Jet, you like Chick-fil-A? You I like... want a new owner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you like Chick-fil-A and Applebee's. What do you think of the uh, the American girls, in particular the Southern California ones? I'm telling you right now, you got to watch out for them. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I got so many in the DMs, you know, just like, nothing. Especially like doing, yeah, doing push-ups. This comes every day, you know. No, I'm kidding. No, I haven't. I haven't focused much on girls, really. Uh, I've mainly focused on. Um, like, yeah, motocross and that stuff. I obviously see some on the race weekends. I'd normally scare them off. They'll walk by the truck or the semi and that stuff. I would just yell out, hey, what's going on? They look at <laughs> yeah, me and oh start boy. running. I don't know why. Yeah, they probably like they start it. running. Yeah, they start running. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, they must They must have forgot they had to do a run or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's away. it. Yeah, they had to get their, their walk yeah. in. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, thanks for yeah. the time tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, um, man, thanks. We need to get you and Hunter on the same line at the same time at oh, some man. point and just just, <laughs> and just get listen to you two guys go at it. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Nah. Um, Thanks for having me. That's for sure. I, I had a blast. Uh, I was definitely uh, smiling a lot before this. I was definitely excited. So, uh, yeah, Good. thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you, man. We'll see you at the Monster Cup, all right? And, uh, hey, listen, Jed, yeah, if, you need, if you need an agent – Dump the one you got. Text me. No problem. We'll, we'll dial you in, all right? Okay? So just, you know. Right, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. Okay. All right. It's fantastic. Thanks, Jet. See you, man. All right. All right. Later. See you. That's Jet Lawrence, everybody, from Geico Honda. People have been telling me I need to get him on the show. I uh, know. People have uh, been like, you got to get him on. I've talked to some of the Geico guys this summer, and they're just like, Daniel, wait until you meet these brothers, man. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, really? Yeah. Like, and the little one? Oh, yeah. my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, heard the, I've heard the same thing. They're like, you got to talk to Jet. Yeah. You got to talk to this Jet kid. Crazy like, story, though, huh? How uh, they go. And the Geico guys even told me, too. They're like, man, we really wanted Hunter. And they're like, we got a little brother. And they're like, yeah, we, you know, we, we want Hunter. And they're like, no, we got a little brother, too. And they're yeah. like, okay, He's I guess. And right. then they're like, Oh, yeah. whoa, all right. So yeah. I think they kind of struck on that one a little bit. But yeah. I'm impressed with the way he wrote. Again, just visually. You know, you look at the results and how he's done. Dude, he the, wrote, the he numbers, wrote, he the wrote numbers, better. He wrote better than his results. He yeah, really the did. numbers mean nothing. If this yep. sheet is right, did he go from 30th to 12th in the first moto at yeah. Indiana? Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, I, and it, again, just the way it looks. You can always judge. If you see someone go flying by and they're ripping, that's cool. But it, it's yeah. how it looks sometimes. And he looks like it's not. Yep. Hard to do what he's doing, yeah. and that's uh, that's impressive. Absolutely, uh, Robert. What's going on? What's happening, Robert? Hey, I was gonna say, with all your branching out here with uh, your pulp empire, 
We need a Canadian pulp every week. With Galdi and Noof? Uh, yes. They they are fucking gold. They're good, right? Like, they're, they're really oh, good. Dude. <laughs> Dude, like with the Yamaha launch, like everything they've done in the last two weeks has been nothing but gold. And and Canadian motocross is is a spectacle. Oh, it's WWE right now. It it is full WWE. And it's amazing. The the riders up there are absolutely amazing. But the storyline is just incredible. Like you can't script it. No, you can't. You can't. Uh, Those guys are really good buddies of mine, and they're 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 awesome guys. And that is how they are, twenty four seven. They just bicker at each other. And they just talk shit, and then that gold. No, and gold, yeah. gold's insane. Gold, yeah. get 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 like a couple of cores lights in gold, and he's he's just nuts. Like, yeah. he's, he's awesome. Like, yeah. he's no, he's he, awesome. he's a piece of work. Did you hear his Carney story from the first time he was on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Carney ripped him off, and he went to the ATM, and then he got ripped <laughs> off again. And didn't want to fight the guy. And yeah, cops came looking guy, for him. Yeah, no, he's great. He's he's like he literally he's like. The motocross version of the Trailer Park Boys. Yep, pretty much. Yep, that actually captures <laughs> him pretty, pretty well. No, for sure. That's yeah. Fucking, no, make, make it happen. We need. Uh, we need I'll work on need, that. Uh, Paul Max Canadian version. I will work on that. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank Love you. you. Thanks. Uh, by the way, speaking of Newf, uh, Atlas Brace, we ran a contest last week. Uh, we had people post on social media why they want an Atlas Brace. Atlas Brace, of course, the pinnacle in neck protection out there. And the folks like Chase Sexton and Marty Davalos and Jason Anderson won a Supercross title with an Atlas Brace. Uh, the winner is Zach Cantrell. We'll post that up tomorrow on our social. But Zach Cantrell, you win an Atlas Brace from the folks at atlasbrace.com. Speaking of Atlas Brace, let's go right into the Works Connection will call. This week, worksconnection.com. Please check them out, whether it's their easy pull clutch uh, perch adjuster, whether it's their uh, easy start device, whatever it is, Works Connection's got you covered. Pulpamex20 is the code to save at worksconnection.com. It's a Works Connection will call. What's up, Will? How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on so late. Appreciate it. We're jam packed, though. Yeah, I mean, geez, dude, just trying to keep me up all night or what? I'm old now. So, what do you have to say about Dylan Ferrandis and his comments after the race about Justin Cooper passing him back? About how he felt that his team riders and other riders uh, fought him like crazy, but made it easier for Adam Cien Cirillo. I mean, I think it can be looked at either way, right? Like, uh, I mean, I think it's everyone kind of knew that day that I mean, Dylan's the only one that had a shot for the title, so uh, we were all aware of that. And going into it, yeah, he raced him hard, but I don't think he, I don't think he let AC by. So are you are you saying that your team orders to take Dylan out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all said whatever you do, make sure Dylan doesn't win. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I like Dylan. He's very outspoken. He speaks his mind. I, I didn't quite see it the way he said it. he saw it. I mean, like it's thirty points. Like Justin Cooper's going for the win, you know, and. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I get where he's coming from. I get a little frustration from him, but I don't see it. But I respect his right to have that opinion. Oh, absolutely. I think, yeah, exactly. That's that's how I look at it. I'm like, well, maybe frustrated too because <clears throat> you want that title more than anything, right? So um, you don't want to be passed by your teammate necessarily, but at the same time. And they were all so close that first moto um, mm-hmm. that, it, you know, it could have really gone either way. Hmm. Felt good to get you this weekend on Sunday morning at the airport. Just in the national. It, it, was, it was like, honestly, it was like a pity one. Like I didn't have a to pity one. Really? No, no, no. I got it. It's the yeah. last round of the nationals, and I got it. I snuck up on you. I, I waited. 
It was perfect. It was like honestly, it was it was honestly like uh, you like came into the last four rounds going like twelve, fourteen, and you won one. Like yeah, I mean, I'm happy for you, <laughs> but like I'm, I'm the McElrath. McElrath. I'm the McElrath of the contest. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, but I mean, no, you just. I don't know. You were just kind of pussyfooting around all year, and then you decided to come in strong the last round. It was too late. Where do you stand on these jerk-offs trying to blow up Adam's bike after the race? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I look at it both ways, right? Like, to me, like, why blow up a perfectly good engine? Like, probably not the smartest thing, right? I mean, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And it's loud. It's so loud. That's my thing. Like, everyone's under the tent. They're all enjoying Adam's championship. Beers are out. Celebration is on. T-shirts are being handed out. And you fucking can't talk because every two minutes, somebody's starting up and revving a 250F at 15,000 RPM. And it's literally getting into your eardrums. Like it, like, like, it actually physically is causing harm to eardrums. I guarantee you that is not good for your eardrums. 100%. Mas- there is harm. Not a good thing. <laughs> there is harm going on to your eardrums, and you're revving it, and Mitch is on it, and okay, you're revving it. Got it. Great. You turn it off. It ain't blowing up, and then you just keep starting it. You just keep starting it over and over, like 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 somebody new is. Oh, he's got the touch. Maybe he'll blow it up. At the Disney I mean, Nations, point you just have to dis- you just have to disconnect it electrical like there's this you just have to can can people do we have to be gorillas about this can we just have a conversation like a championship party with like i get the okay let's rev the bike up and try to blow it up for 10 minutes and it doesn't blow do we want to say about the, the burnout like I, I really like a good burnout Okay, so you like a burnout with a tire blowing up, and then Paul Deloria got one tire wrapped okay. around his arm and scarred the shit yeah, out of his I, arm? I didn't say to burn out for, you know, 10 minutes until you, the tire Did, did you like those nations when out. you burn it out and you throw rocks and it hits a guy in the forehead and he has to get stitches and he breaks a window in a, in a, in a truck? Was that a fun burnout? No, I, no, did I say it in dirt, Steve? These are all things that can happen with a burnout. Yeah, but I, I didn't say that I, like, condone people getting hurt. I just like a good burnout. Okay, but this is what happens when you burn it out. The things things go oh. sideways. You're just you're aggressive with it right now. I mean, it's, no, you got to go on the right. This place. Is, you got to the highway and do a burnout. Then this is it's the stupidest thing ever. This thing just, as I said before, the the, the Kentucky Derby. When you win the Kentucky Dirt Kentucky Derby, do you cross the line, pull out a gun, and shoot your horse? <laughs> yeah, I just won. <laughs> you just you just shoot your horse. Like, oh, I, I'm fucking so happy. Let me kill the fucking horse. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> worse than else The bike ever. just won you the championship, and you're trying to kill it. You're trying to blow it up. It ain't blowing up, but you keep revving the thing under the tent when everybody's just having a cool, chill time celebrating the championship with some beers and some T-shirts. But you got to fucking rev this thing up. Like, why? You're What's wrong right with now. these people? I like it. What's wrong with these people, Will? I mean, yeah. Like I said, at some point, you're better off just disconnecting something. Because it's not going to end once that starts. You know, everyone everyone wants a piece of it, right? Yeah. I, you I mean, know what? I mean, it's fun. I'm there. 
I'm hanging out in the tent. I'm talking to uh, the Fox guys, and I'm talking to Nick, and I'm talking to Will Christian and Wygan, and we're Adam, my friend, semi-friend, kind of my friend. I don't know, won a championship. I'm happy for him. You know, some beers are out. You know, everybody's happy. And we just got these guys every fucking 10 minutes getting on the bike. <laughs> And, and revving it and doing damage to people's ears. Like, <laughs> stop it. Like, okay, listen. They can do what they want. It's their title. I'm not – I left. Like, I didn't say a word to anybody. Like, I'm not, it's not my place to go up and be like, hey, stop doing that. It's not my place to be like, this is stupid, to, to them or under the tent. I just left. So they ruined my hanging out. I got to go. See you later. Keep fucking – keep doing this. Keep damaging everybody's eardrums. Great work, everybody. That's all we gotta get. That's all we have to do to get you to leave. <laughs> I'm gonna rev the shit out of our bike. <laughs> Round three. Listen, and you, like I said, tires blow up and smoke is everywhere. The smoke is brutal from a burnout. It's underneath a tent. It's loud as fuck. No, no, I get it. Deloria got burned with a tire. Uh, a guy, a window blew out of this nations. A guy got a rocket to the face at this nations. Like, stop it! Stop fucking doing this. Yeah, no, I mean, I get it. It's not ideal. All you hear about is, well, racing so fucking expensive, racing so expensive, racing so expensive. Let's <laughs> blow the fuck out of this motor. Like, seriously? Dude, can you imagine the privateers that are all walking by to go to their, to leave, and they're looking over there and, and watching dude, that bike just get blown up? <laughs> it ain't blowing up. It's been, Will, were you, how long were you there for, Will? Uh, I mean, until we went to the awards bank when it was still revving. How fucking long was it? An hour of revving? Not consecutive, but an hour total? Uh, yeah, probably. Thank you. One hour in 10-minute spurts. Same bike? Same bike. And I get it. reliable. I get it. Rev it up. Have some fun. Get Peyton on the bike. That was funny. Mitch was on the bike revving it. Like, that's funny. That's all good. I'm all... I'm. Then it's over. Then can we just celebrate this championship? Can we just talk? No? Can't talk? Okay, fine. Like, fuck. Anyways. Are you done? I don't know what we're yelling about. That's my race tech round of the night. Racetech.com. Paul you told me earlier when that say. was coming, I could leave for a while. I just sit through that? Yeah. <sighs> race tech rant. Jerry Robin, Ben LeMay, Michael Lessie. Tons of riders using race tech. Racetech.com. Pulp 19 is the code to save. That's my race tech rant. Will, who's riding west? <laughs> wow. That's aggressive. Um. Me? <laughs> uh, no, dude, way too early. You know, way on the show about an hour ago, JT predicted McElrath wins a regional title. I predicted Nichols. It's two of them. Hmm. Got to separate those two. You that Dylan can do it? Neither one of us were asked that question, so. Nah. Dylan. How are we going to have three? Dylan can easily, easily be a two- Two-time 250 champion next year. Win both series, without a doubt. And while yeah, I'm at it, while I'm at it with this fucking thing, can you... Oh, God. Where are you at with 250 Supercross counting for national points? Like, how fucking dumb is that? It depends. When I was riding 250 Supercross, I was pumped about it. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for that unbiased opinion. Yeah, so, I mean, when I was like that, yeah, I was pumped, but I get what you're saying. And then, yeah. So like no off- no offense to just like- no offense to Justin Starling seventh overall or whatever race he got seventh at is that the same as Barsha's seventh you know is that the same as Roxon's seventh hell no 
Uh, no, but you can look at it either way, right? They're gonna they, the good guys should earn more points anyway. They're riding, you know, seventeen rounds. Yeah, race race the man class if you want to get points. I tried, didn't work out for me. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I got eighty five points in oh nine supercross, no number. Yeah. They changed it after I was done. Right, of course. They they they, they fucked you on purpose. I got to keep one twenty five. I just I think that bike if you listen, that bike is still being revved in Indiana. <laughs> Somebody close to the track, call in. Tell me if it's still there. Yamaha's there testing trying to, trying to, blow, trying it to blow it up. I woke it up Sunday morning, that was my alarm. <laughs> Fuck man. These guys like like, hey, can we touch on the fact that the big Lebowski's playing in the background? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Is it still on? I don't know. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah, it's fucking classic. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie. So, Will, who's riding east? <laughs> um, Masterpool. When are we riding the Star 250? Still debating on whether I want that to happen or not. Oh, it's happening. You can't stop it. I mean, I could. You can't. It's all through Yamaha. It's all done done officially. I yeah, am gonna I'm gonna tell him that you said. I, I'm gonna tell me you said Yamaha is not good. What's that? I'm gonna tell me you said Yamaha is not good. What, what, what did I say? Yamaha is not good. I go on every week about my blue crew. Yeah, I know, but I'll just say it. Oh, okay, all right. I'll make it up. Chris Kiefer, Steve Mathis testing the Star Yamaha bike. I'm gonna fucking shred it. I'm gonna ghost ride. Dude, it. The problem is, is I don't. I mean, Cycra is great to us, but I don't know if I have enough rear fenders for you to ride the bike. I am going to shred that thing <laughs> like no tomorrow. Will, how's Tommy? <laughs> good, man. Yeah, good. He's back uh, back in Texas and doing well. Where's he Not living? you, dude. Uh, right around Decatur. Oh, nice. Um, He's yeah, back. Yeah, so kind of back to where he was and doing his thing and working with some riders and doing some stuff out there, but seems really happy right now. Nice. What else, Will? We'll, works uh, connection, we'll call. I don't know, man. Just, um... Does Nations, you're not going out early, right? You're going to just fly in and cherry pick the, the, the highlights? <laughs> of While course. Yeah, well, we, don't, we don't have anything going on here, yeah. Coker and the mechanic uh, and everybody else slaves away in Europe. You're going to just dr- fly in and be like, what's up, guys? Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, I've been back at the shop. Yeah, dicks. Um, yeah, no, I won't go until the uh, – I think I get there the Thursday before. Um, but, yeah, no, those guys are going to go over early, do their thing, and – base themselves, um, you know, near Brussels or, uh, you know, somewhere in Belgium there with uh, Kamea is going to help us out. So, Oh, I thought you'd be in, be uh, cool I thought you'd be by Wilvo. I think they're in Holland. No, it'd be uh, Kamea. They're a uh, big help to us every time we've done Nation. Oh, okay. We try to do the same when they come over. So, All right. um, yeah, so it'll be, be good and positive and then also not that bad of a drive to, you know, the, the Netherlands from there. Right. Dark side, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Good I didn't, Will on. I didn't going to do the uh, wrap-up show. I didn't listen to the wrap-up show last week. I really meant to with Galdi and, and T-Dags. I've I got to get on it. So, Yeah, that show was good, other than Tyler had a terrible phone connection out there in the Atlantic Yeah, dude, he's, time he's zone. practically in the Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean. So. Yeah, yeah, he said he had to climb a tree to get any kind of signal at all. I, mean, I, I think he was relatively serious. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so Will, we're good, though. I'm set to ride that bike, right? I mean, we're, we're good. Yeah, no, you can. No, okay, all right. I see how this is gonna go. I see, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So, hey, I got a question for you. you you've been talking a lot uh, about your opinion on MX Nations and doing something different, having Barsha drop down 250 or somebody like that. I just I don't want Why? Will involved in the team is what my biggest issue with Cooper is. My, I just don't want Will involved with the team. <laughs> Well, okay, fair enough. But I want to know why you think a guy like Zacco or, or Barsha would do better than a guy that's been riding the 250 consistently over the last year or two. What? What? Is it just because you want something different? We'll just, or do you really think those guys would do better? Will just poop? Did you just poop and flush a toilet, Will? <laughs> nah, I peed, though. Oh, okay. All right. Um, dark side. Yeah. Dark side. Yes. Yeah, I want to hear it. If you had Barsha... And Justin mm-hmm. Cooper line up right now, indoors, outdoors, mm-hmm. on a flat track, on a on a on an enduro cross, you name it, arena cross. Do you not think Barsha beats the kid every single time? Probably. Mm, I don't. No way. What are you talking about? That Give him a month, and Cooper would beat him on a two fifty. He's give dude, him Barsha, a month. Barsha is removed from that. For you think he's just he still hop rides up? his four fifty like it's a two fifty. He'd have no problem. I know, but that's still the same. he'd have no problem revving the shit out of that two fifty just like he dude, does his four fifty. AC is in the four fifties. Dylan is French. Justin is the best American two fifty rider how we come, have right now. Barsha, come, then why doesn't Barsha drop down and race two fifty outdoor and win next year? Because he he doesn't he, that doesn't what doesn't want to happen he's because on, he he's couldn't. On, he's on factory Yamaha. They have a four fifty program. Will. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think that. I, I think you're crazy to say he would do it right away. Well, he would obviously. Can, can he? Need of course. To, yeah, he would obviously need to, to to practice. Well, sorry, sound like he can just do it right now. Sorry, Justin. Justin Barsha is a better rider than Justin Cooper. I'm sorry, everybody. Barsha uh, won a Supercross, 450 Supercross this year. He's podium 450 National. He's won many 250 MX races. Yeah, Barsha is a better rider. I realize it's a hot take, but. What am I fucking taking crazy pills? Or what are you guys all fucking hammered here? Like, what's going on? I, mean, I had a drink, but I'm not hammered. I mean, I don't know what you're getting at, really. Well, I know you drink every night, Will, to, to make the pain go away. But yeah, the pain of you calling on Monday nights. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Love this guy right here. All right, that uh, felt good. It did, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, Dark Side. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, you know, things, opinions like that will get your wrapped up show clippy, clip it. So. <laughs> I'm always on the edge of getting clippy clippies. So that's okay. Uh, Daniel, have you seen the, the new hashtag that Jacob Hayes started? No. What do you say? It's going nationwide. We were texting. It's hashtag. Um, damn it. I already forgot what it was. Uh, <laughs> Dream, Blair Dream Race 2020. He, so you're riding 125 Dream Race. Listen. Listen. Dark there's, side. A, there's a the zero Daniel, percent Daniel Blair absolutely blew up these these. Jacob Hayes' 2020 rides, like just by going in there and demanding the world and demanding six figures <laughs> from every team he talked to, you know, that was it. Yeah. So. Well, Hayes, Hayes is turning the tables. He wants Blair to ride the 125 Dream it, Dream Race next year, so he's, what a, he's putting it out there. Daniel. Can yeah, you, hold on. Can, can I'm you just, get up your phone, please? No, I'm, I'm getting some information that I'm going to use here in a second. But go ahead. What? Okay. The only ride that you could possibly negotiate for Jacob Hayes right now is JGR? I don't negotiate anything. I don't know. I, it's you're his agent. I'm not his agent. Do you know that you have to be an actual like? Well, probably not. In not in our sport. I know you don't. But you actually have to like know. You're, I'm not an agent. I'm his friend. That's it. Well, why are you calling teams and working for him a little? I bit? call the teams and check the landscapes. That's all. I'm just seeing how it is. He like, talks to him too. I'm not saying he doesn't. He's talked but. to all of them. I've talked to all. Of them. We just I'm just helping him. 
That's that's an agent. No, I don't get paid. I don't negotiate. I don't look at the contract. What are the, what are the I'm chances? Not a lawyer. What are the chances he gets to ride with JGR? That's got to be the only spot, right? Uh, yeah. Pr- I mean, probably. I mean, at least right now. There's always a month of December. There's 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 the backup plan in place just in case. So Will, we're can good. We, Will, can we get Hayes on a, as a backup rider for your team? I mean, right now, dude, we're maxed. Oh yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah, you guys had to take Fry away from Suzuki despite him having a contract. I get it. <laughs> oh God, here we fucking go. Yeah, you're right. I got, <laughs> I got it. You got you got to get that guy. Yeah, never mind. He has a deal with Suzuki already. I know. Here we go. Uh, Cooper was over a second faster than Barsha in practice in both motos this weekend at the race. So. Oh, okay. So on a on a track that didn't have the time on it, the four D time. Okay, thanks. No, I'm just saying. Oh, I did, he's I gonna drop that. down okay. though. He's gonna drop right down and beat him. Will, how'd you do in Paul Mike's fantasy? Uh, this weekend. Does Will have a national number? Mark? <laughs> no, I'm 650, and that's not an XR. No. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think so. <laughs> wow. I was number 71 overall. Yeah, I don't know. I won, I won like, the local, like, in our neighborhood. I won our league, so I feel pretty good about that. I've been glowing about that. Who are you day, playing so. against? Anybody, like, are you, do you actually play against anybody that would know what they're doing? Mm, neighbors that I mean, he takes it very seriously. Oh, okay, like very, very right. seriously. And uh, then um, a couple mechanics. Oh, somebody was motherfucking you, Will, to me today. Me? Yep. Because they they texted you or talked to you or something about Mitchell Oldenburg, and you gave them all systems go. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would have picked him. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't lying. I would have. If I could have, I picked him at Bud's. So Yeah, I did too. Uh, if I could have, I would have. It wouldn't have changed my my mind. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I went and steered him down to Shit Creek on that one. Oh, what? Honestly, though, okay, look, he's off your team. Okay, he's done. And he's a good dude. What's his problem? Like, what is the – look, he lays down the sixth fastest lap time, seventh, eighth. Uh, we've seen him go balls out before. First, second, third, and Supercross. Team. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if you if Mitchell called you? Actually, hey, Will. Oh, here we go. Hey, Will. Will. Nah, nothing. It's Mitchell. It's Freckle. Hey. What's up? Hey. Th- thanks for all your help yeah. this year. Thanks for all your help this year. <laughs> what What do I got to do, Will? What do I got to do to turn my career around? Uh, I mean, honestly, it's just being a gamer. Like, I think that's it's hard sometimes. I mean, there's no doubt that he has speed and talent. No, it's me. You thought it's no doubt I have speed and talent. Oh, sorry, you're still there. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I think it's going to be a matter of putting it together on race day and believing in yourself a little bit more. I think it's a little bit lack of um, belief. I mean, clearly, you're good enough to do whatever you want. All right. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because you don't luck into his speed. You don't get no. lucky. You don't, you know, whatever. Figure, like, you have you, serious you talent. You a while, but you don't continue to say No, no, that's know? what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. It's it got to be frustrating. He's got to be really in a bad spot right now, you know, like as far no, as. And I've I've known him forever. Like yeah. When they bought Oak Hill, we rode there all the time. He's a great kid, comes from a good family, and. Um, here's, you know, where, here's where Darkside's going to step in and start yelling how he's from Texas and fucking Texas riders are better and this and that. That's where Darkside's uh, I'm, not, I'm California uh, boy at heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, he's 
he's got nothing but plenty of talent to do it. But it's just, I think, like I said, something on race day, you've got to make click. Well, I don't know, man. Should have done it. He was. He has talent. I don't know what his deal is. No, exactly. I mean, he he has every everything there, you know, to do it. Uh, Marks, what what's Will's overall combined? Uh, he would have been six hundred fiftieth. Oh, yes, nice. Did you just guess that, Will? No, no, I looked earlier. Oh, oh, the overall. Oh, he has it on his thing. Oh, because he's championship. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. What would we have done if Will won a KX four fifty? That would have been awesome. <laughs> I've been pumped. <laughs> could, could is he eligible to win? I guess he is. Uh, dude, I don't. I don't. You know who can't win is fucking Darkside. Yeah, he's out. Fuck. Yeah. Darkside yeah. can't win anything. Not a start device. Still not waiting. a KX four fifty. Not my whole shot device. Yeah, nothing. 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 WorksConnection.com, official whole yep. shot supplier, device supplier on Star Racing, but not of Darkside. Yeah, you know what? Actually, Kiefer, Kiefer took care of me, actually. He did? Oh, there you go. Hey, yeah, Will. He brought me one to Vegas. That's right. Uh, Will, who, who would you put on West? <laughs> what, is, what is with you, Blair? Well, like, no, it's time, to, it's time to focus it's, on 2020. It's, it's a little saying. early, bro. No, it's not. Nobody cares. August, bro. The fucking Supercross guy just wants to talk about Supercross. He's yeah. trying to direct the show to I'm Supercross. I'm ready to go. I'm ready time. to go. I'm excited. I want to know. Who, who would you put on West? Uh, who would I put on West? Don't be political. Just answer I... it. Who would, you put, who would Will put? If, you, if all are healthy. You have to put Ferrandis back on yeah, West. Yeah, do you want the one? I mean, is that important? Uh, no, I, I think, um, no, you, I mean, yeah, no. I don't want to say it's not important. It is important. You have I, to put Ferrandis back on West. I think you do Nichols, McElrath, West. Okay. No, you don't. Who are you more afraid of next year? Sexton or Fortner? Fortner. I got him on a roll right now. He's answering questions. Yeah. I, now I don't have Why any you questions. you try to get Hayes a backup ride, a fill-in ride? Jacob's already talked to Bobby. It's all good. He's in the chamber waiting to go if things go south over there. He'll be ready. Mm, okay. All right. Um, all right. What else, Will? Uh, I meant to – I had something I wanted to ask you. Now I, I can't remember. Okay. All right. Well, you think about it, text me or call back in. I can show you my dog right now if you answer the phone, but you won't. Like if I answered FaceTime – I don't know if I call you on FaceTime, but you won't answer. No, because now. you'll flip so me I'm off. You'll flip me off. <laughs> already, you'll flip me off. So I already know that. Dark side, who's on the wrap up show? Wilbur and who? Uh at Fortner's Temper from from Twitter. Yes. Can I ask you why, Dark Side, you have some perfectly great guests, but you never get them back on a second time? Like why are you trying to get new guests all the time? Because Frankly, you asked me this before, and yeah. because these guys contact me and they ask to come on, and I, just, I yeah, think but, it's cool to get. If, yeah, but they got to be good, you know. Well, I don't know if they're good until I try them. That's for sure. But um, I could keep doing repetitive guests if that's what you would like. It's your show. Why are you micromanaging him? I'm trying to get. I'm trying to fucking push Dark Side to perfection, like we do here, like I've done with <laughs> Marks. Like I, you know, I want perfection. I don't know. You're really aggressive tonight. Now, you didn't even listen to last week's show. Uh, he's, he's always aggressive. Like, you know, I don't know whether to be kind of turned on by his like aggression and like a leadership right now. Yeah, or... that's what it is. It's leadership. <laughs> Scared. That's leadership. I want to. I want to put a nuclear bomb in a hurricane. <laughs> oh, I'm leadership. <laughs> Never know. It might work. Um, <laughs> yeah, dark side. I. I mean, no, that's yep. fine. You can keep cycling through some guys, but you know, some guys are really good. Bring them back. 
Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had Marks on, uh, you know, a couple times, and uh, you know, Will's going to be good, and I'll get Randy back on again. And yeah, just Daniel's been on a couple times, but the last no, time Daniel was on, you gave me shit. Yeah, do so. not get Blair back on. He doesn't listen to the show, so you know. Well, yeah, that's uh, fuck that guy. Prerequisite of doing the wrap up show is listening to the show, well, so you can talk about it on the wrap up show. Have Bradshaw on more often. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I'm taking your advice. Listen, Darkside, don't. I just keep it going. Keep your head down. Yeah. Keep working hard. I'm doing it, but I, I got I to gotta tell you, though, I am very disappointed that Dylan wasn't on this tonight. No, Dylan didn't even call in, did Why he? don't you get Dylan on the wrap-up show? Yeah. Give everybody yeah, a full I, I, hour I, I, of it. I got, a, I got a lot of that on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Get Dylan on, but I think... Dylan yeah. and Raining Yellow, like, same show? No, just save Dylan... For next year's Supercross, when Eli has a weird one, and then have Dylan on that week. <laughs> yeah. God, I hope I haven't been clippy clippy by then. That's a long way away. You'll make it. You'll see. Listen, we'll Dark see. Side, I'm going to need you to stick around because Steve's been a lot nicer to me. <laughs> it took the pressure <laughs> off since the, since the hey. wrap up show has been on the on the Fritz. So yeah, was, yeah, you had the idea how good it was to have all the the hate voicemail for uh, Dylan last week. It took all the pressure off me. Yeah, Ringo, yeah. Every, everyone, Ringo, yeah. A good one. Circle of life. Everybody has sort of directed their anger away from you onto 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 the Dylan. So yeah, congrats yeah, on that. Yeah. And then Gringo compared the wrap up show to getting your salad tossed. He did. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing, but oh boy. <laughs> he thought it was getting the rockish to that ish. <laughs> What'd you say, Will? That's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, Dark Side. Thanks, right. buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Talk to you Wednesday night, uh, Will. All right, sounds good, man. He's going to have your All phone right. number, Will. He's going to text you nonstop about his opinions on fucking racing. So just, good oh, luck. Boy. Good luck on that. Dark side, don't have his number. Dark side, don't text these people, please. <laughs> Will, how often do I text you? About uh, once every six months. Okay. Cool. Yeah, dark side. Is that, is that, is that okay? That Steve? Yeah, seems fine. That's fine. Okay. Just don't don't be creepy and weird with these riders' phone numbers or, or people like Will. You know, just be normal. Problem. Just be cool. Okay. All right, Dark Side. Thanks. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know that was rule. Yeah, it is. Oh shoot. Yeah, it is, Marks. Oh boy. Yeah, and I don't like Marks and you. <laughs> Will and you have talked too, right? What do you mean? Why are we not allowed to be friends with him? Didn't Will need fantasy help? I can't help it that I'm well liked. Yeah. Stop talking to people <laughs> without me knowing. You too, Blair. Yeah, he's a he's a nice dude, dude. Blair, yeah. What do you want? I just, I just, I don't want things. To I'm get- kind. Yeah, yeah, you're kind. I'm kind. All right, Wilbur. Try it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's it. You're going to yell and then cut me off. Listen, I want to talk more about that, those bikes, those guys revving those bikes, that bike. I just, I can't fucking stand it. Dude, let it go. It's over. How rude is that? Well. Is it rude or is it dumb? It can't, it can be both, uh, but. It's it's dumb. It's 60-40 dumb of a route. And I got blowback yeah. on Twitter. People are like, oh, just leave them alone. They're having fun. Like, I said, 20 minutes, the first 10, I'm down with. Like, it's fine. Ah, Mitch is on the bike. Ah, we're revving it. Ah, okay, cool. Like, cool. You got you, cool. You had your fun. All right, cool. Do we need to keep fucking doing it like Will said for like an hour? Like, Really? Yeah, it was a good bit. Will was just bummed that they weren't revving the Yamaha out. <laughs> let's honestly let's sh- let's shoot the horse, the Kentucky Derby. Hey, thanks, you, thank you, fucking secretary. <laughs>
You know, like it's Put so dumb. Ever misery. Yeah, just here we go. Fucking Johnny's wart. At We're going to put him down. At one important time, that probably actually did happen. Yeah, it probably did. So. Yeah, like old school horse. Like, all right, you did your job. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> or when you didn't. All right, well, for sure works bad. connection. We'll call. Thanks, buddy. We'll we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Shane and Colt on the West. Thanks, Will. Okay, yeah. Get your, get your East West lineup set now, Will. <laughs> yeah, it's August, and I'm already yeah. Not stressed about anything else. No, was, nothing but. else. Right. God, Daniel Blair. Jesus. All right. Thanks, Wilbur. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go to commercial break. We still got lots to go. We're gonna run late tonight. We got voicemails. We got uh, BTOSports.com tweeted Travis. We got the X brand goggle tear offs. I think we're good after that. Oh, just, is that all? Just buckle in, Mark. It's, it's 10 already. I know. Be here for a while. Buckle okay. in. We're all coming right. back, everybody. I'm going to need a Red Bull. More dick pics. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. 
In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure Tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM! 
Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. 
Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. show presented by btosports.com and fly racing daniel blair from eaglegrit.com and studio that's right thanks to will hahn thank you uh works connection will call jet lawrence j mart davey coombs christina denny adam zine cirillo jason thomas it's been a busy show yeah yeah indiana is done it's in the rearview mirror already everybody so um MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one job board into the industry. Uh, go there, upload your resume for free today, and uh, get started in the industry somewhere, somewhere along the line in some part of the country. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com will find you a job. You can get started. You become the next Daniel Blair if you work hard enough. Uh, job of the week this week, full-time job in Corona, California. Apparel product developer for Troy Lee. Pretty good job. Sounds important. Right? Product developer. Apparel product developer. Uh, Troy Lee Designs, the world's leading aspirational brand of bicycle and motocross helmets and apparel, is looking for an apparel product project product developer. This position is responsible for managing all aspects of product development, multi-stage execution, and achieving calendar milestones. Full-time job. Corona, California, from the folks at TLD. So wow. Please check it out. If you want more about that, you want to read more about it, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, everybody. So go there, apply for it, and uh, make it happen. So great job board, great way to... Um, uh, get started in industry somewhere, somehow, in some part of the country. Uh, Tyler, what's going on? How are you? Not much. How are you? Good. What's going on? What's on your mind? Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, the TLD riders. I know um, the roster for 2020, they got hard wrap signed or 
yet to be released, but uh, he's going to be on the team. And I'll run, what, what else, who else can be on the TLD team for uh, 2020? It's going to be Pierce Brown, Derek Drake, Brian Moreau, and Brandon Hartraft. Cool. And also, I was wondering, also, what, what about these guys' salaries, like starting salaries for rookies, like like ballpark? What What is Hartraft making as, as a factory rookie, I guess you could say? 100? 75 to 120, depending on who they are. Yeah. So 75 on the low, 120 on the high, unless they're like a Forkner. Yeah, I, yeah, unless they're you know elite like that. Then yeah. it's more, but yeah, throw the dart, throw it around 100 somewhere. Yeah. Cool. I also have one more question. I was wondering, Peter's back, I think it was in 16, they had uh, Alexander Fry on the team, and he's kind of stepped away from the industry. I was wondering maybe in the near future, maybe you can do a podcast with him and kind of see what he's up to nowadays. I, yeah. I heard he's went back to school or whatever, yeah. he's going to, or went to college or whatever. I heard the same thing. Uh, I know he was living yeah. down at Carmichael's place back in the day before he went pro, but uh, yeah, he's definitely an interesting kid, and he's kind of stepped away now. So Yeah, yeah. there's a few of those guys that just kind of just realized it wasn't for them, you know, and did something else, so uh, cool, yeah. man. Thanks for the call. All right. Yeah, thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. Uh, why do I continue to get main event moto complaints on this show? I don't know, man. Last week we had a guy call in, leave a voicemail that said something about the the water test. The the w- oh no, it was two weeks ago. The Brad Shaw ago. show. Yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, I was extremely disappointed because look, when you say something on a podcast and it gets taken out of context and then you run over to another show, you say it wrong. When that person's idol is sitting in studio, yeah, that sucks for me. <laughs> All right. Bradshaw thinks you're a dick. Yeah, Bradshaw's like, wow. I mean, because he doesn't know. He's no. just sitting here chilling, and he's probably thinking, I mean, yeah, that Daniel guy, he sounds like a complete idiot. Yeah. And that yeah. makes me upset. So you, or you, Stank Dog was on your show. Um, Stank said that. What did he say? Uh, you're mixing two things. Uh, the, okay. the email that came in that you told me about someone was pissed about Stank on my show said something. Right. I don't know the. I don't remember. The I have details. an email here too. No, we're, but we have that a, no. The Bradshaw okay. in studio. The voicemail. Break my heart I'm bringing thing. up two things. Yes. One is a voicemail. Uh, I don't. He was no. He called in. It was a guy who called in and he said, "Yeah, I heard on Main Event Moto Blair said that Wada is using Tickle, Tickle and Craig That's as an it. example. Yes, because their careers are already going downhill anyway. So use them as an example to send a message or something stupid like that. And that is not what I said. It's not even in the ballpark of what I said." I don't really want to say what I said, but I guess I'll say what I said. <laughs> what I said was, for those out there who are screaming, because I agree, Wada, the tickle, all that stuff sucks. But if those of you who are screaming that Wada destroyed their careers, all I said was, if we're being fair, both those riders were having really, really bad years before they got popped, and we're probably on the outside looking in the next year anyway. That was as simple as I said. But apparently, no, Wada used them as an example, which I never said that. So okay. there you go. Is, that, I got email, is that more clear? I got an email last week. It says uh, this guy, subject, post-ejaculation remorse from Main Event Moto. Jeez. Dear Stephen Marks, I need to apologize. I was caught up on all of my Pulpamex listening a couple weeks ago and was feeling weak. I decided to listen to an episode of Main Event Moto. I always enjoy Blair on your show. I chose one with Stank Dog and was enjoying it until I heard one of them, either Stank or Joey, quote-unquote. It's producer Joe. And okay. It wasn't him. Say that Epstein Barr is directly related to PED use or something along those lines. Basically that Roxanne and Covington were juiced up all offseason and paying the price. Is there any truth to that, or did your boys take one too many bong hits before the show started? 
It was like when you're out with your buddies drinking, your lady friend is out of town, your friends go home, you stay out, meet a chick, bang each other, and instantly wish you had gone home and rubbed one out. Or in other words, I would have listened to the archives. Thanks for the great content. So, post-ejaculation remorse. Epstein Barr is related to PED use and Roxin. So, here's what happened. I don't even know how it got started, but it was something to do with Roxin's sickness and how we can't figure it out. And Stink Dog goes, in typical Stink Dog fashion, he goes, oh, I know what it is. And me, being the host of the show, said, what? He goes, he's dope sick. And I'm like, what does dope sick mean? He goes, well... He's coming off the dope, and he's sick because he's coming off the dope. <laughs> and I just didn't really say anything, didn't respond, just kind of like, you know, in, in normal stank dog Daniel talk. I just let him talk, and I just roll my eyes at everything he says usually. And then somehow it just got further and further, and he ends up saying how everybody who's ever trained at, uh, trained at Baker's Factory is blood doping, and that's why they all get sick, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. And on. all I did was like... Uh, okay, next question. And moved on. That's all it was. It was Stank Dog being Stank. I mean, do you expect him to come out with, like, legitimate thoughts? Come on. He's but Jared. That, but I agree. He's Stank. He does what he wants. But that's going to come back on you. Oh, and I know. And I look back on that and go, I probably should at least correct that stuff or at least make fun of him for it, whatever. Yeah. I was more, like, caught off guard. And, again, not only that he said it, but that he was so, like, certain or thought he was certain maybe at the moment i was like uh, okay and that was it so yeah looking back maybe i should have went hey jared you're an idiot but that's about it so yeah i'm sorry what? that i i'm sorry that i bummed your listener out and why do i gotta hear complaints about main event moto do you hear about it when well i guess that other guy did i don't know i i throw a lot out uh, <laughs> I, I throw a lot of mud at the wall on that show it's clearly like i He's do dope sick yeah rocks is dope sick uh, it's stank dog man i mean who would know better yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on. So, no, uh, it's just we, we have fun. We joke around that show. It's loose. We say things. We make crazy predictions. We just we goof around. And then some people just literally can't hear it correctly. So it's all good. Congrats to Jackson the Box for winning the KX450 on the Pulp Mix Fantasy. Uh, good job on that. Hey, uh, on my privateer show I do every week, uh, the folks at Skosh have stepped up on that we really appreciated that uh we've got those little boost bottles that we rock rock uh, boom bottles i think they're called and really good speakers we've got a few of them around the house and the skosh guys sponsor the rockstar team i just want to pass out that pass out that the code pulp 25 at checkout at skosh.com saves 25 percent off your purchase so go to skosh use code pulp 25 at checkout to save 25 percent off your purchase god we got a lot of great discounts on our show from our listeners so Pro Filter, Pulp MX35 code at checkout. Uh, sold through Power Sports Dealers Nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Pulp MX35 code at checkout. MaximaUSA.com for that. Uh, Daniel Burr's in studio. E-bike life today. So I got a spare e-bike. Bradshaw wrote it a couple weeks ago, which was top five highlight of my life. Yeah. Yep. Probably right above <sighs> meeting Pookie. Right there. <laughs> she doesn't make your top five? No. She's like six, seven. It's good. It's top ten. Yeah, top ten. Yeah, top ten's good. Um, what'd you think? You've never rode an e-bike before. Well, first of all, you did more training today. We rode for an hour, an hour ride. You did more training today than all of your arena cross comp- yeah. career combined. Let's go back before that too. I, for whatever reason, told you that the next time I come, I want to come early. Yeah, because I want to try this thing out. Yep. I probably should have looked at the calendar and remembered it was August, <laughs> and maybe done this in I don't know October, yeah, November, yeah. whatever. It was 108. Yep. Um, that was that sucked pretty bad. Yeah. 
uh, I, I don't ride a mountain bike even. I've ridden a mountain bike probably once in 15 years. I don't, really? I, yeah, like oh, really, like wow. legitimately. I, I, I had one like 15 years ago. I rode like once and then gave it to a friend. I, I don't ride mountain bikes. Um, so I'm not really coming off the mountain bike and getting onto this thing. I'm coming in straight off of nothing. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, that I thought about it on the ride today because it was, what, about an hour, hour. or something? Yeah, we were an hour. I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I probably do need to start getting into some kind of a physical fitness yeah. just for my own health. Yeah. But I don't have that much time. So if I'm going to actually squeeze and make time, it has to be fun. And honestly, today, that, that's the first thing that I've even done or thought of that makes me think, Okay, th- this is something yeah. I can do with my. I can right. make time for this because, yeah. dude, I don't want to go grind no. and road bike and no. run. I don't want to do any of that. I have no, no reason to. Today was gnarly. I'm tired. My body hurts, and I had so much <laughs> how's, fun. How's your the taint? How's your taint? That's the worst part. Yeah, uh, it's you gonna gotta, be a rough gotta, go. Gotta, I, want, you, I wish I put like a little mini pillow on there. You got to break through that pillow would make it worse. They tell me. More friction. If you're softer, seat, oh. softer, um, get more friction there. Honestly, it was so much fun, dude. Like. I, I get the purpose of it, too. It's yep. it, You if, still broke a sweat. You still oh, I exercise. was heavy. Heart rate. I was tired. Right. My hands hurt. We, cli- we did some good climbing. We got 1,800 we, feet of climbing. 10 miles, I think we did. Yeah. Um, it was rad. The only issue, and I told you this at the time, I had a little bit of a uh, music malfunction when I got there. Yeah. Um, you know, I put the headphones in, and there was I couldn't stream my Spotify. So I go through my podcast. I'm like, you have Is an there iPhone anything? 5. 5S. 5S. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So I go to my podcast link, and I'm like, what have I downloaded? I'm like, oh, my God, there's a Joe Rogan episode I never finished with a guy I liked. Oh, this is from months ago. Perfect. So I press play, and we get going, and we do our first 20, 25 minutes. So I couldn't really stop, change. Do, right. I mean, I was locked in, right? Well, Joe Rogan and this guy for 25 minutes talked about sex robots. So that's what I listened to for the first 25 minutes of our ride as I'm trying to figure out this thing, and I'm hearing them talk about yeah. sex robots. Did, did you have cycle shorts on or no? I had gym shorts. So no padding, like not, nothing. No. Just just a pair of gym shorts. With home. flat skate shoes. Yeah. And I gave you a helmet. I gave you a fly helmet. And I brought my own gloves. Yeah. And I had my own uh, sunglasses. Yeah. It was awesome. I and then And you rode you rode it on high. You rode the, the, the whole Levo. time. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not all prideful, like I want to yeah. show how tough I am. No, I right. rode it on the easiest setting the entire time because yeah. I wanted to have fun. That's right. it. Yeah. And it was. There was a few sketchy moments. Um the last big hill really sucked bad. Going up. Yeah, even yeah. with the help, it still sucked. Yeah. And then I did almost weed probably about five minutes from the end. There's this little quick left right, and it front end kind of washed a little, and I almost put her down. And after that, I just cruised. If you notice, you pulled away after that. Yeah, yeah, you weren't. I yeah. Uh, yeah. I tamed it down right. all the way. But honestly, it was it was yeah, game changer. And if you're out there right now and you're in my world where you're you want to do something for your body, but you, yeah. but nothing sounds fun. Like I could do this. I could do this. Three days a week, I would yeah. love it. I, I, I want to. And I just you, don't know where to do know, it where I, mean, I live. You, but. you just if you, you want you want to get a little bit more grind. You feel good. You back it down on the assist. You, you're feeling a little bit lazy. Nah, or it's hot out. No, you run at full assist okay. the right, whole full time. Assist the whole time. Yeah, it's still tiring. Pookie it's, didn't like it on full assist all the time. I know. She, she said she that said it's kind of reacts because it, it's a little bit jerky, right? Like on full. Well, if you go into a little corner and you're kind of cruising, and then you barely pedal. It'll pick up, and yeah. if you're not out of the corner yet, yeah. it'll like straight shoot you a yeah. little bit. So, you definitely got to be a little bit careful. But it was it was rad. Marks, can we get a uh, an update on you uh, taking the old CRF out? What's going on with that? What's happening? Oh, you're all healed up. I am healed up. Yes, I was waiting on uh, some equipment, so now I feel like I can go ride safely and not have the same accident happen again. So yeah, we'll be we'll be out there soon. I picked up a 2020 YZ450 last week. Went to California, rode that. 
dirty. Getting a suspension. Getting a suspension with race. Is that the dirt from Milestone still? Yeah, a little busy, dude. Can I ride it? No, no, you are fucking banned. (laughs) You are banned. God. Works Connection. Eric from Works Connection is like. Hey, do I got to send you stuff, or did you take it off your old bike? I'm like, Mark's fucked it all up. Like, I need all new stuff. <laughs> you did. You scraped the shit out of the uh, perch and the, and the master cylinder cover. Goodness. So I got the 2020 YZ450. It was about I'm getting it dialed in as we speak, so I'm looking forward to that. Got the pipe on there already. Got the pipe put on. I uh, FMF on there. I can't believe the differences that they've made in that bike over one year. I guess I didn't pay attention to the press release when it came out, because mm-hmm. it looks the same. It looks physically, yeah, visually, visually the same. But, but some of the motor stuff is it, different, it, right? All new head, all new cylinder head, lighter, smaller, more compact. They put change the valve angle in it. Um, they've done a lot to the bike, so that was fun. Uh, so I'll give you guys a little bit more of a report as I uh, get more into it. But uh, yeah, twenty twenty YZ four fifty, great bike so far. Um, they didn't fuck it up, as RV said. So uh, he Eagle, said they did. They didn't. Oh. That was the, that was his whole goal. No shit, asshole. EagleGrit.com. Uh, check it out. Use the code PulpMX when you go there. Best hand cleaner out there, everybody, along with a bunch, a bunch of other products that uh, that you guys got going on. So, uh, well, we still got to give away that Fly Evo gear, 2020 Evo gear. Um, let's do this. Contest at PulpMXShow.com. Contest at PulpMXShow.com to uh, to save uh, or to enter for the Fly Evo gear, 2020 Evo gear. So, are you ready for the uh, X-Brand Goggle tear-offs? I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. Let's do this. The X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid Nippin fire. fire. X Brand Gog is the choice of champions everywhere. You know who wears X Brand? John Short, Kyle Cunningham, Ben LeMay, Champion Privateers. Brandon Hartraft? Brandon Hartraft. Jacob Hayes. More. Oh, yeah. Lost him. Eh. Still probably wearing him. Uh, probably right now. Yeah, yeah. Today. Like X Brand Gog is the choice of champions everywhere. Thanks to X Brand. Pulp Show 19 is the code to save with X Brand. Uh, choice of go- privateer heroes everywhere, so including uh, um, yeah. All right, these questions. Travis Marks. Travis Marks. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser, for myself, for you, and Marks. I have questions for you from uh, Moser. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, let's go, Marks. Uh, Steve. Yep. When and where did this tradition of blowing up the championship bike start? I don't fucking know. Like I should have made up a new question for you. I feel why'd you do that, Marks? I feel like it's in the last five years. I know it didn't used to happen. No way. It didn't happen. I I I feel like these gorillas on these teams just started in the last five years doing this. And we've already had like massive injuries. So Two fifty guys usually, right? Because four fifties usually can hang. They all do it. They all do it. It's just so stupid. Again, as I said, I didn't run around their tent saying "stop it, don't do this." Like they can do what they want. I'm a guest in there, but I'm judging. You know, it's weird. He he could always leave. I did. I did leave. (laughs) I didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay. They wanted you to leave. Nick was talking. Adam was there. Buddies at Fox Beaks was there. Austin Hoover. Uh, mechanics on the I, I I like all those guys. Peyton, Anton was there. Weirdo Anton. What was he wearing? Oh God, he's fucking wearing like <laughs> shoes with no socks, but the shoes kind of climbed up high on his ankles, so they kind of look like they had socks, and they had some sort of rubbery sole, and his pants had cuffs on the bottom. Like you had a fucking motocross race, Anton. <laughs> Anyways, it's a far cry from cargos. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to to hang out, but I couldn't. Next question. 
Daniel, who will be Ferrandis' biggest competition in 2020? Fortner. 2.1. Good job. All right, Marks, hold if on. If they're together, and that's that's why I want to know who who Will's putting on the West. Yeah, you got to back that getting, down. Uh, trying to figure it out early. All right, Marks. Yep. Uh, Mathis has Ferry. Tits has Dungy. Moser has Shorty. Which rider are you a super fan of? Who's your fave? Uh, I do I have to have one? I know. It's so lame. Wait, can I do this to my... Look, look, look. Waffle, 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 waffle. To myself, even. So I'm unbiased. Maybe he doesn't have one. I legit... I like, I like I like Tomac. I like Roxon. For different reasons. Wow. Great. Inspired yeah. picks. 23 yeah, yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Moosekin. I don't know. Anderson. Blame. I like whoever's winning. Blame. Blame. <laughs> All right. Steve, is Will Blame. better... Is Will <laughs> <Lame>. <laughs> I knew it was coming too. Is Will better on the Supercross live broadcast or on the outdoor broadcast? Oh, uh, no, I don't know. She's good. E- I think she's good either way. I think she's fine. Yeah, she's cool. She's think, a cool chick. Yeah, you think Adam's outdoor season was consistent? Yeah. Look at Will's 2019. Yeah. She's the same every week. She's good. You know what? Feels she's it. passionate. She asks questions and she's passionate. So, uh, yeah. Sure. You know who else is passionate? Uh. Dylan. Yeah, good yeah, point. See. We can get Dylan as a pit reporter. See, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm over here at. in the Eli Tomac mix. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Daniel, how will you improve your commentating game for the 2020 Supercross season? Uh, I'm going to talk a little slower next year. I've already been prepping, pacing down a little bit. 6.7. Marks. Yep. What is the biggest perk of being involved with the Pulp Mech Show? And what is the worst part of being involved in a Pulp Mech show? The biggest perk, I would say, is uh, free stuff. I like free stuff. <laughs> free stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Lower his pay, just give him some free shit. Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah, what? laughs> no, let's not lower my pay. Uh, the, the, I don't know, just like getting stuff to get me back into writing has been cool because everyone's been super helpful. And then uh, Bradshaw is is a perk. And then the worst thing is uh, dealing with Steve. All right. I'm just kidding. 28.7. Make a note of that, Pookie. My story, and I'm sticking to it. Thank you. All right. Steve, how many more seasons do you think RC and Ralph will be in the booth? Uh, uh, Ralph will be there forever. Ralph will do this forever. Uh, Ricky, I gotta think if he gets criticized again, if he doesn't pick up his game and he gets hammered everywhere on social media again, like he did this year, won't he just be like, fuck this. I'm a millionaire. I'm not doing this. Won't he just do that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So one more year for Ricky, unless he gets a hell of a lot better. I just just think that, you know, he's, he's, whether it's Eli or, or, or Roxon or Ricky or Chad, they don't want to handle getting blown apart on social media. Nobody likes that. All right. Daniel, whose outdoor season was most impressive and whose was mis- most disappointing? Uh, most impressive, Adams, probably. I mean, Eli's done that a couple times now, so it was great, but Adams, disappointing. Baggots, honestly, I mean, you I and go. JT are going to be 
fighting it out. Yeah, the I'm, I, yeah. yeah, you know, guess what? You see this phone? You see any texts? Never came through, so maybe he's not as confident as he thought he was at the time because he didn't text me. Okay. He was supposed to. No, he, I, and I'm bummed because I go into every outdoor season going, dude, it's bag at time. It's it's here. It's ready to go. Stop. And then every time. summer, do, 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 I just don't know what's happening. Do, do, do. Steve, Stop. what's happened to me? What's happened to him bag over the last two or three years? All of a sudden, he's like a podium supercross guy and then outdoor problems all that. Like, what? He's supposed to be El Chupacabra outdoor guy. And it, yeah, he bike, doesn't have a famous dad. Bike set up. Oh, man. Wrist injury this year was the virus thing. Yeah. What about in Supercross? Yeah. He had yeah. problems and thumbs, and I mean, he's always yeah. got little injuries. Yeah. But Supercross, he still he won one. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just I I'm let down because I go in every year predicting he's going to do good, and I get bit every year. Stop. Like you at Tomac. Back of time. Do, 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 no. No. Okay. All right, Marks, you ready? Sure. Last one, Marks. If you were to send your wife, who's smoking hot, by the way, have you seen his wife? Mm-mm. I got some photos. I'll show you. All right. Uh, if you had to send your wife, Marks, to dinner alone with a Pulpamex fan, who would you want her to dine with and who would you not allow her to go with? Pookie. Would not? or would No, I would send her with Pookie. Oh, no. You got to go Pulpamex fan. She's a Pulpamex fan. No, she's not. She's actually not. <laughs> she's actually not. With a Pulpamex fan? Yep. And who would you want her to dine with and who would you want not would not allow her to go with? I would let her go with... Uh, Keel McStovepipe. <laughs> Someone with a name like that. You don't even know him, do you? You got you know nothing him? to worry about. No, you know? I don't oh, okay. know. Okay, right. Until she gets a look at this McStovepipe, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to be regretting that. And who, who not? Well, who would you not allow well, her to go Keel. with? Uh, I would not let her go with... Dude, one look at the pony, and she'd be done with you. Yeah, she's not going with Dark Side. Okay. She, she, she doesn't need all that. That pony would just capture the lady's... <laughs> Tension. <laughs> All right. She's seen it. She met him at uh, Vegas live show. Who would you not want her to go with? Dark side. Oh, you said dark side. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that's your guy. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. That's All a hard right. question because I can't think of a bunch of fans off the top of my head. Oh, I can't think of a bunch of fans. I mean, I'm not. Mark's just shitting on the fans. <laughs> what? Raining yellow? yellow? She can go with raining yellow. Gringo? I'll send her with Dylan. Gringo, I would not send it with Gringo. <laughs> That's a good answer. Buddy. I would not. He's would gonna put. Not. A, he's gonna put ruckus every in that. hole, bro. Every hole. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna. You're at home watching some, Sweet Fanny Twenty Two. Gonna put some ruckus into that ass, <laughs> Courtney Marks. Yeah, no Gringo for yeah, her. Gring, so Dark Side's out. Dark Side's out. Gringo is he's, the guy. Dark yeah, Side's fine gr- again. Gringo is, is yeah. the answer for sure. You know, I tried to get Gringo in the studio. I offered to pay him out to get fly him out here. And, no. and he's just like, nah, I'm not into it or whatever. I'm like, okay. Wow, oh, dude. Yeah, I said, Gringo, come on in. We could get Gringo. I mean, I you mean, should you should extend that offer every once in a while just to see if his mind changes. Yeah, yeah catch him on the right day. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling froggy one day. He'll say yes. Uh, that's all. All right. X-Brand Goggle Taros. EKSBrand.com, bro. Uh, in 10 cycles, by the way, you want to get an e-bike, you want to get a taser. Use code PulpMX10 at, at checkout at Intense Cycles. You can save on anything. Be like Tits Legendary, who has quickly moved into the number one spot of producer in my heart, mm. buying that Intense Taser that he did. He bought one? Yeah. He's never been happier, he says. Noted. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, let's play some voicemails, and then we'll do your segment, and then we'll do voicemails to go out. How's that? 
Deal. 702-586-7857. Leave a voicemail. You have anytime. a race tech rant here as well. Oh, yeah. Play that. Okay. Okay. We race tech suspension. Another rant. Not about the bikes blowing up, but I like this guy. This is my fucking rant, Steve. I don't understand what the fuck I have to do to get a good fucking fantasy score. Are you kidding? Like, I... I, I, I put a lot of thought into these decisions, Steve. I pick these people, and I'm like, I look at the times, and I look at past results, I think about where they train, how they train, who they train, all this shit. I listen to every single fucking podcast, and, and I still do horrible every week. I can't even, I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Ah! 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 <laughs> my rant, Steve. Fuck fantasy, but I'll play again next week anyway. Fuck! Let's race that rant. Pookie, come here. I think that was just JT using a voice changer. Oh, was it? Could have been. Okay. Um, that good rant. Pulp Mix Fantasy. That's what, people, that's what it does to people. It really does. You know Max from Fly? Mm-hmm. Pays, but doesn't play. He pays to support the league, Pulp, and everything else, but he does not play because he said he was making him angry at his riders. He, he can't. He said he can't. You know, privateers. Well, Will, of, Will was talking earlier about how he picked Oldenburg at buds, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. He comes in. How'd I do? Well, yeah. Well, let me show you how you did. <laughs> you know what you did. Let me show you how you did. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, all right, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Leave a voicemail anytime. Here's some of them, and then we'll go to the BTO Sports Tweet Travis segment. Steve. I'm sick and tired of hearing about all these fucking amateur champions. So what? You went to Loretta Lynn's and won three motos in a row. You're not a fucking champion. You just won a race. A championship consists of multiple rounds where you have to actually be consistent over a long period of time racing different tracks. So we need to stop calling that shit championship. Same thing with Monster Cup. There's no Monster Cup championship. It's a single fucking race. And everybody I mean, who hates the wrap-up show can go fuck off. He's got a point, but like, does it really matter? <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. amateur racing is so broken. That's that's one of twenty broken pieces. So, oh boy, Steve, it's Scooter. It's for your buddy Dylan that wants to call in every week and gargle Tom Max Balsack. <laughs> Look, bud, you got to tone it down a notch. Your voice is borderline. Not radio friendly. I'm not judging. I'm, <laughs> Borderline. I'm sure I sound like a douche on the radio, too. But when you get excited and you hit them high notes, it's pretty tough to listen to. So it's cool if you want to call in. Not my show. It's Steve's, obviously. But goddamn, dude, you got to tone it down a notch. All right. I got to go. My hot pocket's ready. Play it on the air. Steve, quit acting childish. You know the difference between an ATV, quad, and a goddamn motocross rider? I've been a B-rider. I live in these hills. I rode over hills in Georgia. I rode over hills in Indiana. Don't make no difference to me. This is 17, Lincoln Trail, Amen. You put a quad on a track, push the berm to the outside. Any boy laid a berm on the outside, hit the tabletop coming out of it, and a quad fucking over four wheels, over two wheels, has a different balance of axis based on any two wheels pushing either direction of the dominant shoulder. They, I fall down, they land on me. Their bike pushed that right hand down, pushed forward, and leaned with the ear to the ground. You already know this. Quit acting childish, go back to Canada, or come back to America and realize that your quad shouldn't beat your supercross and the quads aren't here. Good night. What the fuck is he talking about? Go back to Canada. 
Is anybody was I saying anything about quads that you remember? I, I think I vaguely remember a question about why do dirt bike racers hate quad racers so much. Yeah, yeah, that's something. But I don't remember yeah. the answer to it at all. I don't know. Apparently, either, it wasn't apparently very good. You, you upset this gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yo, Dylan, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one cares. Seriously, it's eight oh five in the morning, and I have to listen to this Dylan douchebag, Lake Eli Tomax butthole. Like, get rid of that guy. We get it. He fucking gargles Eli Tomax balls. We're over it. There is no planet in the universe that Eli Tomac is on the same level as Stu. And I'm not some big Stu. Did I have the mic on when you were talking when hey. you were doing the voicemails? Hey, when I got here, my mic was on. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> so I bet it was yeah. picking up from this mic. Yeah, because I leave your channel on all the time. I just let you turn it off and on. You know who you can blame. Yep. But for real this it, time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, yep. Yeah, I, was, I really don't care. I was picking up that, and I'm like, what was that in the so back? I thought you, it was like his buddy telling him like what to say. No, no. So his mic, like, yeah, I leave your channel on, and I just assume that, you know. Huh. All right. So maybe Too busy we'll, leaving me gum over here. Yeah. Good job, tits. <laughs> All right. Big Stu fan. But Stu changed the game. Stu can own you on any day. Eli Tomac, yeah, can own you on any day, but then he can also run 10th for no reason on earth. At least Stu was showing up and going for it every single time. Ugh, so tired of listening to this guy and his whiny little voice just go on and on about how he's in love with Eli Tomac. Quit taking that douchebag calls. Steve, I'm 14 minutes into show 396. If Dylan needs to shut the fuck <laughs> up, Eli is not better than Stu. Going to the Stu Sets 2011. That was a year where he was on the new Yamaha and he crashed every week. That doesn't fucking count. And talking about <laughs> it doesn't count, Steve. Atlanta, stage for first and fourth. Saying, oh, that Stu didn't crash. That's the year that fucking Reed T-boned him on the last lap and they crashed the whoops and Bill Poto got past him. So he thinks he knows all his stats. I know a couple things about Stu. Kind of a diehard. Dylan needs to shut the fuck up. Go into a gopher hole. And we need to pour Miller Lite down it so he can't come back out. All right. Miller Lite. Very specific. We need to pour Miller Lite. I think that guy had a Miller Lite in his hand when he called. I know. Yeah. Uh, BTOsports.com tweeted Travis segment. This is, uh, you can call, uh, tweet uh, at Pulp Mech Show. Leave a, leave a message. And, uh, and we, Mark's asked the best of the best. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com. Leave a Pulpamex code uh, under the notes section. Call there. Mention Pulpamex. They'll dial you in head-to-toe, bike, or body. BTOsports.com has you covered. Great guys. Great company. And whether it's Guts Racing, whether it's W, whether it's Get, whether it's OGO, uh, whether it's uh, Ride Engineering, they can all dial you in uh, Atlas Neck Brace. You name it. They got Profilter Maxima. Uh, I guess I can go on and on. BTOsports.com has got you covered and will give you discounts, man. And uh, love these guys right here. And I guess people asking me about uh, Fly Racing discounts. And Fly doesn't do direct sales to consumers. But if you want to uh, get a discount on the 2020 Fly stuff, uh, uh, go through BTO. And they'll uh, they'll certainly dial you in. So these questions are submitted at Pulp MX Show on Twitter. 
Marks picks the best ones. Let's do this, Marks. From Big MX Radio, Daniel Blair, what was the most difficult time period of your pro career? Any tough transitions or janky teams slash bikes that left you screwed over or injured? Teams or bikes that left me screwed over? No, I mean, I was in charge of my own bike all the way through. I rode for Geico for seven weeks. Other than that, I was always a full privateer. So, no, I, just coming back from injuries. Did you take time off after Supercross before Arena Cross? I feel like you did. Uh, or were you just hurt? In 11, I went to do Arena Cross. Everyone in my van and trailer all got hurt at the first two rounds, and I couldn't afford to keep going by my own okay. so, or my, by myself. So I drove home, raced Anaheim, and broke my femur in my back. Oh, okay. So missed all of 11. 12, I went and did all the arena. No, I, 12, all the arena cross, and then a little bit of supercross. Okay. Raced 450 supercross a couple weeks. Made the Houston I Main. I feel like we didn't see you for a while. That must have been after an 11. 11, 12, yeah. 13, 14, 15, all the way through. I mean, yeah. I closed it out after right. arena cross. So it must have been like after the femur when I, we didn't see or hear from you for a while. Yeah. Myself. No, well, because in 12, I, I made the 450 main at Houston in 12. And well, then I don't quit. know what I, – I, okay, fine. All right, you keep saying that, but I feel like I – Oh, it was my, okay. my greatest moment. I beat Stu that night. So okay. there you go, Dylan. <laughs> I mean, to be Dylan. fair, Stu was sleeping on the side of the track for Stu, most of that Stu, main Stu event. Stu pushed his bike off. Yeah, and well, it. no, he didn't push his bike. They right. pushed him off. From Tanner Hall, is there any truth to the rumors of Ty Masterpool not racing Supercross? Will yeah. Just, Will just said he's riding east. I mean, definitely the, fam- the family has some strong opinions about Supercross. You'll notice that uh, uh, the brother of Je- Jesse? Uh, Jake. 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 Jesse's the one who passed away? Got that mixed up? Yes. Jake, Jake is the, the second one. Jake doesn't ride Supercross. And I just, I, yeah, I don't think you feel comfortable. I don't think the family's big fans of it. But I got to think Ty is racing Supercross. I, I've, I've heard from people that have said that they've informed Star that he is not racing Supercross next year. So I don't know if that's true or not, but right. I've heard that from a couple yeah. different people. Yeah. From Jeremy Chapman, what is the story on the 2002 MX Designations that never happened? Yeah, I mean, uh, terrible decision. I don't think it was Ustream. I think it was Dorna back then. Uh, awarded the designations to a bunch of shysters who had no track. And was dealing with a band of Indians and um, Indian-owned land. And uh, they're notorious for changing their mind and being really uh, unstable to deal with at times. And, uh, yeah, that was it. So, done. Sold tickets. And then we, then we, that was my first race at Yamaha. I was, my first race at Yamaha was a World Cup at Glen Helen. It was Kyle Lewis, Hamblin, and Ferry, Team USA. Wow. Yeah. From Peelback Zach, Daniel and Steve, in your opinion, what exact music slash songs bring back the most moto memories? <sighs> Rob Zombie, Social Distortion, all those uh, Steel Roots, Terra Firma vi- songs, all those. You hear those and I just go, Terra Firma. Still, I you mean, can, like, see the scene. Oh, I could, I could literally remember the scene with Metzger back when doing a no-footed can was like the gnarliest thing in the world. You're gonna die. You're gonna ragdoll, ragdoll. Yeah, that one too. Uh, <laughs> that all those, all mean, those songs. That... Oh no, Guano Apes. Um, open your eyes. One of the coolest songs ever was. I don't know which movie it was in. Which one of those? But look what... up Guano Apes. Open your eyes, and you'll what all remember. What about that um, face-to-face song? Disconnected. Uh, oh, Steel that's Roots. a good song too. It's an really amazing song, song yeah. and then it's in Steel Roots, and you're just like, McGrath's the fucking coolest person in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those for videos, me though, for me though, it, rad. 
those are all. I mean, I must have watched that first cru- that crusty the first crusty a hundred times. Mm-hmm. But for me, I just go back to my own racing, and it was Halen. It was Van Halen. <laughs> That's shocking. And Avril. I just I listened to a lot of Halen, and I loved Halen. I would put it on the headphones before I go to the line. You know, before and, you go to the line. And Nickelback. This is a little bit before Nickelback time, but um, <laughs> R- Rush, Rush, April Rush one, good. April one. Rush was good. Um, yeah, I, I just think back to my own racing, and, and it was it was a lot of hailing, a lot of hailing for me. <laughs> Going to the track, gearing up, turn the van on accessory, play some hailing, get dressed, go out, go, out, go ride. So while you're getting your gear on, it's just. I don't know what song that is. <laughs> Ain't talking about love. What are you talking about? It's the opening riff. Yeah, that's the LR. I, I'm Sammy Halen. Still, that's their best song. No, it's not. Okay, next question. <laughs> From K-Frame Wayne. Steve, is it you, JT? K-Frame or- Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weeds, dude. <laughs> is it you, JT, or weeds that's getting wasted every Saturday night after the races to not be able to produce a review pod? <laughs> we didn't do it one time. Calm down, everybody. We're doing it tomorrow morning. Back the fuck up. You have one job. Yeah. I like how somebody tweeted me today, so we don't do review pods anymore. <laughs> like, well, we did one for five years now after every single fucking race. So, yeah, we're doing it. Don't worry about it. He's involved. Yeah. From Troy Benjamin, when when Mitch Payton retires, does the Pro Circuit team continue on, or will it be the end of an era? I mean. Game over. You think? Does he sell it? He probably sells it. It makes money. Uh, yeah. The business makes money. The race team makes money. He'll sell it to somebody. Some VC companies are coming and just ruin everything. <laughs> just destroy just it. destroy Pro Circuit. From McG194, I bought a couple gallons of the Power Sport wash, and it works great on the bikes. I just want to make sure the ground-up eagle beaks and talons won't be too abrasive for the finish of my Dodge Ram. Mm. Now, we use eagle urine in the Power Sport wash, so mm. it's fine. Okay, fantastic. Good to hear. No, and to answer that correctly, it's <clears throat> neutral pH. It won't damage aluminum paint, anything. It's... Think of it uh, like simple green, but won't give you that green tint. So it, it won't ruin anything, even at full strength. From Randy Richardson's Bad Jokes, if the if Red Dog would have won a championship and wanted to rev his bike until it blew up, how would have Steve tried to stop him? I I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do, as a mechanic of the bike. I'd be like, okay, we're done. We're done. We're not. Do, we're, we're done. We're done. But if he wanted to, though, and just he wouldn't, it off. he wouldn't. He's smart enough to know that. He, he wouldn't want to do that. He would never no, do that. No, Marks. he's fucking sophisticated. He's not a fucking gorilla. He's fine. <laughs> again, again, I, want, I don't want my message here to be mistaken. You can rev the bike. I don't think it's been mistaken. For 10 minutes or something. Or you can do the burnout on the podium, you know, for, for 30 seconds. Like, I, I'm not Mr. No Fun. But at some fucking point... It's over. Mr. No Fun. <laughs> it's I, over. Hey, Marks, we need to make that happen. Steve, Mr. <laughs> no, no Fun Mathis. I'm just, you know. Mr. No Fun. Consider it done. Yeah. Can you make that happen, please? Yeah, there'll hey, be Hey, we need to get some drops of Dylan, by the way. We need some Dylan oh, drops at his, at his worst. He said, just have him on the wrap-up show next year after Eli has a bad one. Yeah. Just run the whole, you could use the whole thing as a drop. We'll see what we can do. From Jacob Hayes, hashtag Blair Dream Race 2020. That's all. Stupid. Um, I've been saying that. He knows. Like from the real Jacob Hayes? Or just somebody saying that Jacob Hayes? Uh, I'm assuming the real Jacob Hayes. Okay. I don't know. What an idiot. 
from uh, from Ryan Tanner. Do you think AC will win a Supercross race in 2020? No. Three of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think there should be a bet. I think Stank Dog got into Daniel tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from DJ, why was 250 and 450 the agreed upon engine displacement for the four-stroke generation by all the manufacturers? Well, it wasn't. At first, it was 550. Yeah, they came down. The first one was 550. These fucking idiots. They're just like... <laughs> oh, dude, who did their math? Right? Who, who didn't realize the technology that may come to really one of de- the, destroy... The- one of the single dumbest things out there... Was the AMA making that displacement rule the way they did? In in, to, to, it's so stupid. Why can't they just? I mean, I know that they can't just. But why can't they just say, "Hey, manufacturers, you have three years. It's going down to a four hundred in twenty twenty three. Just get started." I don't know, Daniel. I know. I, I'm, that's a serious I question. I it would be better. I I I know. I know. It was five fifty. Coop had a five fifty KTM. I remember that thing. Whole shotting the fuck out of every national, and everyone had to get a, get out around them. Like I remember that. That was an. I look like an unpleasant bike to ride too. By the oh. way, uh, from Jack Courtney, who has a better Supercross season, AC or Zacco? Zacco. AC. Oh my god! <laughs> you knew that was coming. You'll all see. You'll Jesus, I mean, I'm the biggest fan of AC there is, but. Did you hear me tell him on the phone tonight that you said he wasn't going to do good on a yeah. 450? Yeah, you were and he didn't even like acknowledge and neither did you and just went on. I was. Yeah, because he knows. I wanted to start some crap. Yeah, you did. That didn't work. From from Fake MX News, which would be worse, Kiefer's attempt at making a national or DB attempting to make a night show next year, which he proclaims he could easily do? Yeah, what's this all about? I just said that the talent level is a, a little. A little low there in the back half, and I could in a month get myself ready to make a night show in Supercross easy. And that's that. I, I, I'm what's the problem with that? It would be no problem. Like like the uh, six minute oil change. Uh, and it was never six. Ten. Whatever it was. It was ten. Okay. Well, whatever it was. And that was dumb. <laughs> this is not dumb. Most of these kids that I, are like I making the night shows. Dude, I, I'm I sorry. Was, I don't. I, I sorry. I say no. Uh, sorry. I mean, I, I, there's, the, the, no, there's of, no point in talking about it. I'm not going to do it. You're out of the game too long. Outdoor, no chance. Like, literally, probably couldn't get, probably could win the C class at Loretta's on outdoor. Supercross, no problem, night show. Easy. What? Easy. Wow. All right. From Studio Cat, for Steve, we know your feelings on Chick fil A. Have you tried the new Popeye's chicken sandwich? And how do you rank it, rank it among no, the others? No, I've never eaten a Popeyes in my life. <laughs> never. I mean, honestly, is it good? is Popeyes any good? I don't know. I've never eaten Popeyes. It's pretty good. Is yeah, it? it's pretty good. I, I think it's better than KFC, which is not saying yeah, a lot. I mean, but I, I, I've rarely ate a KFC. I bet you I've eaten a KFC three times in ten years. I have some pretty solid friends that have said the Popeyes chicken sandwich is good. I'll be I'll be testing now, it out in the next. This week. was some big deal or something. This was on social media. Yeah, or it, was, it was going like, around. What was the deal with it? I don't know. Popeyes came out with their chicken sandwich. Yep. So then all the other chicken places, you know, people were were blowing up about which one was better oh, okay. between Popeyes, Chick Fil A, KFC. Okay. Uh, there was some other obscure ones, but but yeah. Right. Uh, from Cody Crane, Steve, was there ever a crazy idea you had about the show that almost happened? No, because we, we talked about that pilot, filming that pilot, Yeah, and um, 
and doing it that way. Uh, but that, that that happened. They came and filmed the pilot, and I thought I was getting a fucking Lambo. But it never happened. never got picked up. But, no Lambo. But it actually happened. They filmed a pilot to, for, for Mav TV to put on like a, a half-hour show on Mav hey, TV. Did you ever hear why it didn't? They said we Because they watched it? <laughs> <laughs> they said like... <laughs> They said if you get the advertisers, you can put it on the air. Like if you pay for it with advertising, you can get it. I'm like, no. How I'm much would you need? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Wow. Especially not in today's back then maybe, but today's at age with YouTube and Facebook and everything. You don't, yeah, you don't no need point. that. You got more people on Facebook than you do all of Mad TV. Um, no, I, I can't think of anything. No, I don't. I mean, we fucking got you to do a backflip. Yeah, you did. We got a pilot filmed. We. We got we sponsored a race a rider we given away a bike and thirty thousand dollars I mean had a lot of you done a lot of stuff stupid shit with this show so no had Bradshaw in studio had fucking Bradshaw here had chicken here chicken chicken came in with Danny. with Bradshaw no 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 could you imagine that's another guy I think had nine on a Cowie didn't chicken have yep. nine on a Cowie yep yep good job from retired Bubba Blair probability pie for Eagle Grit to sponsor a motocross team in the future. I mean, we already do sponsor like six or seven of them with product. But if he's saying like a legit something, like, like sticker on the truck, like right around zero. From Chris Politsky, how are the show ratings when you have the Canadians as guests like last week? Call me biased, but I find them entertaining and love them. Is that guy from Canada? I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, there's a hate. There's a hate calm in the voicemails. No. For the Canadians. Um. And I knew there would be like, it was a heavy. We had Phil, we had Fasciati on, we had the two Canadian co like Canadian guys co hosts. There's a ton of Canadian moto talk last week, and uh, I'm sure people didn't like it. Is it because people were expecting something with Eli? I don't know. I don't know what they're expecting. I don't give a fuck. I want. I like those guys. They're funny. I don't mind devoting a little bit of time to Canadian series. We produce a lot of hours of content. If we want to make three or four of them out of Canadian moto, then we do that. And I don't even care. Uh, but the, the the downloads for the show are remarkably consistent. Like, it just people just dig it. Like, they just, you know, doesn't really because matter. I'm a sponsor of the show. Yeah, Eagle Grit. Uh, I get the email from you with the stats, yeah. quarterly, whatever. Yeah. And I just want to inform you. I don't know if you looked close, but uh, your number one most rated show of whatever the last first quarter or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I was the guest in studio. So you're welcome. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, who was the, who was the, did it say who? Nobody that? big time. Reed, Dungey, I think we're both on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that was probably you then. It was yeah, probably you. You're welcome again. Yeah, right. Remember when we had them on together for five yeah. minutes and we just sat back yeah, and we're yeah, like, yeah. just keep talking to each other about stuff. Right, right. And then they didn't. Um, Aren't you supposed to go riding with Dungy? Mountain bike? Yeah. What's yeah, up, dude? And yeah, no, that's not, that ain't happened. I saw him, though. Uh, he was there this weekend. You say, what's up, buddy? Said, yeah. He, he was on the booth. Up, buddy, but, he did TV. Yeah. Uh, but I saw him in the pits and we shook hands and said hi. And all that. Pete Fox, Pete, Pete Fox was there. I could talk to Pete Fox for hours. Just iconic. He's the one you've done that couple pods with. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's just he's he's so many things he's done, so many things he's created, so many things he's been a part of in the history of the sport. It's it's great. All right, just a couple more. Keith Hansen for Steve. Why aren't you and JT more open about sharing rider salaries that you know about? You always complain that we aren't transparent like other sports. But yet you won't share info that you do have. Mm-hmm. Be That's, a pioneer I, I, like you I, have with I, so many other things I, on your platform. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't agree. <laughs> I mean, don't we say it? Don't we say numbers? Don't we say around this? I mean, we just said it tonight for the heart raft salary. Like, 
first of all, I've not seen these contracts, so I don't know. Right. But I think if I have a ballpark, I've always said it, haven't I? Um, have I, yeah, I, have I ditched it? I, I can't I, think of... I can't think of any time where I've ditched it. JT has ditched it because... He, he knows, knows the actual numbers. Yeah, he, right. he knows too well, and he can't say that. I feel like you might have done that maybe once because it was somebody you knew, and you didn't even want to give a ballpark just because you knew. And no, you, no. I feel no like chance. that was a thing. No chance. I would give a ballpark for anybody. Maybe in, that was JT. In, I would give a ballpark for anybody in the industry if they asked me. I don't care because I think I have a fairly good idea. But I, but, but I, I don't saw, know for sure. I saw an amateur rider turning from amateur to pro's contract, and it was 250 for an amateur kid turning pro. And yep. in the contract also, he got like a jet ski and something else. It was like a couple like toys were yeah. in the contract as, oh, and you get this too. It was like water, one watercraft and two of these also as it, like its own little section. Right. I was like, okay, okay, I'm sure that's... I was on a plane. I, I'm sure they fought hard over that yeah. part of the contract. I was on a plane Rad. once with an agent sitting right in front of me and he was going through guy's contract. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He was on his computer. Were you just looking at it. No, like I was the crack I was, of the seat. I, yeah, but, but through the crack of the seat, I was looking at the contract through the thing. This Don't say who it was, but how much was it? Uh, I, I didn't see the OEM salary. I saw all the all the gear stuff and everything. Gear was six twenty five. Hmm. Yeah, you need like a selfie stick with a mirror on it, so you can just like hold it up above his head. Yeah, and then take a picture. Of the I, mirror. I don't think I've ducked. Maybe that guy could tweet you back with specifics, but. Pretty sure he must think that you know all the details, and you obviously JT like you you, has ducked you know. for sure for perp- for company reasons, and yeah, I he get can't it, but, say that. That's not. But yeah, I, I'll, not I'll give you a ballpark or whatever I'd think. You know, from uh, just for Pulpamex, give us an average of the amount of money a 250 and a 450 outdoors champion gets paid in bonuses, and how much do you think Adam signed for with? Monster Kawasaki. I'm not saying that. <laughs> um, wow. uh, I think Adam. That was tonight. quick. Adam had another deal with Cowie for another year, I believe. Like he, he wasn't a free agent. He was like he was contracted to the brand, to, right? To the brand. So I heard that well, they all got to pay him more. He's doing more races. Mm-hmm. It's a higher profile spot. But I heard they they didn't wasn't a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and then uh, bonuses. Five hundred k for the two fifty one mil for the yeah. 450 titles? Yeah. That's what the, the one I saw. Yeah. The, the 250 riders, it was, uh, I thought it was 500 and then yeah. 50 for a win, or was it, yeah, 50 for a win? Yeah, 100 for a win in 450s. Mm-hmm. So pretty much 50 win 100 and then 500 a million, give or take. All right, two more. From Tom Hamill, there was talk about Yamaha testing on the week off. People talk like it was improved, but Barsha said in the first moto back, the bike was garbage and they changed it a lot for the second moto. What's up? When did he say that? I don't know. I'm assuming he said it somewhere. I didn't see that. He Barsha told me either. the bike's better. They tested after Washugal out the track. They tested he talked to Preston. After... Did he say what was wrong with it? Like, because I, I heard you say that Preston was like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" Yeah. What I, was it? I, I just I think, and I, he didn't really say this. He kind of hinted at it. So I, maybe put words in his mouth a little bit, but too much horsepower, <laughs> too much power to that thing makes it work weird. It reacts bad. It's too reactive. Too, hit, too much hit, too much power makes that bike work weird. What? I, 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 oh, these, okay. these 450 guys, man. Just... So can I be blamed for crashing that bike? Oh, Unbelievable. All right, last one from Paul Parabinos. 
for Daniel. <laughs> I thought we were getting by. I literally <laughs> thought we were getting by this one. This is my favorite question. This I saved it for last. Bull from Paul, man. For Daniel Blair, why do you run pro taper bars, grips, and throttle tube on your son's bike, but put a Mika Metals bar pad on it? Why do you like this question so much, Steve? Because explain you... yourself. Because you're fucking him over. As a... did, did you pay for it? or Did you get it for free? Okay, here's what happened. Did you pay for it? Or get it for free? Pay for what? The pro, pro taper stuff. The bars paid for. Then you're free the throttle do. tube, free. The Ooh. grips, paid for. So here's what happened. You're, okay, you're probably free to do whatever you want because you pay for it. Here's what happened, okay. Paul. If you're listening, Paul. Paul tried to recruit me off of Mika Metals to Pro Taper, and I told him I can't do that. I've been with Mika for a long time. They sponsor my podcast. And they sponsor my son. And Paul said, "I'll get you eventually." The, uh, the coming down from a drug high podcast. Apparently, yeah. Okay, yeah. That and Just and, and, and again, I talked to Wada, so I know their intent behind right. all their stuff too. Yeah. Um, no, uh, dude, we're full. We're we're Mika family. All right, we're a Mika family. All right. Now, Serious. my kid rode another kid's bike that had the little mini tiny bars that I didn't even know existed. And micro, my kid micro bars. Micro bars. My kid loved them. I didn't even know Mika made them. I I had no idea. I bought two pairs just to put on his fifties. Bought the grips. Bought the throttle tube. Smash the throttle tube. Paul sent me a brand new one. I put the Mika pad on because he, we ride for Mika. They're a good sponsor of mine. It's what I run. Whatever. I left the little Pro Taper sticker on just for Paul because I felt like appreciative that he gave me a throttle tube and he's my friend. But we're sponsored by Mika. Now I know that Mika does make the little bars. I had no idea they did when this all happened. I, I feel like I couldn't have handled this any better than I did. Like what was I, else was I supposed to do? Mm. Answer. Mm. What would you mm. have done? Mm. Do we have that Weimer drop? Hmm. But what, what would you have done? I don't think that's Weimer, though. That's oh, not Weimer? No. Oh. It's a collar. Hmm. That one? That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Don't you guys, bro me. So what do you think? <laughs> you both aren't saying anything, because what was I supposed to do better? F you, dude. See? Just like the money stuff, dodging. You should, uh be sponsored by a company that has the product you want but they do i didn't know but they didn't before you knew i didn't know they did i didn't know they had those uh, i had no idea uh, i got nothing uh, what do you got steve uh, nothing you you gotta live with that live so, with what you <laughs> live with the stupid question on twitter you have to live with that weight on your there shoulders there's no weight on my shoulders okay no problem dude <laughs> easy dude Back all right up. chill down bro okay so here's what i'm gonna do then no hate yeah i'm gonna do this to right the wrong you ready I've decided to right the wrong. I'm going to go home. I'm going to use Eagle Grip Brake Cleaner and brake clean the Pro Taper logo off the bars. And I'm going to Venmo Paul for the throttle tube. That, I mean, that whatever, right? whatever helps you sleep, bro. What do you think, Marks? Is that right? Yeah, no opinions because you guys don't have one. Because <laughs> I didn't, because I, whatever. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, bro. Whatever. We got a month and a half. We're off 50s anyway. So We're off 50s. We are. That's old news, right? BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com, man. Great guys. Uh, real helpful to uh, to our show over the years, man. They've been they've been really good. And they're a big part of Cole Seeley's uh, vlogs, bike builds and stuff. The BTO Sports, talk, BTO Sports guys are hanging out behind them. So uh, supporting that. So that's awesome. Um, we got some more voicemails to play. We can go out with that. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody playing Pulp Max Fantasy. Jackson the Box wins. And Marks, 
You get to relax now. Uh, not really, but yeah, Why? it's a nice thought. Leave the side alone. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Is, what else you got to do to? I I I thought it was really awesome this summer. I didn't feel like there was any problems with it. Is there that I don't know about? Yeah. This summer there weren't really any problems. Uh, this summer is also a far cry from the amount of traffic we get at Anaheim One. So still some still some work to be done. So. Well, did we have a traffic problem? Anaheim One didn't it, like crash the server. Yeah, that wasn't because of traffic. Kinda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Overload, bro. Yeah. I thought it was something else. I thought it was something else. Yeah, uh, I'm changing a few things, but uh, I'm trying to get a jump jump start on it so that we're a little more prepared. So we're gonna get better prizes next year too, and we're gonna keep all our prizes we have now, but we're gonna get better prizes. Yeah, just make sure you have Shane and Colt on the west, ready to go. Um, Time Master Pool on B- the east. Yep. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX. Christina Danny was on the show tonight. Going to concentrate on Roost MX, walk away from the Cycle Trader team. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere and privateer heroes. Mission Starcross 5, used by Travis Pastrana on his RM Zilla. EVS Sports, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection. Works Connection, will call. The OGO Power Sports, if you want an OGO bag, you want a hell of a deal on one, uh, use us the contact form on pulpmex.com and, and send us an email. We'll get that passed on. Get Data. Two-stroke, four-stroke ECUs, Athena, sister company. We'll get you a deal on that as well. Use the email form. Guts Racing, the code is on the website, everybody. Seats, seat bases, seat foams. Guts Racing's got seats covered for you head to toe. L.A. Honda World, uh, 30 minutes anywhere in L.A. They'll get a free free first-time oil change if you drive a Honda and you mention Pulp MX. Uh, great guys. I just got a Honda Passport for Pookie. Got a hell of a deal on that. WUSA. Uh, wheels, wheels, wheels from those folks at W. Eagle Grit, uh, Pulp Max code to save at eaglegrit.com. Free t-shirt with a $50 order for a week. How long are we doing this for? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, let's go Let's go to the end of the week. All right, end of the week. Saturday, I'll, I'll, uh, it, won't be, it won't be valid. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab. Pulp MX 10 is the code to save, workschassislab.com. Uh, used by Star Racing, used by many teams out there. They're motor mounts, and uh, they uh, very much improve your bike's handling. Uh, Kiefer was in a couple of shows ago and said that the Honda really benefits from the Works Chassis Lab mount. So Pulp MX 10 is the code to save with those guys. Ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com. Pulp MX 20 is the code to save. Pulp MX-20 is the code to save at Ride Engineering. Clamps, links, brake parts, uh, ride-engineering.com has got it all covered. So... Uh, Jet Lawrence, Christina Denny, Davey Coombs, Jeremy Martin, Adam Cincerillo, Will Hahn, Jason Thomas. Busy show tonight. Stacked. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Blair from Main Event Moto, of course, and uh, EagleGrit.com. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks Always for having me. Always a fun time. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Um, today was fun, too. I think I'll be hurting tomorrow a little bit, probably. Yeah, e-bike life. Um, yeah, but I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not blowing smoke. I had a really good time on it. It makes me want to make That's some That's good. Changes. Like, honestly, uh... The guys that specialized stepped up and gave me that bike as a loner. And then when I got the Intense deal, and the Taser's a better bike than that. I've said it before over and over. It's not quite apples to oranges, but it's a better bike, and I love the Taser. But the guys that the specialized were like, well, send the Levo back. And I'm like, well, how much to buy it? And they gave me a good deal on it. And I thought to myself, you know what? I love these e-bikes so much. If I buy this Levo, people can ride it when they come up. And Who, Who's ridden that one? I mean... Tits Legendary took it. Randy Richardson borrowed it. Damon Bradshaw wrote it. You wrote it. Wygant wrote it. Um, God, 
Randy's buddy wrote it. Par Parabinos wrote it. Yeah, I mean, probably more. My point being, way more people have ridden to taking advantage of that than I thought, like, it's cool to have a, right. a second e-bike. It's really worked out well. And people cool. people have been like, wow, you know, holy shit, I love an e-bike. So Pookie wrote it. Um, so, yeah, it's really, really cool to have that around for guys like that. And and Bradshaw loved it, too. Damon was like, I, I, he wants one. I, I mean, so. I want one. I literally going to try to figure out a way to get one. I got to find out where to Why buy Why don't you first. get Jacob Hayes to buy you one? Uh, yeah, maybe I should do that. Or maybe, yeah. This I need, is, I need this a, is a gift. I it's need a, as a gift. A, as a gift for all my hard work. Yeah. Um, I just got to find where to ride in my area. I don't have, dude. You're fine. You're, you there's, you there's, literally, we barely left this place, and there, there was like you can unreal ride from the house. terrain. You can ride from the house. I know. Right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I live in Lodi, California. I don't know where there is anything. You're fine. It's everywhere. I guarantee you. There's a thing called um, Trail Forks, an app. You get okay. the app, you can, you can find it. Um, thanks to all the guests tonight. Thanks to you people for listening. Next week, Alex Ray, Derek Rankin in studio, Jericho, a.k.a. Jericho. That should be fantastic. Oh, Christina was talking about what's wrong with you and Alex. He's sort of going over to Swap Moto Live, doing a lot of things with Swap Moto Live. Really? And I feel he's just in my ass. Yeah. And I feel like we really helped A Ray get a mm. bit of a name. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Well, you guys going to talk about it next week? I'm getting paid back. You going to talk about it? Yeah. We will. I could get emotional in here. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser for the help. Thanks, Pookie. Uh, Marks? Steve? Thank you. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure. EagleGrit, EagleGrit.com, Main Event Moto. Supercross on NBC Sports. Pit Reporter of the Stars, Daniel Blair. Track Reporter. Track Reporter. Sorry. All right, everybody. We are out of here. We will see you next week. Looking forward to it. Please use sponsor deals on com. And uh, here's the rest of the voicemails. We're going to go out with the rest of the voicemails. And then uh, we will see you next week. Same time. Same place. See ya. Swing your cock. And, and don't rev your bike out. Oi, Steve. Stop giving that cunt stain deal on airtime. Cheers. Yo, what up, Pulp? How you doing, Steve? What up, uh, Mark's dog? Listen, dudes, holy shit. That kid, man, is Dylan is awesome. You got to have just anytime you get people like that to call in, you got to let them come through because it creates so much controversy and drama and the passion the kids have and all like the people get upset and just it's it's great entertainment. I love the kid. And when today's uh, episode or whatever, yesterday's episode, today's a Tuesday, man, when he hit you with the stats about Eli getting this many wins and whatnot, bro, he, he had some good points. Like obviously, obviously Eli's one of the greats. James Stewart, definitely I'd say has a, a step above Eli Tomac, but bro. If Eli Tomac, big if, big if, if, if here, if Eli Tomac wins a Supercross title, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that call in by Dylan. All right, man. Anyways, you guys keep up the great work. I'm out. Take care. Peace. Go. Hey, I just wanted to chime in about the wrap-up show. Uh, this is Tyler, Las Vegas. I think the wrap-up show is fine. If you don't like the wrap-up show, that's your problem. What is your expectation? It's not the Pulp MX show round two. It's a show about a show. It's not the show continuing on on a different day. It's a different host and different guests. Quit treating people like shit because you don't like something.
do people come up to you at your job and tell you that you are shit because they don't like what you do? They don't like your voice or whatever? No, they don't. So quit being cowardly little assholes and calling in and talking shit or saying it on Twitter because you obviously don't have the balls to do it to your face. Any person who has met Darkseid in person talks about what a nice guy he is and what a good guy he is. Not just a nice guy, but a good guy. He's doing what he loves just like we all do what we love. And if you don't love what he does, that's your prerogative. So quit being a negative Nancy bitch and keep all that shit to yourself and don't listen to the show. Keep up the good work, Dark Side. Keep growing Pulp X, Steve, and thank you. Jesus. Steve. Less Dylan, more Stephen A. Stevenson. Please, baby Jesus, get rid of Dylan and more Stephen A. Stevenson. Just just make it happen. Please, baby Jesus. Hey, Steve, I just want to say thanks for actually playing those voicemails. I understand that we're all idiots, but you know what? I fast-forward through a lot of people that are on the show because I could care less what they have to say. But I do listen to every one of your voicemails. So, yeah, I appreciate the uh, just let them play and you guys leave and go shoot hot loads of freaking, uh, you know, the beast from the east in the bathroom, you know, at Bradshaw. So thanks for playing the voicemails again. Greatly appreciate it. Steve, this is Kurt Dog. Hey, three things real fast. Number one, can I can I have your YZ450 after you're done with it? Because... You know, apparently the last two shows, people are just like, hey, can I have some clamps? Or, hey, can I have a full fly gear? You know, that's cool. So I'm just going to ask for your bike. Jeez, these people. Anyway, number two. Hey, I was uh, pissed when you started playing the uh, voicemails again. But uh, your new format of doing it at the end of the show, that's the shiznit, man. That's the way to do it. That's way better. I don't have to hear you get all angry and frustrated. And I sit and listen to these dumbass people that call into your show, like me. Number three, hey, uh, I've been listening to your show for a while, and I'm not sure what to make of the uh, uncanny uh, ability you have to make uh, the sound of sucking dick. Like, man, it's so close to reality. I, so that leads me to one of two things. Either you've sucked a lot of dick in your life or you've got a lot of head in your life. That's it. Hey, Steve, the wrap-up show. I know it's divisive, but some thoughts. There are some people who enjoy it. There's plenty, like myself, who are not a fan. Make it its own show, like the Kiefer Tested show. Have it in its own feed, out of sight, out of mind. That's just my opinion. Yeah, this is Byron in Texas. I was listening to show 395, and you know, we're talking about that uh, part about JT being pissed off all the time. It's funny. Uh, I was in Vegas in 2012 with an ex-pro friend of mine, and we were in the elevator Friday night at the Hard Rock going up, and JT was in the elevator with us. And I knew who he was, and I wanted to talk to him, but I guess I was a little starstruck. And he knew my friend, 
and they're talking, but I looked, I turned around to say hi, shake his hand, and he just looked so pissed off. I didn't say a word. And uh, so, anyway, it was funny y'all were saying that because that was my one uh, time I met JT, and I just I chickened out and even say hi because he just looked like he was about to fight somebody. Anyway, like the show. Keep it up. Thank you. Steve, it's Austin from Michigan. I hope we have some doctors that listen to this show. Somebody needs to prescribe that Dylan kid a fucking clue with what's going on. Please do not let him on the show anymore. He's fucking annoying. And he's deep-throating Eli. Please stop putting him on the show. Other than that, love the show. Thanks, guys. Hey, Steve, it's Doug. Uh, just wanted to call in and say a couple things. Uh, first, I'm not going to echo the same sentiment as a lot of people the past couple of weeks calling in and bitching about, you know, Dark Side or the wrap-up show or Dylan, you know. Don't really want to attack any of those anymore. They've kind of been beat to death. And Well, I'm pretty sure Dylan's like nine years old, so I don't want to attack a minor in that way verbally. So, uh, anyway, uh, one thing that is uh, I noticed I just got done listening to 396 on my drive to California. And I got to say, man, I'm pretty disappointed, you know. Um, love your show. I've been listening for a while. It's my, my, you know, I look forward to it on my drives every week. Um, but, you know, three hours listening about Canadian motocross, like, I just don't want to do that. You know, like, if I, if I wanted to listen to three hours of Canadian moto, I'd probably just find the nearest skyscraper and, uh, you know, hurl my fucking body off of it. You know, I just don't give a fuck about any of those fucking dudes. Like, if you want to, you know, talk about, like, the drama and stuff that goes on, like, with Phil and Mike and, and stuff for 20 minutes or whatever, like, it's a good story and, you know, it's some guys from here that we know, whatever, like, hey, cool, man. Like, that's that's right on, man, I, you know. But, uh, yeah, just fucking hours and hours talking about it. Like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about because I don't give a fuck. You know, and I might be in the same boat. I mean, I might be in my own boat. I don't know. Uh, just, just an observation on my end. I know what your show. You're going to do whatever you want to do, and I, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, but just, yeah, just an observation. I don't know. Maybe you can get some other thoughts to see if anybody, uh, you know, appreciate listening to three fucking hours about Canadian moto. But on another note, uh, Noof and Galdi, those guys, those guys are pretty fucking hilarious. So that was cool. But uh, yeah, man, just wanted to drop that line. So thanks. Love the show. Love the show. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of just go on a little rant here. Um, was really disappointed in Jason Wygant yesterday. He totally missed the AC championship call. Um, he was busy just rambling on about, like, AC training with Nick with only, like, two turns left. And you think in a situation like that, an announcer would kind of, like, be building it up, like, here it is, folks, two turns left. Oh, he can see it now. Can you chase the championship? Here it is. Just got to hang on. But he's just like, oh, blah, 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 just rambling on about, like, training and this and that, not even calling the race. <clears throat> and Dylan crosses the finish line. It totally catches him by surprise. And then he has to, like, drop his Nick training routine and kind of, like, announce AC crossing the finish line almost, like, after he's crossed the finish line. It was just really disappointing. Um, you know, and then after AC crosses the finish line, 
he just would not stop rambling again about like his his story and and what it's taken to get there. And it's like, we all know that. And it's like what a lot of the good announcers do. If you listen to like Doc Emmerich, when he calls the Stanley cup finals or like a Joe Buck with the world series or Al Michaels with, um, with football, it's like, they don't, they don't feel pressure to just talk the entire time. Like they'll kind of just let the moment breathe. And you just like watching championships my entire life, it's better that way. You know, maybe Doc Emmerich will say, and, and there it is, St. Louis, like, can, how, how does it feel? And then like go silent. And then you can hear like the hockey guys screaming and the crowd and you're just like a, a part of the moment. Um, I feel like it's better that way. And just after the championship, after AC won the championship, well, again, it was just like, again, rambling on and on and on. And like, he didn't shut up for like a second or two. Hey, Steve, it's Braden from Baltimore. I just wanted to say uh, it's Sunday after the, the last day of the motocross series. What a great series, great races, um, and a studly effort by everybody, and uh, a lot of drama, a lot of action. Um, I do have one big gripe for, the, you know, motocross in general. It's I'm shocked that Supercross is bigger than, than motocross. And don't get me wrong, I love Supercross, and I know it's all about the advertising dollars. But for the life of me, I can't wrap my head around the fact that Supercross is a bigger sport than motocross. And um, I get it. It's dollars. But the reality is it's a much more difficult sport. It's uh, recognized worldwide. There, you know, there really is no Supercross throughout the rest of the world except for a little bit in, in France and a little bit in Australia and, you know, a little bit here and there. But for the most part, it's, it's the USA only. And it just boggles my mind that the sport sponsors and factories are all wrapped around Supercross and Motocross is a secondary thought. It just boggles my mind. Anyway, that's my rant. And uh, looking forward to hearing your show tomorrow. And thanks for everything you do. Take care, man. Swing your cock. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.